0: You You are welcome. Who's that? Nobody's the author. We are about to embark on a great voyage. It is customary to make a little speech on the first day. It does no harm. Authors like it.
1: You want to know what parts you are to receive? All will be settled as we go. I'll do it. Now, listen to me, you dregs. Actors are ten a penny. And I, Hugh Feniman, hold your nuts in my hand.
0: Huzzah! Then those men are returned to the house. Ned. <laughs> Henslow. <laughs> Who is
1: this? Silence, you joke. <laughs> I am Hieronymus. I am Tamburlaine. I am Faustus. I am Barabbas, the Jew of Malta. Oh, yes, Master Will. I am Henry VI. What is the play, and what is my part? Uh, one moment, sir. Who are you? I'm um. I'm the money. Then you may remain, so long as you remain silent. Pay attention. You will see how genius creates a legend. Thank you, sir. Welcome, 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 welcome. If music be the food of love, play on from the podcast that does, I think, what it says on ye old-time scroll. <laughs> it's Shakespeare in the round, squirrels. It's best film ever. My name's Ian. My name's A- Liam. <laughs> are you? My name's Liam.
2: I'm Megan. And I'm Georgia.
1: You know what? We didn't have enough Liam content for the end of your blooper reel yet, so that's... <laughs> there we are. <laughs> literally got his name wrong. <laughs>
3: Oh, when you said they don't write on scrolls, I was thinking, was it Slate? Was
1: it? I <laughs> Shakespeare's chiseling away.
4: You're my cue as well, so you need to get that right so well, I get
1: mine right. I tripped over my own name. There it is. <laughs> uh, but welcome to uh, the BFE, episode number 204, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. One of those weird Wednesday recording sessions. Yeah.
0: Weird Wednesday. So we all, Weird
1: Wednesdays, group? working Wednesday. Working Weird Wednesdays. Yeah, we all, we all worked today. Well, at least I assume you worked yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, I okay. worked today, yeah. Uh, no, 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 Ethan this week. Um, he's, I don't know what to say. What's pithy? Pithy. About.
2: Caught in a snowstorm.
1: Ethan didn't work today, therefore he didn't <laughs> yeah, qualify for the not. pod.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, Ethan sends his Shakespearean best. Uh, ye old time. I don't know why it's ye old, but anyway. Look forward to having you back, Ethan. See you soon, buddy. Um, so if this is your first time or your 204th time catching the pod for a main episode, welcome. Um, last week, uh, none of you were here with me. No. I'm the only no. member of the BFE to appear over the last two weeks. That's the streak. That's nuts. That's the streak. That's nuts. Uh, but we did welcome Hermes Oslander hey, Hermes. to talk Hobbies. about Doubt, a, a really good episode that I enjoyed, uh, a great Hermes conversation and a movie that I, was, we were very curious what the three would have would have definitely made of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, mm. it, I recommend watch at some point. It's a uh, it's a powerful watch. It's maybe, a very interesting watch. Maybe a see it or skip it on it, maybe. What? You want me to do a full episode and then, and then do, do a see it, it or it skip it? Or on, you double, know, in a, in a, in a <laughs> year's time wabby. or something. <laughs> well, when else are we going to see it? in your own you time. time. Glad it's to be yeah. fair, I almost never watch movies now if it's not for the pod. I think <laughs> because if I watch them and I go, we we should record content on this. Yes. Yeah. I saw the same thing. Every time I watch something, I go, we need to record something on this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, on the note, uh, Ethan and I have been watching uh, Doctor Who, and I'm assuming we released an episode yesterday. As of right now, we haven't because. We're, we're recording this, working weird uh, Wednesday. We're working weird Wednesdays, <laughs> as opposed to Doctor Who, which we record on Sonic Sundays. So there we go. Um, so Sonic Sunday lunchtime. I have a Ethan. Just another
3: Sonic Sunday. I
1: don't wish it were Monday. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I- I'm hoping I'm going to pitch this to Georgia right now because I watched. Let's see if she'll go with it. Ooh. I watched Spirited. Oh. oh, you did. So I want to know if you want to do a see it, or Spirited. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hope for it um, as
4: long as I've got time. Let's,
1: yeah. okay, let's talk and see if we can find some time, yeah.
4: Yeah. I watched a Christmas film called Klaus on Netflix and that was actually quite good about a Postman.
1: That is the shortest theater skip it you're ever gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bo- that's a bonus review you just got there. Klaus yeah, on Netflix <laughs>
4: plus, plus bonus plus theater bonus skip, it see or skip it from Megan. I, I watched was quite, I didn't didn't know about it and it just came up and I was like, I'll watch that and it was nice. I
3: watched was one it one. like
1: animated or you're yeah, yeah, an an trying to jump in?
4: One. It was actually really lovely. It was quite quirky as well. About how Santa Claus came
1: to be. Wow. So that's the, uh, that feels pretty spoiler free. So yeah. there we go.
4: It's quite a bit <laughs> gothic, a bit quirky. It was, it was good. All right. There you go. What's the, the world's
1: shortest theater? Skip it. I see it.
3: Voila. <laughs> there we go. Liam. I watched uh, a film last year called Violent Night. You keep bringing this up. <laughs> I liked it, but it's not been released this year. I haven't seen anything like DVD release. Oh, you can't find I haven't it seen no. Did you see it in cinemas? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, okay. It just seems odd that this time of year, why would you not release it?
2: I think my dad and my sister went to see that in cinema. Do you oh, like a it's Christmas? It's like Die
3: horror Hard film? meets Christmas. Well, Die Hard. Are redone. there any <laughs> Christmas films coming Santa. out this year? I don't know. It's just, it's just a, it, they're, re, they're doing I'll another one. just see
4: one. it on Skip It on one of those. That'd be fun.
3: On what? A, a horror Christmas film. No, we're not going to watch a horror Christmas movie.
1: Aww. Oh, Megan. By <laughs> time I'd watch one. Yeah. It's just do I have time.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: It has to put a new one i assume that's the rules for sale skip it
1: i uh, usually but although we although we did do one on dr horrible sing blog <gasps> that was i think great. mainly because i wanted to watch dr horrible sing blog again so i'm like let's just record on it <laughs> fair enough <laughs> and that no one really knows about it because it's not a conventional sort of media you've seen dr horrible, seen dr. horrible? i i
4: i haven't i, I we used we used songs in, in, from in, the panto i was the evil queen in the panto <laughs> That was
1: great. I changed shiny new Australia to the dwarves. They cannot save yeah. Genius, I think. Because <laughs> originally we were going to have you sing shiny new Australia. And you're like, it doesn't make sense. I'm like, no, no fine, you're crazy. That? And then I went home and went, yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, need, crazy. I need to find a better line. It's true. So there we uh, go. Well done. Uh, and I want to say well done to the following. That's our friends of the podcast, our Patreon backers. I'm talking about, oh, you're back. I did, uh, last week. How'd you go? I just did it all in one breath. That was a challenge <laughs> I gave myself last week. Well, uh, well. We want to say a big, uh, almost Christmas shout out to Juline. All right. You can do it Christmas themed. Oh. Here we go Let's see how Liam works in real time Okay He tripped over his own name folks Let's see how All it's right. going to go today This is not going to go well This is what happens when you work and then podcast Okay We're talking about Julene Jingle jingle Her- Hermes <laughs> uh, Christmas Bauble On the second one James de Five gold rings on a- <laughs> Lita Oberholzer Hey it's Saturday at the door <laughs> It's <Ian> Davies <laughs> I thought you were going hey it's Saturday <laughs> Hey, it's Saturday. Have door, you put your Christmas tree up yet? Yeah. Chris <laughs> Peterson. And the door, huh? lights are blinking. Randall Silver. There's a sleigh in the air. Dwayne Smith. <laughs> Dwayne Smith. <laughs> <laughs> the Yeet Meister. Do
3: you have your stockings on? <laughs>
1: Reverend Bruce. Oh. The fire is burning. That's kind of like hell yeah. <laughs> oh, isn't it? Because it was it? Reverend Bruce. And oh, was, no. It was, was you are going sorry. to fire. Oh. Nate the Great.
3: <laughs> uh, the weather outside is frightful.
1: Andy Dixon. Uh, but the fire is, is so, so delightful. delightful. Whole, I one want think of something different. Deck the halls with Holly Calen. Deck
3: the halls with Holly Calen. La 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 Cheesy with a fish on a with bike. a fish
1: in a manger <laughs> and tinsel around his neck. <laughs> Our resident curmudgeon, Richard. Richard. He's a mean one. <laughs> He's a mean Mr. one, Mr. Grinch. The cool cat himself, Ryan Kukets. Ryan Kukets. Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Dirk, but the Christmas gift tag says. Tiggler! Sh- the shy guy, shy burger friend.
3: Shy guy, shy guy. At Christmas. At
1: Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Stu from the Stu World Order podcast.
3: All I want for Christmas
2: is Stu! Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Norfolk Domus. Hey, Merry Christmas. Christmas! He'll be home for Christmas. You can count on yeah. him. I'm
2: really having some weird flash forwards to our uh, Christmas episode there.
1: Is this a Christmas episode or is this when oh. we, the, 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 the thing we've got planned? Christmas episode. Oh, okay.
4: She's also got premonition powers
1: now, yeah. as well as
3: telekinesis. Here we are. Yes. Do you know? All right. Thinking on my feet with Christmas stuff is really
1: like hard work. <laughs> if if you if you want to know how you can keep the lights on, <laughs> the studio of oh, and keep this quality sort of Patreon level reward coming your way two times a week from our microphone uh. to your ears, please consider joining the Patreon. You can get in the door for as little as three British pounds. It's less than four dollars, 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 uh, American, and about five bucks Canadian. Other currencies are available.
3: Uh, what
1: is the currency in uh, Iceland? I don't know. I'll look. There you go. Uh, charts for November. We ended November. It feels like we should talk about all around the world. Got spread the word. There it is. Uh, our number one market was America, forty forty seven point three five. Wow, they've come back strong, they yeah. have. Like we're just we're just taking it all, which is, is very unlike America. <laughs> <laughs> number two, the people who did it before they did it, the British, twenty four point six four percent. Well done. Uh, we'll get to you in a second, Georgia. Uh, number three, Australia. Australia, great. Okay, that's the top three. The seven more countries on my chart. Can you name? Ghana. No.
4: <laughs> Egypt.
1: No, France. Russia. No, China. <laughs> no, you're missing a really France. obvious one. Germany,
4: UK. Uh, Italy.
1: Okay, the UK we already said is number two. Germany is number four. Ooh, okay. Poland. Poland. Sweden. No. Sweden. Uh, no, the Netherlands. Netherlands is six.
4: Malta. <laughs> <You're missing laughs> Georgia.
1: No, you guys Russia. missed a really obvious one.
4: Oh, uh, which one did you already say? say?
1: It's, it's the one which I say, and then Liam repeats in singing form every time.
2: Canada, Canada <laughs> number five. Oh, you <laughs> Canada. No, you
1: didn't. Canada. Yeah. We said U.S., U.K., I Australia, you, did did say, you right, seven. Yeah, right. Uh, we did. Yeah. Just inception. Where, where you know? are we? How many? Uh, so seven, eight, nine, and ten still up for grabs. Seven, eight, uh, one eight, would ten. be the jewel of the empire. Jewel of the empire. Oh. Queen Victoria called this the jewel of the British Empire. India. Yep, India. Ooh. Uh, number eight. Uh they can't sing, but they've got soul. Oh, um one oh.
2: of the Koreas. Yep. I don't know which
1: one it is. South Korea. South Korea, the one that's not <laughs> you know, militantly. I don't know which
2: way round.
1: Okay, you you, you should learn that. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, just a stones. Hey, I'm gonna have a layover there in, in, in a couple of weeks. France. No, that would be traveling east to then go west. I'm not doing that. Oh. Uh um uh what's the first Greenland? Uh nope. What's the first body I'm gonna hit? New York. No. Ireland. Ireland is much closer <laughs> than New York. <laughs> I'm there for three hours, so I'm, I'm going to make sure I try and get a... Uh, there's got to be like, a, like a, a pub at the oh, airport. I've never be-
4: been to Ireland. I ne- love to no. go to Ireland.
1: We should do a... We should BFA do a BFE Ireland trip. Oh. Yes.
4: Yes, yes. Yes, okay, oh, no. I'm
1: in, I'm in, yes. okay. And we're all going to have Guinness, yeah? Some. Yeah, at some You're point in 20... 20- I don't like
4: Guinness. Well, you no, can have well, something can else at the Guinness
1: place. Okay. Have <laughs> a sip just to say you did it, but yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: I'll, I'll sip a Guinness and then I'll switch to the wine. I'll the gladly, Guinness. yeah, absolutely,
1: yeah. Okay, Ireland trip, why
2: 2024. Why, I, why Ireland specifically? Because
1: I've never no, been never properly... Been.
2: Oh, and it's Lots really close
1: And it's and it. not very expensive I've
2: been to Scotland properly Or Wales I love Scotland We should go to the head fringe Yeah we should do that We
4: should do a mm-hmm.
1: thing Where we just do, do a podcast live on stage <laughs> <laughs> But, well, no, but we're could. not recording We're just pretending, <laughs> just pretending. I'll, I'll write a play you know About doing a podcast do that, You yes? could
4: do improv films Or you could do like Live film reviews or something You, you, could, you could actually do You can You could do an improv film I
1: think it'd be a good thing To go looking I'd probably inspire you to go Oh okay I see where the Where the possibility Yeah you have Yeah I
4: could talk you through it. I okay. could so do that in films. That's
1: interesting. I've been to Edinburgh once. Loved it. Yeah, me too. It's loved coffee. it. It's not my favorite place it in the, the UK, Edinburgh. but it's up there. I love Liverpool. Liverpool's this, my this favorite. This is actually a Liverpool very good idea. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, they were so good. Do
3: you know where I went the other day? I went to Bury St Edmunds.
1: Oh, I love Barrie. My old stomping grounds. Stayed over for the night.
3: It was oh, did was great. Really? Yeah. Love Barry. in a hotel called the Bushel.
1: Don't know where that is. That's a pub. Uh, on the main Barry's Street. got like a ridiculous amount of pubs yeah, in the city. The size of the city it is. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Or at least it did.
3: And then, then it's got those, like, uh, ruins and stuff yep. near, the, near the, yeah. the church. The Abbey, yeah. The Abbey, yeah. The Abbey Ruins. Oh, it's absolutely amazing.
1: Mm, when, I when I was a kid, they're like, don't climb on those. When I was a kid, I climbed all over those. Yeah, I climbed over them too. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, <I did>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, how far can I get up there? <laughs> yeah. And then number ten, uh... You know, I hear it's as big as Australia on some maps. New Zealand. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so in America, our biggest places were just the record. Texas, which would have been our number three country overall. It would have wow. gone USA, UK, Texas. Uh, also, Iowa, Pennsylvania, Florida, Ohio. Thanks for being top five. Georgia, number 11. Hi. Um, Canada, you, Ontario, how- Alberta, Newfoundland. Thanks a lot.
3: Thank you very much. How bigger is, um are we to...
1: Uh, Texas or is Texas? I think 10? Texas might be bigger than us. Really, They're as far Texas. as landmass. So, no, I know it's huge. It's yeah. close, but I just didn't know. On it's a scale. close. <sighs> you mean, when you say us, do you mean the UK? Oh, as you mean a whole? UK you mean- yeah, yeah, yeah. UK might pip it.
3: Oh, okay, might but that, that shows you how
1: big Texas really is, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah.
2: And how small the UK Georgia. is. Georgia. Yes.
1: Did you find out where Iceland's money was? Kroner. Oh the Kroner. I was gonna guess Kroner. Kroner. Oh you see kronerberg. Yeah. Sweden also <laughs> has Krona. Oh by the way, you can get the BFE. Uh, it's less than forty Swedish Krona a month. Hey. There we are. There we are. There we are. Kronaberg. No, and uh I bet you you don't get sick off their money. Because that would be a coronavirus.
4: <laughs> mm, that was a bad
1: joke. That's not funny. Do you know what I love when you tell a joke when you laugh yourself?
3: <laughs>
1: I find your are yeah. more intoxicating well, than there we a joke. Go. <laughs> that's what we're hoping for. Uh, let's so, go ahead and do some reflections. And corrections. I mean, you guys weren't here last week, so really it's just me referencing stuff. You guys don't you know, take my word for it when I say so it. There, happen. Yeah. there's no doubt that's you then. There's no doubt at all. <laughs> um... Uh, something I didn't mention it. I, I really wish I had. Uh, was then I, I thought afterwards, Catholic Church. You ever been to a Catholic Church? Uh,
3: how would I know if it's a Catholic Church or not? Uh, what's,
1: the, what's the difference
3: between a Catholic Church and a Christian Church? They're
4: usually more fancy. Is the cathedral? Th- there's like there's yeah. more pageantry.
1: No, no, no. Church of England. Then no. No. Uh, if you you know, you're at a Catholic service when it's like kneel up, kneel. Like it's a workout. Oh I know <laughs> kneel up, kneel. And, and and they, it's it's like it's like a choreographed number. Like they all know when to kneel. And so, like, uh, I remember, I've only been to two Catholic services in my life. I did a Christmas uh, midnight mass with my cousins once. <laughs> I didn't see the point. I'm like, why do you guys do this? Not the church. The church on, I used to do church Christmas morning when I lived in Barry Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. That was part of our, that was part of our day. Yep. But I understand why you have to get up in the middle of the night and do it.
3: I've been to a few midnight masses.
1: Well, then you've probably been to a Catholic church then. Have I? Yeah, because as far as I know, Anglicans don't do that. Oh, there's <laughs> one on, um. Gaten Road, okay, in
3: Kings Inn. Is there? Yeah, okay, that's where I've been.
1: I um,
2: that, one, that one is a Catholic. I mean, the city. other one I went oh, to. I've
1: been. Yeah, I went to a funeral, and it was in a Catholic church, and it was very, um, well, it's just it was they followed a lot of the traditions of 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 the Catholic Church within the the funeral service itself. Yep, I think they even did communion, and I was like, that's intense for a funeral. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's a pageantry that's like you know. You get, I get it. Like there's like all like the, there's the there's fancy like you know cups and there's the smoking incense thingy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The ball. We, we don't have that in the Anglican church or anything. Oh like no, that. no. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen anything like that. And the whole like there's like a whole like there's bells and you hold up the sacrament and you know, like, jingle, jingle 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 and all that stuff. So there we go. Megs has adorned a. Yeah. Uh, how have you managed to do that? Have you broken she, into the Christmas crackers early? No, no. she.
4: she Reached I'm, into the space-time continuum and pulled am
1: in the space it out. continuum. She manifested it. Kind of, it's I all wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey. I yeah. have
4: stolen George's powers.
1: It's the flux capacitor that you <laughs> used.
4: I have stolen a hat from a Christmas cracker.
1: Not much more from uh, last week, just the idea that uh, I kept messing up the words dissident and deterrent, and I'm going to go ahead and own that. Oh, so okay. I said that, you know, prison is supposed to be a, I meant to say deterrent. Yeah. Prisons don't too much exist. I mean, they do exist to put people away, but they also exist to say, we go, okay, I don't want to go to jail. Yep, Right? I don't, you know, stealing things is bad, and you hope stealing things by itself is bad would be a good enough message, mm-hmm. but the fear is you steal, you go to jail. You're like, okay, I, you know, it's not worth it, risk-reward, right? I like my freedom There's a much. deterrent, and yes. I called yeah, it a it dissident. It deters you. But a dissident is actually just someone who complains. Oh, okay. A dissident someone doesn't agree with the stated policy. I mean,
4: they both begin with D, so, you know, easy mistake <laughs>
1: <laughs> jails are a denmark you know what i'm saying <laughs> um no real general shout outs this week no it ain't hurt, uh because we recorded like three days ago so it's mm-hmm. <laughs> not just the do. Mm-hmm. Uh, i of for the week i was late getting the post up there so we'll just take care of that next week with the two weeks at one cool uh it's that time of year spotify wrapped you guys, you guys do Spotify, Georgia? You my Spotify brother wrapped?
2: uses Sp- the same Spotify account as me, oh, so, so takes all your- I mean, we can have a look, but I doubt it's got mean? any of my stuff
1: is at it. the end of the year, Spotify kind of gives you a bunch of data based on what you do, what you listen to this year. I, I don't okay. have Spotify. So it okay. will <laughs> me either. Yeah. So I just look at it from from, from the podcasting perspective, okay. and we'll share some information on that maybe next week. We'll look at some of the numbers we had from oh. Spotify Where do you wrapped? find Ooh. it? Uh, usually you log in and it's like the first thing at the top of it is that you can yeah, go look at I didn't maybe I someone's Spotify looked at it, it enough uh, yeah. probably I don't know uh, but I will say who does have it and that's Carlo so last week I don't know if you were here when I mentioned it oh who was it oh it's gonna bug me now I think it was Chris Peterson yeah it was Chris Peterson who said we were his number one oh. podcast eight days of of of, of listening I, what do I remember that was I there I remember that it might have been something we did it two weeks ago or did you, I remember that did yeah. you listen to Doubt no i didn't okay so then that's that that's been, yeah because yeah. dad only came out yesterday folks so we're not <laughs> <laughs> i'm not through it yet and I'm, I'm i'm i religiously listen to it the next day so there we are so he was that but then carlo we were his number one podcast as well i'd like to remind everybody carlo has his own podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's the fact that we were ahead of his is remarkable thank you carlo and i said we're ahead of yours I said, that's that says a lot about our bloated run times and he went you, you said, "Well, you guys are better than mine," and I went, whoa whoa whoa, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" And my exact words are this: "Comparison is the thief of joy." So if you compare yourself to someone else, you just take away your joy, right? Because yeah. you feel either you know you feel bad about yourself or something. No, no, let's not do that. I said we're just trying to be the best version of our pod we can be. Yeah, that's all we're trying to do. So, a very early Merry Christmas to you, Carlo. Yeah, all the best for uh, the movie, loot. And if you're not if you're out there and you're not listening to the movie, loot, go give it a listen. I know I've been on it I know Ethan's been on it There's there's enough there's enough to, um place on the
3: Mountain for all of you. You're
1: trying to use my saying and you're butchering it terribly. There's room at the table. table for everyone. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. What did I say, Mountain? I don't know. I, I not <laughs> Rushmore, but that's only four. So. <laughs> but there we go. So go listen to the movie, Luke. Carlo's fantastic. And def- before we use it as branding for the Patreon, Carlo's always been a friend of the podcast. So yeah. thanks a lot, Carlo.
3: Thank you, Carlo. You no,
2: know it was really cool, though. My Spotify wrapped is not, it's just all my brother's music. But I have a friend who's on Spotify who has 1.1 million streams. This year, bloody hell! On Spotify Wrapped as for for Spotify for artists. This this isn't the
1: person I know, is it? I was like, that's that'd be insane. No, no, I know, but I know we're talented, but I don't know that is talented. No, so it's really cool. All right, so uh, if you want to tell us that you think we're really cool, (laughs) why not go ahead and uh, wrap us off the gift of a five star review? Apple or Spotify? I hear five is a nice number.
3: Five is a magic number.
1: Indeed, it is. Checking in with the morning report. Can we talk about this for two minutes? Yeah. Uh, first things first. Uh should we talk about Wamagedd?
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> half of the half of the table's already out. Are you still on Wamagedd Wham- Max? What's
4: Wammageddon? Wait, you don't.
1: Uh, if you hear- How it, do you not know this? We have been done, this, forever, we've huh? done this forever. We've done this with players.
4: Have we? We have. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, okay, so Wamagedd wham again begins december 1st okay and the goal is you can't hear last christmas by wham if you hear it is that by out.
4: accident or because you no. no you've in let any capacity you've let us capa- choir and they've asked to sing it and you no, put no. it on because they've asked to no sing it. oh so
1: you're out then mm, yeah okay <laughs> didn't even know you were <laughs> in it you already to out be, they wanted just sing singing it in choir no, so but she like, said, okay. just said we put it on so we could listen oh, to it oh okay uh,
4: is it not like it has to surprise you somewhere
1: no no just just if you if you're whatever
4: Okay, then I'm out. Sorry. Wow.
3: So I caught up in the group chat, realizing that, you know, some of them got out really early. <laughs> minutes before, I put the song on myself. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. Liam again
1: himself. I did. Right. And you called it. You, he said, I bet he's done it himself. I was just joking because we were like, okay, am I'm like, right, Yeah, Yeah. I was like, so let's put the, the, the tweet out, blah, blah, blah. And so we did it. It's something we just did with the with the page. I mean, let us know if you're out there if you're in it too. But we we do an official like there's a running tally yeah. in, the, in the in the in the Patreon group chat. I got that Beckett's name to it now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who Andy Dixon said he was out on the second because his kid asked him to play it, and he was like, yeah, all right. he's a nice guy i'd have been like nope i got a contest to win against my internet friends i didn't realize it was a competition yeah yeah so um that was the second georgia you posted a a video without sound of yourself being out
2: yeah was that the second
1: as well no that was the fourth the fourth
2: but if it hadn't been then it would have been as i turned my car on today
1: well, it's funny you say that. Liam mentioned that you have self destructed. Do you know what day it was? What I was think it was second. Okay. Yeah.
3: It's only because I had some singles come in and one of them was wham oh, and so- I had to check it and I wouldn't even i wasn't even thinking. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna send someone in with that single next year. <laughs> <laughs> Russell the postie messaged us saying he was out like five minutes into it. <laughs> like he was gone. Here's how seriously I'm taking this. Right. I have my car set to an AM radio station that gives only static (laughs) so that when I turn the car on in the morning, because I listen to like music on my phone and like podcasts and things like that, but there's like a 15 second window. Where it has to connect to the Bluetooth, and I am not getting knocked out that <laughs> way. That is not happening. You're still in like, then. To the point where I went to the grocery store today. I went, oh shoot! So I'm like, I need to bring headphones with me for when I go to the shop, so I can't get knocked out. <laughs> that is
2: ridiculous. Oh no, no, no.
1: I, mean, no! I to be fair, I do have a pair of head. I usually have a pair of Bluetooth headphones in the car anyway. Yeah, they're, they're get, charging right now. Oh no, I'm taking this seriously because yeah. you know how I like multiple fantasy football leagues and like five of them yep i've got my 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 film class doing again with me now (laughs) so i explained what the rules were and they're kids though they don't listen to anything proper rady so it's going to be difficult to see that i'm getting knocked they're all going to (laughs) survive they don't they don't do grocery shopping for that the biggest pitfall for me is going to be the grocery shop yeah that's gonna be the biggest one or if a doctor who christmas episode not the christmas day one because then then it's over But if it goes, otherwise. You might hear it in the airport. Ooh. Uh, Well, actually, it's a long day, so I'm listening to podcasts the whole day anyway just to try and pass the time.
2: Security, maybe they've gone to play on the
1: radio. Yeah, because that's what security's known for. Go, go, go. Let's put some music on in the background. Gonna, no, what I'm, I'm going to do gonna is... i
2: going to go to security at whatever airport you're going well, to. And I'm going to
1: infiltrate one. your headphones <laughs> what, just to play
3: Armageddon. Armageddon, Armageddon.
1: What did the kids <laughs> said? I think he's already locked down. He said, I'm going to come in and like, hold my phone up playing the song for everybody. <laughs> and I was like, what? You're going to suicide bomb the class? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to suicide bomb the class. And then, you know, 20 minutes go by, tee And he's like, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just shares him and go, I'm totally suicide bombing the class tomorrow I'm like, you might want to provide context if you're going to say that once you leave <laughs> this room. Yeah, that's not a cool As really. a, a metaphor in the moment, it made a lot of sense. Mm. But now, no. Of course, kids don't get it, right? Like, oh, come on, don't be... I said, guy, guy, guy. Like, there's places around the world where this this sort of stuff happens, man. Yep. So let's just keep it easy. Yeah. There we are. So, uh, yes, yeah, so that's why I'm getting. So, huzzah. The other thing I want to talk about is we got... We're back to being professional podcasters again. We mm. got a we got an mm. ad. Have mm. we? Yeah, I doubt of all things got the so. There's an ad at the beginning and an ad in the middle, and it just it just it slices something I said like right in like yeah. I say one sentence and then they have it doesn't cut half into a sentence, but I say a sentence. I guess they must wait for like the computer must know when you, there's like a break in your in yeah. your speech pattern for a second, and then it chips it right in there.
3: Why is it this time?
1: It is a. A podcast, which typically is what what, what usually gets advertised. Yep. A podcast about sitcoms, and they look into tropes where they look at four episodes, I guess, of different sitcoms, I'd guess, where they all do, they all follow the same trope. So the trope could be um, bottle episodes. Where they're all stuck in one place for the entire runtime. It happens the like time. Like in a lift or. Yeah. An so elevator. like Chandler gets stuck. It's not a perfect one, but. In a laundrette. In a okay. laundrette. Or you can do, oh, the one where no one's ready when they're all getting ready for yeah. Ross's speech. And yeah. then you look at this one, community has one where they, where they lose a pen. You're going to find that out. It's a great episode. Oh, cool. Uh, things like that. Or it could be, uh, episodes where characters age up like four years overnight. Because they go from being babies to being like nine or something, yeah, yeah, which yeah. would actually be like eight years, not not four, but anyway. So it's, it sounds like an interesting enough premise. So there you go, folks. Uh, I'm assuming they're still they still advertising on this episode. How so.
3: does that how how does that work for us then? I don't understand the whole.
1: There is a rate, yep. that we get paid, and then we will get paid based on the number of listens that the episode will get. So per listen, per download, we will get this. M- microscopic amount that when you add them together adds up to be something of some value oh wow yeah so it's all i've never taken any money out of it so it's all just sitting in an account over at podbean that's cool yeah so podbean's like the broker we just kind of yep every now and then i'm like oh we're to get a little bit of money cool and do they tell you this or do you (laughs) you just i found out when i turned it on i went who's this (laughs) (laughs) that's not "Eh." that I I i got hi i'm jim and I'm Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so,
3: so how many ads is that now that we've had? How about five now,
1: I want to say. That's cool.
3: Yeah. So getting up. I don't know how that works, though. I mean, do they just go, oh, random people? Or do yeah, go, I don't think
1: we're selected. I think they just, they give their money to Podbean, and Podbean says, here's something in a similar, we'd have a similar audience to you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll hook you up with this. So I guess our numbers have been all right this month. Well. Wow. They've been okay. Fantastic. November was a bit down, actually. But we've been putting out a lot of content thanks to a Doctor Who and the Cedar Skippets since we, yeah, we've yeah, had yeah. a pretty good run in December.
3: So, yeah. It's very rare we do one episode a week now, isn't it?
1: uh well it just takes now that we say that it probably will be one one a we week well, uh, well no but well unless george is up for doing spirited
3: we'll see yeah yeah, yeah. but it's just just funny how we do tend to do
1: quite a few and, yep. and then i just thought that would be good because it's some christmas content so yeah yeah as, yeah,
2: literally as long as, as long as i've got time happy to
1: cool uh the other thing i want to talk about is apparently r.i.p felix was trending on twitter oh no what did you do? i was very concerned i think ethan brought this to our attention. Yeah. Wow. I was like, what is going on? What did I do? Did you get on the blower? Did you uh, get him on the... I had the ch- you know, like, you get, like those things where like, this, like Elton John or someone's died. And you're like, what? I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. And you know him. He's like, I can't do a Felix impression. But he's uh-huh. not like, ah, whatever it is. Yeah, he does, yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. not
4: joining us for the Valentine's
1: episode. Uh, I, not well, not no, no. He's does. okay. He's okay. Oh, okay. It's just a real... But it was on Capitals, too. It was like really like like triumph Like, R.I.P. Felix. Wow. Or maybe which, maybe it's just Felix Rip was Felix was Like you should what r- happened? Rip him mm. um, Well he's fine I don't know what happened I didn't look into it Besides this going Are you okay We just want to make sure Felix was good I can't, I'm He's the kind our of, producer I'm, so I'm the kind of person Who cares about people Megs I know it's not your forte But you know <laughs> Join Stop us around the we table need to
2: Megan <laughs> no.
4: I care about Ethan's something. not
1: here <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I it's mean, either, it's Megan or I it's I care you. about
4: cats more than people, but you know, I
1: prefer it to be <laughs> mean. She, she, she thought. Like she, she thought. Oh, she's George, like, no, no. Went, I don't
3: like it when you are
2: <laughs> mean to Megan because I don't because people don't know that Megan's not mean and Megan isn't mean. Megan's she really is, lovely. She's very mean. She's, she's also crone. not old. <laughs> <laughs> And I feel
4: like Why
1: do you use finger quotes when you I, went not old? What I, you guys
0: uh, now, I'm
4: Queen Liz, aren't I? It's gonna happen.
1: Hey, Queen Liz? I'm
2: Queen Liz.
1: What are you gonna be around to? She had a good run. She did. She had a good run. Oh, she's she 96?
2: No, she means when we cast the film later. When you go, who's what? Who's playing who? You're going to put her as Queen queen Oh, Oh, again. I've
4: got the. Here's
1: a shock. Megs is jumping to the end.
2: Yeah, I like
4: it. Yeah, I
1: don't think we've ever jumped to the end of the format sheet. (laughs) (laughs) Usually we should jump ahead in the plot. It
2: would be really funny Um, if this was like april fools and you Ugh. just did that and then went yeah the, and released the episode is oh, like five need minutes to it.
4: Is, is it oh there's a film where it goes backwards you need to do that and then i'll be happy because we'll oh. be at the end at the beginning
1: i should mention in the shout outs thing in the feedback dirk gave us a shout out that said 260 minutes all killer no filler <laughs> that's four hours and 20 minutes is what we went on with for i thought it's me i know it's hermes but it's me ethan and hermes how long can this four really hours? be wow four hours what? and 20 minutes and you know what and it's doubt as well, right? Like it's yeah, not, yeah. Download numbers are really good. Let's see. <laughs> like, so you know, we we have our gimmick We 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 do the king size review. Don't
3: we, we do, we do.
1: If 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 Sir duckin had like a podcast equivalent, that's us. It's like three different podcasts stuffed inside each other. It's quite
3: funny because I remember the days when we used it's to okay. worry about two hours. <laughs> I
1: was like, guys, we need to keep the runtime down. <laughs> Just acknowledge who you are. So speaking of things being a little bit bloated, weight game, weight game. Let's all play the weight game. I gained four pounds this week.
0: Oh,
1: I, I had Chinese. I had Chinese. You had yeah. Chinese. Oh,
2: that'd
4: do it. Work's I really do busy. So when
1: work's busy, like tomorrow, I got to go, go from work to I've got an after-school session right into a parent's evening. Yeah. So when, when that happens, it's like, all right, are you really going to go home and cook for an hour? Yeah. Nope. Or are you going to go? no, I'm going to use that hour for something else, and I'm just going to grab something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what it turns into. It's
4: that time of year where it must be harder to keep on track with things. And it's you dark. Want to treat yourself and mm. It's cold, and it's, it's horrible cold, and, and icy. you
1: just want something quick and easy. Yeah. that You don't Comfort have to. Food. Yeah, so there we are. thing is, I finish work at four, and that's dark by then. Yes, it is. That's nuts. Well, This country's so far north; people don't realize how yeah. much further. If you're from Canada, like it, where we are in England, is so much further north than you. Yeah, so it gets dark so much sooner in the summer, it's great because it gets light super early. I remember yep. the day I picked you guys up from the Spice Girls concert; yep. you were asleep in the back. Yep, <laughs> but
4: <laughs> I didn't sleep. You
1: didn't sleep. You were good company. So, yeah. but as, as we are driving back, it was like two forty eight, and you could see the sunlight just, just starting to pop up over the horizon. I'm like, "This is insane. That's mm. mad." Yeah. yeah. So there we are.
2: I don't guess we don't really consider how far north we are for that sort of thing. We
1: are. I was in Belfast once, and that was that was really insane. Like it was like past eleven, I think, and it was still light out. So you know. Such is, I suppose. Mm. But I think we need to uh, talk about week number 14 in... This is going to be not the last live update. We'll have one next week, which will be in time. But then we kind of lose track of the weeks because... How many more weeks? Accelerated schedule, right? Yeah, yeah. So this week coming up is the last week of what they call the regular season. Uh, At the end of which... They draw a line and go, okay, now it turns into a knockout tournament.
4: Then so the top happens? six
1: teams, So okay. out of the 16 of us, the top six will qualify mm-hmm. for the championship round of the playoffs. Yeah, that's okay. not me. <laughs> and what happens then is whoever's in first or second at the end of next week okay. will get a bye, meaning you get the week off, actually. Oh. So you get to sit there and just see which of the four teams underneath you, three through six, okay. who knock each other out. Okay. And then you receive it. So the best will play the, the worst remaining team, so one versus five and two versus three or one versus six will there be three?
4: more players available then if the other teams are not Nope, out? nope, because ah. nope. no good players available anymore D-
1: tell me about it <laughs> <laughs> did you hear my rant about joe burrow getting hurt well i just picked up a, a quarterback which helped yeah i, I mean i went from i did manage to pick up two quarterbacks last week two two healthy ones and an unhealthy one so i, yeah. had, I had i went from one quarterback to four quarterbacks yeah, so yeah. yeah i was all right you gotta cover yourself though well, thankfully, there were the week before that, when I, there was just no one around. So I took that. So, you know, there's some stuff there. But anyway, so there's that. There's also like a loser's bracket. So, you know, uh, yeah, that's everyone from- <laughs> have something to do. Is it related? Because I, yeah. I, I got the rundown of last week to do.
2: I'm really grumpy. Can
1: I, can I throw back to you about why you're grumpy?
2: Yeah. Okay,
1: cool. So <laughs> let's talk about how we did last week. The BFE went two and three last week. And let's start with a grumpy one here. Grumpy Georgia put up 146 points which that's is good <gasps>
4: that's good
1: the third highest point total of the week wow. and still lost to dwayne by 12 points
3: oh no Ooh.
1: so there we go dwayne smith should beat almost everybody else. <laughs> hey you know, i'll say you know, this though our number one teams. team our number one team played like a number one team like he's number one and he put up 158 points so oh, he, okay. he's he, worthy of a title number yeah, one yeah, currently. But do you
2: know what this means what is it because i'm almost definitely going to lose this week as well and the person who is behind me is almost definitely going to win, that means that I'm going to just drop out of the fucking cool playback, whatever fucking fucky Wha- cool things. Why,
1: why are you... Okay, hang on. Whoa. Cause you're, cause you're, you're, you're bl- I've got a whole script that leads up to a big reveal, and you've just pulled a Megs, but done it with swearing.
4: <laughs> See, I, I'm good. There we go. She <laughs> so, did some
1: kicking. Yeah, I'm going to acknowledge Dwayne Smith, because he's number one there. I mean, I didn't get 150-odd points. Uh... Last time. Megs beat Anthony and Davies by thirty-five points. Yay. Ethan oh. beat Ryan Kukats by over seventy points. Wow! Reverend Bruce, on the other hand, yeah. only scored eighty-nine. So Georgia puts up hundred and forty-six, <sighs> loses. Reverend Bruce puts up eighty-nine and wins against beats, wins. beats Liam by a dozen.
4: <gasps> but going did into I double the year, your then? score?
1: Uh, but going into the seventy something. No, but it, oh, what? hang on.
4: What is Liam doing?
1: Seventy-seven. No, but it's close. But do you know Ooh. what though? Right,
3: I was going in the evening, seventy thirty to me. Yeah. Right, and I woke up, go, really confident. Going. <laughs> that
1: happens
4: to me every time. And I went <laughs> really.
1: Much. Yeah, Megs, you're in second. Yeah, so, well, sometimes. Every week well, I lose.
4: Really, <laughs> all three happened, happened, that you've lost. So. There oh, have been a oh, few where Megan. it's been she's, she's, like she's, 90, she's 10, and three, yeah. 10 or whatever. I still don't know what I'm doing. By
1: the way. Um, <laughs> can I can I say this though? I scored 130 points last week. Yep. That is more than 11 other teams. Welcome to my it's world. It's not as bad as Georgia situation, but I do that, and I lost to James DeGuzman by still more than 40 points. Wow. Ooh. He started 0-6. He's now 8-6. Wow. Seven 7-6. 7-6. Yeah. Despite that, despite that, I went, because I lost to you. You did? <laughs> I won nine straight. Yep. Haven't won again since. <laughs> so I'm nine and four. So I have clinched top now. Then so Dwayne is on top. Oh, really? Dwayne was on top last week too. Oh, yeah, okay. you weren't here, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah, because I haven't. am on a losing skin. I've lost three on the trot. You but, lost to me,
4: but <laughs> I did. I did it.
1: It's 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 the hope that kills That's you.
4: It's my only. Well, I've only lost only.
1: to Liam. I've lost to you. Yeah. I didn't lose to Georgia. I didn't lose to Ethan. But uh, despite that, I've clinched a playoff spot. But I can't get a first round bye because Megan and Dwayne Smith are guaranteed to finish one, two in some order. Oh, okay. Either Meg's one, Dwayne two, or Dwayne one, Megan two. Yep.
4: So that was if it. you win
1: this week, yeah. So you'll get the you'll get the I, first week I'm of the playoffs off.
4: I'm predicted to win this week. Are you? Yes.
1: But are you playing Dwayne? No, I'm playing Dwayne. No. So it depends on what he does because he's going to beat you on a tiebreaker. Probably. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, Liam on the other hand is 14th. Ethan is 15th, and they both have the same number of wins now. So theoretically, Ethan could pass Liam with a win this week. Nope. (gasps) It's not happening. If Georgia wins, she's in the playoffs. Yeah. But Georgia could lose, and if either of James DeGuzman or Kev win, they'd be in, although Georgia can still beat Kev on a tie break, depending on how much she doesn't win by. But she could also lose and pass Dirk, who's only about 15 points ahead of her on a tie break as well. So it's really complicated. So the top four teams, we're all guaranteed in. Okay. But five, six, seven, eight, Ooh. all could all could take it. Still ain't got to worry about that, though. So <laughs> this week, Megs two versus Nate ten. Feels like a win. Mm, yeah. Ethan 15 versus Kev eight. So it's imperative Ethan fields a team this week yep. because it's down to. Yep. If, just realized if georgia doesn't make the playoffs by like one game
2: it's because ethan fucking put that player on his team and that's your
1: fault <laughs> and i will be oh. so pissed but herbie's was asking me last georgia. week why do you guys bother with fantasy football it's for moments like this <laughs> you know <in> the controversy
2: <laughs> it's not okay
1: liam 14 now we said like you could possibly lose finish ethan. behind ethan yeah. however do you know who you have next week? Julene. Juline, who is one and 12. Yeah. Here's my question. Who did Juline beat? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. But I went, because for a while, it was James DeGuzman was always losing the game. So we never really noticed just how bad Juline's team was. Oh, okay. So we're, well, me, how Ethan, and Julene. You have to go week by week and just look at the scores and see. We've been the bottom three for stars of was <laughs> was early in the season she got her win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Ian versus the cool cat himself, Brian Ryan Kukets. Kukets. Kukets at nine is still alive, but he's like 300 points behind on the tie break. Oh, okay. So he'd have to have every one of his players score like 35 points this week. Yeah. So it would take a miracle. He's probably out. Ooh. He's Yeah, almost almost certainly out. And then the game, the most important game of the season, Georgia five versus Dirk six.
0: Ooh.
2: Julian beat Ian Davies. Oh, is that right?
1: Henson
0: oh, wow. Ian,
2: there when is your trophy, buddy. Her score was actually 129. Wow, that's actually, not yeah. bad. That's, that's a really good. good score. Yeah. What week was that? Uh, week three.
1: Week three. <laughs> there we are. She was one and, one and two and thought, I'm on the upswing. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Jolene. Keeping it real with the bottom three. <laughs> Let's keep the three. <laughs> uh, Different kind of buy for that one. <laughs> I came up with a decision that if we get more players who want to play next year, Oh, my God. We can't do more than 16 teams. No. So what we'll do is we'll create two divisions. Oh. And we'll just simply go, where were the rankings this year? And so if Ooh. we go, Meg's trying to destroy the place. She is, yeah. If we go, it's more than. oh, it was pretty. Now we just got a big stretch of empty wire. It
4: didn't fall on my head, though. It, so did, it didn't fall bonus. on your head.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so what'll happen is just wherever you place, if you finish. And that'll be
3: placed and how many points you've scored, yeah?
1: Uh, it'll just be like What it says the final standards are we will, we will go with that So if we decide to do A 12 team league For the top division And an 18 league For the bottom division Think of all the good players You'd have for an 18 league oh, no. Then that's what we'll do And the, the winners Will gain promotion And the losers Will get relegated So everywhere.
3: I think Going by this year's This year should set The standard for next year then So all the bottom end players that's,
1: exa- that's exactly what I'm saying All the bottom end teams From this year Would go into the lower division Yeah Yeah Wherever we decide to split that okay, now, If we see. only have 16 teams Let's run a 16 team league again next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah Simple enough so there we are.
3: Can me and Ethan and Julian have our own
1: league? Because <laughs> I, I feel like basically oh. <laughs> with an eight-team league, it's going to be like that. As well as anybody new, they would go into the bottom tier as well and have to push their way up. Yeah, of course, the yeah. rookies. There we are. So
3: joining the new sheet. we will come up with names for it. Who's that tight end? Who's really? He's the rookie. Who's done really well?
1: Uh, Trey McBride. No, no, no. Sam uh, Laporta. Sam, Sam Laporta. Yeah. Sometimes Detroit. it's worth taking a risk on picking up a rookie. And, Is that who you got? No. Uh, Le- Liam, the fantasy football pundit. Everybody. <laughs> Check out Liam's <laughs> Fantasy Football Podcast. coming don't the scene. how much I bloody look at this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the names. Uh. That's what I like. <laughs> so, let's talk about what we're doing this week. This week we're doing Shakespeare and Love. Why are we doing this 20th anniversary of the movie? Wow. Yep.
4: This is your moment to be like, acknowledge me with all my knowledge of Shakespeare and where all these quotes uh, come yeah, from. Yeah, usually,
1: usually it is like film teacher Ian. Today you're getting English teacher Ian. That's mm. totally happening.
3: I also... It's quite a lot of Easter eggs. Is this the film that... Um, Launched a
1: thousand ships. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: that
4: was uh, that's Marlow. Marlo. That's yeah.
3: Marlow. That's Faustus Marlo. No, is this the film that Gwyneth Paltrow is in, where the slimy ball bag guy? Yes, I'm. i came onto. Well, her. we'll
1: talk about that when yeah, so is here it is this the film?
3: Is this the one that is the big one for? I think it's
1: one. I didn't really get too much into that. I wanted, to, but I think maybe. Okay, because that feels like that I'm trying to stay movie. kind of away from the Weinstein on this one. Oh, okay. Was that slightly <sighs> Miramax? don't know oh okay uh, nothing in it my, it, nothing, in my another, nothing in my
3: research said it it just seems odd to do another movie with miramax if that was i think case. he's done a
1: couple with her i do oh okay yeah what was it brad pitt wouldn't do it because she was
3: because yeah something like that brad stood up to it stood up to him didn't he yeah told him a yeah
1: went good go didn't he yeah i forget what that was but yeah. yeah um so let's talk about the pitch uh yeah so here is not dead felix <laughs> thank god the world's greatest ever playwright, William Shakespeare, is young, out of ideas, and short of cash, but meets his ideal woman and is inspired to write one of his most famous plays. Oh. Wow! Well, that's it. that's I, thought, it. I, I, I thought he was going to have a little bit at the end of I I did.
3: Sometimes yeah. he has that little quirk of a. a joke. Lately,
1: lately, you last know? week he had a, he he had a, he t- made a, a boys' <laughs> night joke. Really? Yeah, he did. <laughs>
4: Wow. So, where do you stand on the conspiracy theories that Shakespeare oh, writes all of his plays?
1: Sir Francis Drake. It's so long ago, I don't care. No,
4: because I mean, we're, we're never going to get. Name, never, it? So,
1: it's the concept hmm. of William Shakespeare, exactly. whoever that might be, whether it was the guy who actually was, was born with the name William Shakespeare with the history that we believe he had. It's kind of a. I just got to go as long as the same guy wrote all the plays regardless of who that guy is there's enough similarities
4: between them that you yeah. assume they were written by at least the same group of people if not the same person yeah yeah, yeah. so
1: that's, that seems to be yeah, there's enough people who are scholars who have kind of gone mm. with that so i'm okay with it it's not it's not like finding out millie vanilli weren't singing their song you know what i mean what you're telling me they didn't sing their song girl you know no. it's true girl you know it's true <laughs> ooh, ooh. Ooh, on you girl you know it's girl you know it's girl you <laughs> yeah. know it's girl oh someone just ran off stage <laughs> george needs to be brought to speed there was this band called millie vanilli and they were the biggest pop act in the world yet they were lip-syncing Around all their songs 89, oh. eight, 90. like they didn't sing the original 90s, vocals Everyone
4: was at lip-syncing. All. no but this was
1: two different <laughs> people no, but, but they didn't they, they didn't record the vocals oh, either even, oh, no. okay that's so naughty. they were just like they, they were just like of the of it. That faces happens
2: a lot in like k-pop and so kind of like, like, like the gorillas
4: kind of do you ever see the episode of things. friends
1: where like they dub over phoebe's voice with like some other person and she just thinks that's how what everybody else hears <laughs> when she doesn't hear it in her head no although oh, you do sound different episode.
4: when you hear you a do. recording of yourself you do sound different to what you hear in your own ears. i've
1: now become used to this is what my voice is okay. but for a long time i was like like most people you don't sound your own voice on tape or things like that do you i sound deeper When I listen to myself, I sounds like. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like more philosophical? Very wide. Sound like.
4: You don't sound deep to me.
1: Oh, thank you. It's weird because I guess we're getting. Well, (laughs) it doesn't sound deep to me.
4: No, you know what I mean. I don't think you'll be. Yeah, you're shallow. That's what you (laughs) say.
1: No. You're like. Lacking depth. You're like that Lady Gaga song from A Star is Born. What was that called again? Yeah. Something grave. Chris Eccleston was talking about it. I know it. You've
4: got like a medium tone to me. Have I? Yeah.
3: Thank you.
1: I just sound very. I think I have. I think I have. Kind of a naturally low voice, but I, when I I can go very very high when I exclaim some things. Yeah,
4: well, you have expression. you have jump in your
1: voice. I have a lot of voice. expression in yes. my voice. Yeah, yeah. so such as yeah. I'll tell you what, the big deep voice helps with the teaching, man. Does it? Oh, you you want to get a kid to behave? Oh yeah. yeah. From across the room, jeez, jeez, <laughs> jeez. Oh geezer, but, Sit but then, in. but then when like someone's like, like, oh, I don't know if I, you, you get what happened. You, hey, you got this. You, it, it, it all gets very, very high, and yeah. my, and my eye line comes down a little bit, so I seem, you know, it's amazing how much of it's just like implicit. You don't think about it. I didn't realize
3: how well. Um, I mean, we we talk about your teaching quite a lot, and we've heard students come up to you and talk to you in the past. Well, and, you have though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but when we were doing Twelfth Night you kind of you didn't get angry with me you found a different way to help me learn yeah. shakespeare yeah for somebody who had
1: no interest in shakespeare yeah i, mean, I, had, a, I had a question about that oh do you I okay do. i'll leave it then <laughs> um let's talk about the movie a little bit directed by john madden not the one from the football game uh if you've heard of the, the madden football game yeah, i called yeah, john madden yeah, so yeah, yeah. um john madden also directed mrs brown not mm. mrs brown's boys but mrs brown <laughs> Again, that's with um, that's with Judy Dench. Yes, the best exotic marigold hotel operation mincemeat. It's a very British uh, independent cinema, mm-hmm. which is kind of this is like I guess the 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 peak of it from like an Oscar perspective, I suppose.
3: Well, this is that American English com- combo, isn't it? That was quite popular in the nineties, isn't it? Yeah. 90s, early 2000s. It's almost the working title formula.
1: It is. Almost. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem is you people. You a big name from America, well, but people don't know. We'll talk about her in a minute. People don't know the big name. Most people think the big name is actually British. Oh, really? Because of things like this, because oh, the big okay. name played a lot of British roles early in their career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before they went on glee and then said that things ruined a whole day of skiing and stuff like that. So I don't know go. what is. <laughs> uh, written by Mark Norman, who just before this, all he'd done were episodes of Mission Impossible and the movie Cutthroat Island. Oh wow. And Tom Stoppard, who did a lot of theater, including plays. Ro- yeah, Rosencrantz Rose and, and Guildenstern are dead. dead. Yeah, I've seen very that. good. Uh, some, I want to see that. And did some work on Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, cool. Oh, did a rewrite. Some work also on Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith, which is the good one of the prequel After trilogy. Three. Yeah, yeah. yeah um Cinematography by Richard Greatrex, who did Mrs. Brown. Yeah, uh, A Knight's Tale. Good film. Run, Fat Boy, I Run. I don't mind that. I haven't seen it. Schwimmer directs that. Have oh. you not seen that? I like no. it.
2: I can't. I can't decide if you'll love it or hate it. It would be one or the other. Schwimmer.
1: I think Schwimmer is really clever. Yeah. So I think I'd be up for it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it? Peg as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Peg's uneasily. He's he's an underdog you can get behind. You know what I mean? Sometimes. <laughs> He's one of these actors I blow hot and cold. With. I usually like him more in a supporting role than yes. in the lead. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then music by Stephen Warbeck, who previously did. You're not going to believe this, Mrs. Brown. Wow, Mystery Men, uh, which I think is an underrated film. I really like Mystery Men. Yeah, Carl likes
3: that. He, he thinks it's a good
1: movie. Uh, Billy Elliot. Yeah. Quills. Quills. What do I know? That? Kate Winslet and Jeffrey Rush. Oh yeah. He's oh, the Marquis de Sade. It. Like yeah. it's a real weird film. Yeah. Jeffrey Rush is in this as well. Walking Phoenix is in that as well. Yeah. And Captain Corelli's Mandolin. Oh, the uh Nick Cage. Cage. Never saw yeah, it. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. It was clear he was going, I'd like another Oscar, please. <laughs> <laughs> Has he got one then? Nicholas Cage? Yeah. I believe he wins Best Actor for leaving Las Vegas. Really? I believe so, yeah.
2: Wow. So. Do you want me to check.
1: Yeah, if you would. Let's talk about the first time you saw this film.
4: And you remember this? I can't remember when I first saw it, but I did see it years ago the mind
1: does go as you age
4: it, it, i know it does Not being terrible to i have seen it before i don't know when years ago at some
1: point yeah you're right that's pretty much what you could say for like every well, movie i don't have a you you significant
3: you, you, memory. you have
1: I have no defined memory of
4: this film
3: on the other side i have a very defining memory of this film oh do you yeah because uh, i watched this last night <laughs> Had you never seen this before? never seen it. Whoa. And uh, do you know do you know I lost my shit when I saw Simon Callow in this? Yeah.
2: <laughs> said, Simon Is Simon Callow in this. Oh, yes! Don't don't ruin it for oh,
1: oh. all. There's gonna be a lot of face blindness, Georgia, okay. on this episode. Sorry, Georgia. So there we go. It blew my mind. Yeah. Don't Google it. Oh, no, I'm <laughs>
2: trying to plug my phone in because it's dying.
1: Uh and then um Oh, Georgia, the first time you saw us
2: uh, I think we watched it as a film night one at Debbie's, didn't we?
1: I think we did. Yeah. It's one I've always held highly regarded. So like
2: five, five six
1: years ago? <laughs> I had a date night for this movie. Did I you? was like 19. I was like Aww. my first real proper girlfriend. We sat there watching it. I think we we didn't just hold hands. We, hold, we held like both hands.
0: Oh. So we went
1: and did like a spaghetti dinner. Yeah, at this place in London, right, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, it was a company called Spaghetti Eddies. I was just really excited. You could get like I think I had like sausage in my spaghetti. It was like it was like it was like a pizza place, but you just chose what went in your spaghetti rather than what went on your pizza. That oh, sounds I'm-
2: like my worst nightmare.
1: <laughs> it does sound like your worst nightmare, because uh, George doesn't like spaghetti. Oh, I love spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you want to tell people why?
2: Oh, it's a psychological thing. I physically can't eat it. I have tried recently um, because when I was younger, my dad used to tell me it was worms. And now, like, genuinely, I cannot put it in my mouth. I have tried in the last year to eat spaghetti. I can eat other shapes of pasta. That's fine. Physically can't eat spaghetti. I oh,
1: know. What yeah. if it was a flat noodle, like linguine?
2: It depends how thin it is.
1: Okay. What about, like, a rice noodle? It's Fine. Flat. Okay.
2: Rice noodles, fine. Chow mein noodles, fine. Oh, okay. That's odd. But if it is, but it's similar. exactly the same mm. thing. And I know... Like yeah. I can, com- like completely, my brain go. I what know if I okay? It's a question. Not worms.
1: If I use spaghetti <laughs> noodles to make a chow mein, so it looks like chow mein, but it's a spaghetti noodle.
2: If I knew it was spaghetti, wouldn't be able to eat it. Uh,
1: what if I said it's a special chow mein noodle? It looks like spaghetti. <laughs>
2: would probably call you bluff and go i can't eat it
1: what if i said <laughs> it's not spaghetti it's just worms
2: <laughs> <laughs> definitely wouldn't be able to eat it.
1: <laughs> okay uh,
3: i can kind of relate to this though because i went to a halloween thing at um oxborough hall many years ago was that by Swaffham? yes yeah. okay and they've got a moat around it and it's an old house oh that's great oh it's brilliant right and
1: um i don't think if you're in north america you, you understand like these places exist and how big they are <sighs>
3: And that's beautiful. It's a beautiful place. So up at night, it was lovely. But I don't like Halloween anyway, because I don't like being frightened and scared of all these things. Boo. And uh, it was cold, <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, there's some soup over there. That looks good. And uh, they labelled it eyeball soup. Uh, now, because they labelled it eyeball that soup. That was enough.
1: I couldn't eat it. Wow. I
2: can't. Do, like, Halloween I, Halloween food, if they're like witches, fingers, breadsticks, can't eat them.
1: Yeah, or if they're green. Anything like that. No, yeah. no I can't eat well, that either. Well, speaking of a soup, I'm keeping them. An- my eyeball on the time here. I'm going to keep moving along. Because uh, context, it's not small. Um, so let's talk about the context. The original idea for Shakespeare in Love was suggested to the screenwriter, Mark Norman, in the late 80s by his son, Zachary. He wrote a draft screenplay, and it's only like 10 years that this thing made. Wow. Uh, which he presented to director Edward Zwick, which is a name that comes up. I'm not sure if we've done these Zwick stuff, but he's a name.
3: Sounds familiar. He's
1: not. Yeah, he's not an unknown. Um, and... Uh, he had then approached, uh, because Zwick was involved, it attracted someone I'm going to call Actress X for now. Mm-hmm. It attracted Actress X, who agreed to play Viola. However, Zwick disliked Norman's screenplay and hired the playwright Tom Stoppard to improve it. And as Megan said, he had his first major success with the, the Shakespearean-themed play Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. So this feels like it's right in his wheelhouse, right? Mm-hmm. They're Hamlet's mates. They are Hamlet's mates. Mm. The film went the production in 1991 at Universal with Zwick as director. Remember, it doesn't come out to 98. It's, they actually start producing this in 91. Wow. But although sets and costumes were already in construction, uh, the role of Shakespeare had not yet been cast because Actress X insisted that only Actor Y could play the role. I will I will reveal who these are at later points. Oh, in. okay, good. <laughs> that be really bad review. That would. <laughs> I want to know who X and Y are. Actor Y was completely disinterested and didn't want the part wow and when actress x (laughs) failed to persuade him zwick in the studio had to hold chemistry tests between actress x and several other actors of a lower standing at the time but actress x either skipped the meetings remember this for later we find out who actress x is yeah or found faults with all of them eventually she withdrew from the film six weeks before shooting was due to begin wow
3: i'm gonna say actress x was emma thompson an actress, actor
1: Y, was Kenneth Branagh. Interesting. Do you see Actress X being someone who would just... Uh, sorry, did you see... Um, um Oh, what's her name? You should just said it. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, How did X. you forget that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do know. you really see Emma Thompson, the kind of person who pulls out of a film six weeks before... Or who couldn't act opposite a bunch of other people? Well, the only reason I say this is because they were married, weren't they? They were.
4: But it's acting. Just get on with it.
3: Well, the, sometimes... <laughs> I know. But sometimes people... Um, are too involved and uh, won't do any screen kisses with other people and insist. And Kenneth Branagh was the guy. Well, for speaking Shakespeare, of Shakespeare,
1: they, they, they did much ado
3: about nothing. Kenneth of the right Branagh.
4: Time. So Kenneth for the Branagh loves a bit of Shakespeare. He does. He
3: does. And I don't think he's in, on board probably to do. Do you work. think he'd
1: be right for this part? Mm, no.
3: no, no. He'd been too serious, and this is borderline serious, do borderline think, do comedy.
1: He, do you think she'd be a good choice for this? No, I'm just saying. I, I don't, yeah. I, I don't I, think she I does. Just, I was just trying to guess who. I think it's got to feel younger, and they even at this point. 91? I'm trying to think early 80s. 90s. Early 90s, yeah. Um, the production went to turnarounds. Zwick was unable to persuade anybody, other, um, sorry, any of our studios to take up the screenplay. It cost $6 million to pull the cancellation on this, but it did. Wow. Oh. So, yeah. Eventually, Zwick got Miramax interested in the screenplay, but Miramax chose John Madden as director. And Miramax boss, and he's linked to this movie, and always will be. Harvey Weinstein acted as producer and persuaded someone to take on a much smaller role than they usually have. More news on them later. Principal photography began on March second, and they shot this in just over three months. Wow, that's a pretty quick turnaround. Ambitious, yeah. yeah. The film was cons- the set and everything. Well, yeah. a lot of it's in the globe, so that's already there. What the real globe?
4: Yeah. Well, I assume it is. It looked like the
1: real globe. But it looked it's really very lot. small. I think, it, it, I think the curtain might have been the globe.
4: Is it not actually set filmed in the globe theater? Uh,
1: the final th- theater, the thing, final bit it when they do the. I last think that's bit. the globe. Yes, it is globe. I, I don't know. It looked, I think it is.
2: Shall I Google it?
4: If you it want to, because
1: like I had to do what? a lot of cuts to, to keep yeah, it the runtime It like what manageable. I've seen. Is I've the been... globe open air? Yes. Yeah. Still there is the seated, yeah.
4: yeah. You go and I, I did it in the summer. You go and stand. Oh, I wanted. To, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've
1: been to the Globe on a school trip. We haven't five seen pound a play there. You can get. It's great. I think I'm, no, I'm not going to see one because we we moved it to, uh, to to February. Shall we do a BFE Globe? Trotten. You get five pounds <laughs>
4: standing tickets if,
1: if if the right shows on. I'm totally about it.
4: Mm. I saw Comedy of Errors, which isn't one of my favorites, so that was a bit of a. It
3: needs to be one I
1: understand, like Romeo and Juliet. Wait till Top Night comes back. Yeah, yeah. uh, one of them. Um, The film was considerably reworked after the first test screenings. Um, The scene with Shakespeare and Viola in the boat was reshot to make it more emotional and some lines were re-recorded to clarify the reasons why Viola marries Wessex. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. The ending was reshot several times, and Stoppard eventually came up with the idea of Viola suggesting to Shakespeare that their parting could inspire his next play. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So let's do the deep dive. One note, historical accuracy It's not going to exist. I was going to say, that can't be
3: historically accurate because there's not many documentation of where he was and what he was doing at that time.
1: Yeah, it's limited. Harry was in
4: King's Lynn at one point, you know. Well, well he performed we on the think, stage. We yeah. think
1: we performed at least in the same physical space. Each space, not yeah. the actual stage. Not, right. the, not the floorboards. They would have yeah, changed. Yeah, yeah. But well, the floorboards are under the, under the stage. Well, there we go. But yeah, they, we inhabited... they yeah, There we are.
3: So they're thinking that Shakespeare himself walked on the that's, that's, boards that's, underneath. That's the theory behind it. Yeah. historical fiction.
1: What do you mean, this movie? Yeah. Okay. I oh, yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no,
4: no, no, I know that. The, the movie is.
3: Yeah, but you must have some sort of knowledge of um, Shakespeare's plays.
1: On that note, how's your Shakespeare?
3: R- rubbish.
1: Yeah, you were really not big. We did um, Forbidden Planet, Yeah. which had yeah. a lot of Shakespearean type of verse, and you were not a fan. Jumpy at best. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, and not really a fan of Shakespeare. You're quite openly not a fan of Shakespeare, which was funny for me because I tried to cast you in a shakespearean play you did and you tried your hardest to talk me out of it
3: for quite a while
1: you showed up late to the last rehearsal i think because uh, the last tradition i think because you had something going on and you really were like reading your thing in your hands and going i'd really don't want it's okay if you don't cast me and I'm like, <laughs> no, no, just, just, just try and say it like this and you, you, and you took the note i gave you and you did do it better in the way i asked you to and i was yeah. like yeah it's fine <laughs> you were the only guy who could have played that part thank you so there we are
3: well it's still the best part i've ever played bless so- yeah
1: you know people were very complimentary of your your performance and that
3: yeah Yeah, they were
1: Uh, Max how's Shakespeare
4: my Shakespeare's alright I think Um, I know Hamlet quite well Um, I read quite a few when I was at uni because I had to do Shakespeare and his contemporaries as a unit so I I read some Marlowe and some Webster as well and some, some Shakespeare but I can't really remember a lot of the lesser known ones that I did read previously now but I've got a good ish general knowledge
2: I'd say Marga. not too bad that's it yeah I mean, obviously i know twelfth night very very well um and i'm just doing hamlet at the moment megs knows hamlet very well because megs did hamlet so i was Ophelia.
4: do hamlet yeah it's it drown in the pool. swimming
1: pool so then Ophelia, and you were
2: fabia, fabia.
4: Not fabian ah, fabian
1: fabian you then insisted then. we don't call it fabia fabian.
2: <laughs> because <laughs> it sounds like
1: labia. it sounds like labia. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, went, please true. don't call it fabia let it say it's fabian and we're like yeah all right
3: Okay, I'm not going to ask you whether you're very good with Shakespeare, because obviously you're an English teacher and you know Shakespeare very well.
1: Well, I think as an English teacher I know a couple of plays really well.
3: But what was your... Um, Foot in with Shakespeare Did you just go on to a play Did you oh, read something
1: If you read good it Good question buddy I always appreciate a good question
3: No that's right And did you
1: understand it When you first read it Or uh, saw it You know uh, I'm not sure I took to it that well I, the, Midsummer Night's, the first Shakespeare encounter Was Midsummer Night's Dream I'm like 13, 14 years of age Right yep. In Canadian high school Typically you do one Shakespeare a year mm-hmm. That's the way it goes And our high school starts With you being uh, It's like Key Stage 4 yep. In this country So you start yep. 14, 15, 16, 17 Those, those are four years Um didn't really care for it that much. I was all right. Yeah, I thought Midsummer Night's Dream is a good one for, for for the younger readers anyway, because it's, it's a bit I silly. Like I like Midsummer Night's That's the one that's on the dot. That's, that's the only ever Shakespeare right now. I'm like, yeah, i have a to go at that. watch the
2: Bridge Theatre version of it. It's very, very, very good. Is it?
1: Yeah. I uh, was the one with all the dance and stuff you are talking about?
2: Yeah, and okay. what's her face as Titania? Oh, she's in Dick Game of Thrones. Really pale. Looks a bit like Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, Lady Place
4: Cersei. Lena Headley?
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: You might want to check that because there's lots of pale women in Game of Thrones. Yeah, there's
2: quite a few. Okay. I'll
1: find it. Lena Headley would be good, though. Uh, No, I don't
2: think it's
1: her. She's too old to be Juliet, though, in a modern version of it. it Oh, sorry. We're talking about Juliet. It's a nice dream. Titania? Oh, she could be Titania. She could be Titania, yeah. Um, Turner. But the big one for me, the thing that changed it was grade 10. We did uh, a play, and I wasn't feeling it. And There was a chance to go on a trip to the Canadian city of Stratford. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is a Shakespeare Festival, because if your name is Stratford, why wouldn't you? Georgie? Wendelline
2: Christie.
1: Oh, oh hey. yeah, you mentioned oh, that when it happened. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And she should be good at Titania, too, yeah. Um, and then, um, so there's a chance to go on a trip, but I was really just like, yeah, day out of school, right? Mm-hmm. Day at school, probably went to m- m- McDonald's. Fantastic. Good day. Yep. Um, and then... Watched it and the way that it worked out, you know, seats were ever, And I just happened to have a single seat that was on like the, the edge of this balcony. It was just a single, so there's all the main sort of everyone's in that giant chunk more towards the front. And then as you go along the sides, yep. it was just like <clears throat> single seats. And I remember being really scared because I'm not great with heights. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's a little bit closer. I don't know how it was going to fall over spontaneously or something. <laughs> By the time it's over, I'm almost leaning over the damn thing, wow. right? But that's just because I got used to it. Yeah. Um, but I remember, um, it had two intermissions and I didn't really pick that up. So I thought the play just ended. And I was like, (laughs) that was a really abrupt ending. And someone went, yeah, it's not over. But I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And came out going, that is the, that's, that's fantastic. And I wasn't expecting to think it was fantastic. And that was 12th night. Wow! So you know the bit where Sebastian runs after uh, Olivia. He's yeah. like, "Don't let me wake up." I was in the play. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, we don't really close the Viola storyline, do they?" <laughs> but yeah. So from that point on, I don't know if I was the like I was just predisposed to like Shakespeare, but I still wasn't like ravenous for it. And then I went to uni and uh, had to do a similar thing. The Megs. It sounds like like a Shakespearean survey course. And I did a lot of and not not, not all Shakespeare is my bag. There's some really Stuff that's a bit tedious to get to King Lear shit.
4: Oh, I like King Lear. Oh no, that's the only one I've seen in Stratford upon even Yeah, King Lear.
1: Um, so yeah, so I'm big on it. But I, I love Twelfth Night because it's also the, I think the most accessible to people. Oh okay. I think Twelfth Night's the easiest to understand. I think it's it's the easiest to pick up. If it was your first Shakespeare, I'd say try Twelfth Night. Or the other one that is still really accessible is Romeo and Juliet.
3: It is the yeah. Romeo and Juliet was the one that called to me because it was visual. Yep. And at the time, Baz Luhrmann had just released. That film,
1: that which film. we've done an episode on, go check it out.
3: Which I absolutely adore because that gave me a foot in to understand. I
1: hated it. the Battle of version the first time I saw it, but now after teaching the play for as long as I have, I think it's clever. Oh, I it is fantastic. Yeah. I do, I do. But um, maybe I'm also nostalgic for the nineties.
3: And you know my two favorite characters, Mercutio. Yep,
1: the nurse. Nope. No. <laughs> tibble. I'll tibble. Okay, yeah. oh Tybalt. Okay. Great. What oh, great part? So yeah. Universal Miramax logos at the start. Like I said, there's going to be a lot of Harvey Weinstein in this one. London, 1593. We get a Chiron that says, in the glory days of the Elizabethan theater, two playhouses were fighting it out for writers and audiences. Mm-hmm. North of the city was the Curtain Theater, home to England's most famous actor, Richard Burbage. Across the river was the competition built by Philip Henslow, a businessman with a cash flow problem, The Rose.
2: There and was, let's talk
1: about The Rose.
2: From what I can tell, they're both just in studio. None of that was, um, there is no location for oh, the really? fears.
1: I have an answer for The Rose. Okay. So, uh, it's beautiful and the score is fantastic. And there's a program on the ground, The Lamentable Tragedy of the Moneylender Revenged, which is really <laughs> a way that we introduce ourselves to Philip Henslow, played by. Anybody pick this guy up?
3: Um, is he Wilkinson? No, this is the other one. Oh, that's the other one. I need to see a picture. What's, what's his face?
1: This is. Uh, I'm going to try and fill in some gaps while Liam thinks. <laughs> hey, hey, what, what what part was he? What was uh... He's the guy who kept saying it's a mystery. The one he gets He's the guy who owns. the guy who owns the theater. Oh oh um. He keeps telling Shakespeare that where's where's the pirate's daughter? Where's the Where comedy? Monty's yeah. no. no um. It's Jeffrey Rush. It. <laughs>
3: yes of course if
1: I see his face
3: you've got to remember this is my first watch so seeing people's yeah. names <laughs> and stuff I'm better with faces than
1: uh, I am with second appearance on the pod and remember what the first one is King's Speech no we haven't done the King's oh. Speech Liam <laughs> Jeffrey Rush Ely Cathedral King's Speech yeah oh Pirates of the Caribbean you better start believing in ghost stories cause you're in wild. one I'm disinclined to acquiesce to your request <laughs> means no yeah uh, fresh off a win for best actor for Shine at the time wow yeah he's good though isn't he i, I like jeffrey rush uh, his boots are being smoked over a fire by hugh Feniman. liam any ideas who hugh Feniman might be
3: um oh, yes i do know but i'm trying to think of
2: pretty sure it's one of the ones you just said based on how it oh introduced that. No. no
1: oh oh wilkinson yes tom wilkinson, tom wilkinson. <laughs> uh third appearance on the pod for money we haven't done the full monty oh. liam
2: <laughs> Flip heck. are we in some sort of weird time loop?
1: this is the new drinking game how many how many games how many movies is leaving a claim that we've reviewed that we haven't done yet um i don't know think. grand budapest hotel oh yes of course the one i, I don't remember him in that he is in that yeah it's sunshine and the spot mind. <clears throat>
3: oh he's the boss
1: isn't he? yes he yeah. is yeah, he's yeah, very yeah. good in that he's very good uh, Henslow promises he can pay back Feniman, and they're putting his boots over some coals mm-hmm. as a former torture. And he goes, "How?" And he says, "I got a new play." And he goes, "Put him back in." He says, "It's a comedy." They said, "Cut off his nose." Yeah. It's a new comedy by Will Shakespeare. And they pause, and then he goes, "And his ears." And his ears. <laughs> Henslow is- says, "Though I'll make you a partner," and Feniman is on board.
3: The guy Lauren his uh, feet into the fire. I'm pretty sure he was one of the guys in. Bottom with he, rick mail.
1: He might be because there's a lot of British sort of talent in this, but yeah. I didn't. I, I wouldn't have recognized him. So yeah,
3: and I think he was also in like the young ones and stuff like that. I think he's a guy who I've recognized. He's never been a
1: leading actor, but he's somebody who yep. was somebody of that time. We're promised comedy. We're promised a pirate king, mistaken identity, shipwreck. Take out the pirate king and say comedy, mistaken identity, and shipwreck. It sounds a lot like another play. It does. And what if, uh, and that play would be? Twelfth Night. Twelfth Night. And if you'd make Antonio the Pirate King, actually. Mm. Which he
4: kind of is. He's a pirate. Like, yeah. 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 So the we're all right there. I kind of want the Pirate King
1: version, though. Be great. <laughs> a bit more fun, here yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want and a Romeo and an F- an F- F- Ethel. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair <laughs> like, that the be Sebastian great. Antonio storyline, unless it's really well done, is a bit of a, okay, this is also in the play.
4: It does sound like not, a girl, not but the greatest thing, them,
1: though. Yeah. No. yeah. So he goes, "What's it called?" And uh, Henslow goes, "Romeo and Ethel, the pirate's daughter." <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, wait, and I he go. goes, "He goes, good title." <laughs> yeah. Uh, Henslow starts doing a fair bit of math. And, does
3: Henslow basically want to be an actor? Because
1: oh, this is his thing. Because he's like, no, I don't like plays. I don't. No, we're not doing it. No, we're not doing. It. You, can, you know, we can be partners. Oh, because he seems he's like, seduced by it.
3: Yeah, because he seems very like um, uh,
1: like a lone sharky
3: type guy. That's what he is. And um, But then he, he sort of fades This seems to be
1: his weakness. Yes. He, just, he just wants to be known. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so uh, he starts a bit of math and figures in two weeks he can earn 20 pounds. And Henslow goes off to pay the author and the actors. And Feniman says, share of the profits. He goes, but there's never any profits. And he goes, of course not. And <laughs> smiles. That's a shot at the creative bookkeeping practices in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, okay. Remember when we said that the guy who wrote, like, elements of Forrest Gump yeah. was told you can't have any money because – hey did it make any money and you're like hang on this thing made like 150 million dollars profit and they're like no 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 here's the here's the actual figures for it and they've like like done a whole bunch of creative stuff to just try and hide the money yeah yeah. so um he's a sign here and he holds the pen as he's still like he's still got his feet over the fire and and they move the the book that was funny (laughs) and um (laughs) he goes um Is the play almost finished? And um, Jeffrey Rush, uh, Henslow goes, without a doubt, he's completing it this very moment. And then we see Henslow, who's got, like, the proper, like, silly, like, I don't know, baggy pantaloon things. I don't know what to call them. Cough at the knees. Yeah, Richard uh, wore them when we did Twelfth Night. Yeah, yeah. good old Richard. And uh, Henslow's walking through it to the house of Meet William Shakespeare, played by Joseph Fines, the lesser known of the two Fineses. I preferred Joseph.
2: Is this his, is this is his, is
1: his a, son or his brother?
2: No, or brothers.
1: Or? Let's say if his brother got the role, he might have gone.
2: <laughs> it's Voldemort's brother.
4: Megan.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, what?
0: Do your impression of Megan too
4: <laughs> I, I have a voice this week. I'm actually not poor for once. Could you love a poor player? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what other films A I river done? separates my two lovers. <laughs> oh, He's a pirate king. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good title. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is a brother of voldemort Uh, he's much better looking than his older brother yeah this is a pretty boy isn't he sorry what else has he done uh he did enemy at the gates is the other big one i know and he had a role in elizabeth
4: Oh, I have seen that. He's the guy who oh, like he breaks her heart. He's yeah, the guy who turns on her. One, she she quite likes him, and yeah, movie. yeah. She,
1: he breaks her heart, and that's kind of why she becomes the Virgin Queen. Is the theory ah. because because of what happened, she yes, can't love I anymore. Have seen that. Mm. The other actors. Oh, so, so this is not actor Y. This is obviously several seven Some, years later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other actors on the short list, the original time, mm-hmm. the original time back <clears> in ninety one, were Hugh Grant, Real yeah. No, Ray Fines. Ah, wow. Jeremy Northam, Rupert Graves, Sean Bean, and Sean Bean. And a face to be seen later. Ooh. I'm trying to remember if I know who that is. I, uh, don't think, I love Sean Bean, but I don't think he'd be good at this. He's practicing he's his already. signature with different signatures and spellings. No spelling rules. So he does this for a couple of reasons. Number one, because William Shakespeare, there's like, like so many different spellings of him doing his own signature. And also different styles of signature. So they're like, is it all? So one of the theories was that all oh, it's fraudulent. Just look how different it was. Actually, there were no rules for spelling back then. Oh wow, there was no clearly defined. This is how you spell this word. There's no dictionaries.
3: Whose
4: job so was it? To you just do it as you want to do then? it, huh? Did people just guess some of the words then?
2: Yeah, that's, that's why there's there's so many different versions of yeah. the translations of things. Because so like, if cause you I'm just doing... made up
4: before the dictionary came out, there's a Blackadder episode where someone's writing the dictionary, and I can't remember what it
1: is. Keep in mind, Shakespeare also made up like something like 1,700 so words. new words. Yeah. Like elbow. Elbow is a Shakespearean word. Really? Yeah. Oh, is it? A lot of them are words he's put together, but, but, but elbow is a Shakespearean Did word. Did they
4: not have a word oh. for elbow before Shakespeare?
1: Like, maybe a, a different word. Elbow took over.
2: Maybe it was called the pointy
1: bit. The pointy.
2: But there's like, there's like three different-
4: Upper
1: knee and lower knee. <laughs>
2: maybe, maybe. I'm doing, um, I'm doing Hamlet at the moment. There's three different published versions of Hamlet that are considered published to be there. the right Hamlet. But there's the yeah because you first, find three different first, scripts don't you first Quattro, yeah. second yeah. Quattro, on the folio version yep. and the second two are relatively similar but the first one people think it was potentially something someone sat watched a performance and wrote it down and there's a, oh. and that, so that, that, we saw a reference to that so it might yeah.
4: be anyway yeah it's it's, it's right. really really interesting Hamlet is very long
1: so in the first yeah, it is very long it's very long when you're when when, when you're hungover mm, yeah <laughs> I once went out gonna say it's a I'll share out. a story. <laughs> Uh, so I went on a trip to Stratford with a bunch of um, English students um, back when I was at uni. yep. And so we go down and uh, I'm older than the rest of them because I went to uni a little bit later. And so we're down there and uh, <laughs> I'm part of the Shakespeare class that I was talking about. and the guy who um, the guy who was the professor that he was great, a guy named Ernst. Ernst. And I think you he had, apparently the previous year he may have had a couple too many drinks himself, and so I think he was have sort of played from a distance. And uh, it's really expensive to to, to to drink out in Canada. The price of booze is, is, is ridiculous, tax oh. to high heaven. Plus, wow. you got a tip on everything, right? So uh, wow. quick to go through money. So the pre-drink is a very real thing in Canada. Yep. So we you know we get back from we went and saw uh, much do not much do about nothing. Timnashu, yeah, which is really good. And then we got around and we we're going to go out and live it up, you know. And so we're playing we're doing pre-drink, we're playing I never, we're doing all that sort of stuff, right? And it's my first night I ever had the Jagermeister, And I'm deciding, you know what the good idea would be? Drinking it straight. That's the idea. <laughs> and so um far too much. And as we go down, I'm telling the prof, we run into him, he's coming back with some of his now he's a fairly young prof, Ernst. Mm-hmm. It's I'm like, hey, I hope I didn't say this loud enough for them to hear it. <laughs> Hey, when you're done putting these guys to bed, <laughs> why oh. don't you join us? We're going out to Othello's was the name of the of the pub. Yeah. I'm thinking, there's no way he's going to do it. No, no, he comes and joins us. And I'm like, I've had too much. <laughs> and There's that bit where like, you know, but you're not saying anything that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But no matter how many times you try and reset it, it's not getting better. Yep. And then I don't know what happens. It's a bit fuzzy. Oh, here's what happens. So before this, we're all going up and we're getting id did because drinking age in Canada is nineteen, mm-hmm. right? I'm clearly over nineteen. My driver's license has expired. They've mailed the driver's license to my house, not my university place. Wow. So for a couple of weeks, two three weeks, I'm without my license. But I'll, I just won't drive. It's fine enough. I was I was in a relationship at the time. They can do the driving. Yada yada yada. So I get up there, and they're going, everybody, okay, see your ID, see your ID, see your ID. I go up, to see your ID. I said, oh, okay. And when you, your license expires, they give you a sticker that says valid photo ID only, right? Yep. Stick it on there. And they go, hey. I said, here it is. And he goes, this is expired. I said, yep. I said, but it's a valid photo ID only. And he goes, no, no, we can't accept this. I said, no, no, I think you can. You can, yeah. The government of Ontario has literally put a sticker saying, this is the only thing I can use this piece of plastic for. Yep. So you have to. No, yep. we're not doing it so you won't serve me no i won't serve you but they didn't kick me out so what happens instead is like all these girls they like start bringing me back drinks and i'm like but i'm like paranoid because i've also had like you know like a bottle of yeah before we went out yeah yeah. and so i'm trying to drink them really quickly as a result because i'm afraid i don't know what i'm afraid of they're always like yeah whatever and then the, I remember the girl smuggled me into the girl's bathroom because someone had smuggled in a bottle of vodka. And I'm like, here. Because it became, it became a game. Let's try and help Ian so he doesn't end up, you know, being sober tonight, which was not a problem. Being <laughs> thirsty. And then I don't, it's a bit fuzzy. And then I'm on the stage with the band with someone's guitar. Sing don't look back in anger <laughs> of course and that's when the prof Ernst starts to go hey how you, how you, i know you're in a band do you do you do you, sorry you're in a band back home and i'm trying to answer it but i know i'm not making any sense <laughs> so how i could sing i have no idea but trying to make like a, like because it's, because it's programmed in your in your long-term memory right yeah yeah but no sense there and so I went back and then we, we kept the party going but i was like, and then and then i got i got i got very ill <laughs> and so you know it was like him in the shower all, all that sort of stuff oh right? my god Just let him, you know, and the next day I had to go watch the worst performance of Hamlet. So hungover. Jesus. And it wasn't, it wasn't bad because I was hungover because when like Hamlet dies, the kids laughed. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, I'd seen Austin Powers was like, you shot me again. Like he just, he just wouldn't decide to die. Yeah. He like he started the death bit too early because you still have more lines to go. You can't skip those. Yeah. So maybe you don't make people think you're dead before you are. Oh, it's bad. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, then I had like a, like a seven-hour bus ride back up. Like, it was not a good day. Painful. So that was my... Uh, that was my... Uh,
4: That's your Hamlet
1: experience. My Hamlet experience. Um, in his first scene, uh, Joseph finds is crumpling up balls of paper and throwing them around the room, which land near props, which represent or refer to other works by Shakespeare. The first landed next to a skull, which is a reference to Hamlet. Yep. Hamlet. The second lands in a chest, a reference to Merchant of Venice. Ooh. Here's a Merchant of Venice.
4: I think I have. There's the a great Cambridge. film version
1: of it with Jeremy Irons and Al Pacino. It's fantastic.
4: I think I've seen it at the Cambridge Shakespeare Festival, but ages ago. I can't remember.
1: It's good. It. It's good. It's where uh, a pound of flesh comes from. Oh, okay. That statement. Um, and so Henslow comes in and asks for the play, and Shakespeare responds with verse, but Henslow wants prose. Do you know what that means? Um, no. So we're speaking prose right now. Prose is regular language back and forth. Oh, okay. Verse means Da 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 da. Which he does. does music like? be the food of love. Play yeah. on. it rhythm. Yeah, it's got a rhythm. That you you probably should and say <laughs> each line like that. But it's how you teach the student. Uh, but that so I always make the students learn how to do like I am a pentameter. So I do things like so. Justin Bieber is a skinny boy. <laughs> I'd like a burger and some fries like with that. If you don't trip over the words, it does make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The Gooners went down to defeat again. It was a bad year when I came up with that. <laughs> so <laughs> there we are. So those, 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 those are all the sorts of things. And so that's typically verse. And Shakespeare tends to write a lot of his upper characters in verse. He didn't do it for Twelfth Night for your character. Your character spoke mostly prose because what he did was he had all the low-ranking characters speak in verse uh.
0: and
1: all the high-ranking characters speak in prose as a way to show that it was all upside down ah i didn't even know that clever clever but viola would be an exception viola spoken a lot of verse yeah. as did a lot of Olivia. Verse and a lot of
2: prose though as did olivia so it depends like who prose. you're opposite yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, whereas like you and toby Bouch, a lot of uh a lot of which lot, a is lot really of interesting things.
2: because it means that viola doesn't hold her own station she flips depending who she's talking to yeah. which is a mirror of
1: the mirror that's why 12th night it's also a great it's also a great thing to write an essay on like a big university level paper, I which is why get, I did I've it. I've
2: got to do Hamlet now. I don't want to do Hamlet.
1: Everybody should do Hamlet. It's a rite of passage. Mm.
2: Uh,
4: <laughs> that's the
1: English coming out. <laughs> yep. If you're going to uni and you're doing English, you need to do Hamlet. That's just part I of the am, deal. I am.
4: That's part of the deal. Was he justified in his revenge? <laughs>
2: Was he being watched?
4: Is this a ghost
1: I see before me?
4: Is this a death I see
1: before me? Um, So there we are. Um, uh, Where are we at? Henslow comes in. Oh, see that already? Shakespeare claims the play has been locked in his skull, but he needs to find his muse. And he asked Henslow for 50 pounds. He says, Why? So I can join the Chamberlain's Men, which is his competition. (laughs) He's like, Cut my heart out. Um, And a preacher, meanwhile. 50 pounds back then would have been.
3: I've, I've, I've got
1: the number in a minute. A preacher says that the rose smells, as a Puritan, smells thusly rank by any other name. I say a plague on both their houses. Oh, that's a
4: bit Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah. both lines from Romeo oh, and Juliet.
1: Oh. A rose yeah. by any other name would still smell sweet. Exactly. And a plague on both I their houses. I picked up on that. But
3: was he saying stuff because he was saying that that was a house of
1: ill repute? Uh, b- back in the day, the idea was that drama was evil. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you're not really these people.
3: I kind of, I kind of get that feeling. Yeah.
1: It was like this was like the, the the rude entertainment of its day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will's going for his weekly confession, and he's like some sort of like magical kind of guy, some like psychic. He says he's lo- <laughs> I love this. I didn't, I didn't get this the, like, the first. I don't know how many times I watched this. I got it today or yesterday. Uh, Will says he's lost his gift. Quote: It's as if my quill is broken, <laughs> as if the organ of my imagination has dried up. As if the proud tower of my genius has collapsed. Uh, Nothing comes. It's like it's like trying to pick a lock with a wet herring. (laughs) I never picked up on the amount of phallic imagery in this. There's a lot of phallic
4: imagery.
1: Oh, my word. So, yeah, basically he's going through a dry spell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, The apothecary says, are you lately humbled in the act of love? Basically going, yeah, you're going through a dry spell. And he goes, ah, it's been a while. And we find out he's got a wife and children, but he's not been home in four years and she's 100 miles away in Stratford. And he says, well, let me give you this bracelet you can feed your name into. Is this a magic doohickey or is this a con? It's a con.
4: I wasn't quite sure on like, because I know I've been to Anna Hathaway's cottage in stratford Avon um it kind of i'm sure he said he'd been banished we should mention that way.
1: Anne hathaway is the name of shakespeare's wife and yes. megan's not just doing a really cool humble brag oh okay. yeah no, so he says okay so leave yeah, Hathaway yeah hathaway's the name of his wife oh okay yeah
4: so they are married and they've got children I, I can't remember much about the history i did know a bit about it obviously when i went in. she's
1: much older than him
4: right but it kind of they're still married but he's off gallivanting around he's been, like, he's been he hasn't been home for years yeah yeah. But obviously, they didn't do divorce. Such they didn't do divorce. Then. So
1: he's just kind of reinvented so, his life in a new town. 100 miles away back then may as well have been the new world. Yeah. But it's
4: interesting how when you go to Stratford, like her cottage is like one of the big places
3: to go yeah. and visit.
1: Yeah. And that's why, yeah, she's a woman who had property. She had a cottage.
3: So was he sending money home then? Or? I don't
1: know. Oh, okay.
3: So what, what,
4: yeah, what was he doing? Like, it's interesting. I'm assuming
3: he left to go, I have work and I need to. Travel with my work and blah 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 blah.
1: Going out to get some milk. <laughs> See you in four years, George. What are you doing? I don't know. Sorry, trying to find ibuprofen. Oh, okay. Oh, she found. <laughs> there she you go. Found she found some. It. You can pretty much. It's really hard to not find ibuprofen or or paracetamol in my house. I typically <laughs> so have it everywhere.
4: Back in those days, I don't. I don't know much about the history. So was it acceptable? You were married to someone, but again, this is probably. I'm going to guess more acceptable for the man to then go off and you know sow your seeds elsewhere I don't know I suppose but that's so essentially what he's doing isn't it I guess so yeah he's got a wife but he's it seems like they've,
1: they've come to an agreement whether mm-hmm. it was a mutual agreement or not who knows I don't think it has a mutual name um, to the palace at Whitehall and uh, he goes there and it turns out he goes I'm stolen money for this play he goes and he goes no he didn't I stole it <laughs> and that was what happened you would go there and you would write down the lines and if if you got it wrong so, who's checking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, copyright law doesn't exist. No. So, if you can do it, do it. And at
3: one point, there's um, the other writer. He says to him, well, he's this,
1: and he'll do this, and they'll do that, and this name, and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, Oh <laughs> yep. uh, Burbage, I've said that already. Uh, and he goes, Will, when you come into the Chamberlain's Men? you he goes, I have 50 pounds. 50 pounds back then? Yeah. 12 and a half grand today. Whoa. 12 and a half grand to buy your way into the Chamberlain's Men. Where are you going to get 12 and a half grand back then? Well, there you go. Well, he's a playwright. I mean, it sounds like, I believe Kip Marlowe says that he got 20 pounds for his most recent play.
3: And he said he gave him two,
1: sovs, two sovereigns. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, so, uh, meet Richard Burbage, the finest actor in the land, we're told, who owns the curtain, played by. Martin Clunes. This is Martin Clunes. And I did not realize Martin Clunes until this time. Really? Well, I had never seen Man oh, Behaving Badly. Okay. He's so this time I went, I know this guy. How do I know the name Martin Clunes? And I Googled it and went, of course. Man Behaving Badly. And, and, and then I couldn't help but see it. That's all I know him from. Yeah. Doc He's Martin. Done a
2: th- yeah, that's what I, I think that's who I know him yeah. as.
1: yeah. Because
2: uh, I did recognise this person. Yeah.
1: And Burbage has a seamstress called Rosaline. Rosaline is significant because Rosaline is—we never meet her, but we hear a whole lot about her in Act One of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, it's the girl that Romeo is trying to get over because she won't sleep with him. Yes. Yeah.
3: So. And on the contrary, here <laughs> he is sleeping with her.
1: Well, is he? Yeah. She does. She's flirted with him like they've done stuff before. Yeah. Um, and then the Master of the Revels makes an appearance. Georgia, for the record, the Master of the Revels is friend of the podcast, Simon Callow. Yep.
2: Which? He's
1: the, the guy, guy closes who closes the theatres. Closes the theatres. Takes the soldiers. Oh, that's a, the guy in
2: the black with the yep, gold. Who, yep. <laughs> that's Simon Callow. I didn't realise that.
1: So, uh Yeah uh I, I may have reached out but was unsuccessful this time oh that's a shame yeah i had this plan for a couple of years I'm like maybe we can get him again but it's okay second appearance on the pod of course the first appearance was uh forward in funeral yeah and folks if you haven't seen heard our forward in funeral go and check it out we were lucky enough to spend it's half hour
2: yeah, about an hour it was an hour
1: It's is more than he he allocated wasn't it well he did remind us of coming to and we're like yeah yeah totally totally with you yeah yeah yeah, but he, I think it was an hour. And he was kind enough to talk to us about many things, including Charles Dickens. He reenacted the scene, didn't he? He he, he read some, except for he was funny. He read, he read both parts yeah. of the scene. And just even that, it's fantastic. Just for us, that was and, amazing. That yeah. is my, that is my, as far as someone we've talked to, I love all our guests, but that's my touchstone. Mode. Yeah. That yeah, really is. you say so gracious as well. Very gracious. Um, he even forgave me for calling him an officer and he's a commander the order of the british empire yeah uh simon callow was originally cast in a different part Ooh, a bigger part was he cast as shakespeare oh he's a bit old for that (laughs) even in 91 he was going to be jeffrey rush's part he was gonna be henslow oh okay yeah i wonder why he didn't take it then um well no because it was the first time around Oh, okay. which, which is, is still funny because the same thing happened with Foreigners in a Funeral, didn't it? Yeah. Where except for he got the part both times. Yeah. He was the only guy from the first one, I believe, who got to be in the second, second one. Yeah. yeah. Um, or he was the first guy cast or something like that. Go, go check out the episode. It tells us. Um, however, after the project was reactivated, Jeffrey Rush was cast as Henslow, and Calla was offered the smaller but key role of Tilney. And then we meet Queen Elizabeth. George, do you recognize who Queen Elizabeth was? Yeah. Okay, who's that?
2: I can't remember her name. Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Yeah. She's Good inspirited. Old is she?
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's a very small cameo. She's
2: inspirited.
1: This is um, a tiny
4: cameo. Am I right in thinking this was well rewarded
1: to her? Yeah, it was.
4: Which is we'll very that, yeah. odd. We'll talk about that. I thought that might come yeah. later, so I thought I wouldn't You're say fine.
1: anything. Yeah. Uh, in a, so uh, Dame Judy Dench, I think it's, I didn't write down her number on the pod. I think she's at like three, two or three. Skyfall. I n- I, we haven't done Skyfall yet. Oh. We, we, we've, done, we've done GoldenEye. Yeah, GoldenEye. We've done Casino, have we done Casino Royale? We've done Casino Royale. Yeah. I want to think we've done Casino Royale. I think. Ooh, now I'm not sure about that one.
4: I prefer Skyfall.
1: I'm sure really you Skyfall. No, we, had, we, de- we 100% have not done Skyfall. Oh. I teach Skyfall. Skyfall. So that My would be favorite. one of the, that would be in Ian's. Uh, Uh-oh. Ian's teacher film moment.
4: school. Yep.
1: Um, nah, I sang Skyfall. Casino Royale December. just, just. Mm casino royale just sort of offends me as a poker player actually i'm not oh, sure if we so have lucky because i think i would have gone nuts about this poker scene.
4: get that hand oh, he gets okay. in casino royale and just like, stay the, in it like, the, you
1: wouldn't stay in it the probability you wouldn't stay in the, the hand
4: probability of that actually everybody else is pushing life.
1: their chips like the, the amount of money Ooh. that's already in the pot he's irresponsible
4: i do not i haven't played poker in ages i love poker, nice.
1: poker let's have a poker night bfe poker night yeah, really bfe poker night, night. there we go oh my
4: god you could so totally do that
1: we'd have to set up cameras for that
4: yes you would that'd be funny i'm up that
1: Okay, deal. So we had an Ireland trip and we got a poker night.
2: And we're, we're, no, still fringe. Do- we're going to the
1: fringe. fringe. We're yep. going to
2: perform at the Free do- Fringe. You actually can. You just have yes. to.
1: Who's writing up. this?
2: You just have to apply. Well, well I, I, seriously,
4: I think we we could do this.
1: Who's writing it? Uh,
4: well, we don't have to write it. We could do improv. <laughs> the
1: audience <laughs> writes it for us. I feel. I feel I could do improv. So, yeah, so not everyone
3: can do improv. What? We've no. we've made our West End debut, so maybe we can do our Fringe debut. That's true. You and I have been on the West we End. Have.
1: Yeah.
4: I don't know what else you could do. That's easy. Don't know. You do have, we'll have to fly, though, and like make yeah, you it like. Yeah, that was also fringe, Shakespeare. You just go it? to pubs huh? and you have that a little corner of a pub. Yeah. And then you just get an audience in.
1: Yeah, um, there you go. In an interview, Dame Judy Dench said she had to wear such high heels for this movie that director John Madden named, nicknamed her Tudor Spice. Um, and <laughs> such a high forehead, too. Yes. William writes his name, feeds it to the snake which feels like it's a bit of a phallic image of itself. Yeah, yeah, And a famous man is sitting off to the side. We'll talk about it in a minute. Rosaline, played by Sandra Renton for what it's worth, kisses Will and says, mm-hmm. when will you write me a sonnet? And he goes, I've lost my gift. She goes, you left it in my bed. Come and look for it. And yet, meanwhile, I'm sitting there going, I thought you told us he wasn't lucky with the ladies. He just shows up and a woman's like, come to my bed. Yeah, literally.
4: Isn't Rosaline, isn't she <laughs> Romeo's first love? Or what you, were, love you, you were you
3: you were were absent.
4: Oh, we talked absent. about sorry, this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry.
3: We, just, we talked about that.
4: I had a toilet break.
1: <laughs> he gives her the bracelet and asks her to be his muse. At which point, you'd think, okay, just don't screw this up. Yeah, uh, there's a cough, and Will is broken, and the cough is being done, of course, by Queen Victoria, Queen Elizabeth. Um, and he goes, "Here's a great line." He goes, "Oh, look at this. Will Shakespeare is a play. Let's go and cough through it." <laughs> um, which, as someone who's done a little bit of writing and then listened to people like either butcher my writing or um, do something like, I get that. I totally get what he's saying. Oh, okay.
2: Oh, just doing performing for shitty audiences is like that, though. It's like, hang on, we're up here doing something. Can you not?
1: Yep. The play goes wrong. I think the play goes wrong, but a dog steals the show anyway. It feels like it goes wrong. And yeah. Queen Elizabeth is 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 well enamored, and but the famous face is not amused. And there's a couple other famous faces. We'll talk about them again, and we get what light is light. If Sylvia be not seen. And I respect this because the actor they've got there has been told, go out there and do a bad version of this. Yes. And he is horrendous. He is. And that's, I think, in order to see that Shakespeare's great, you have to see that Burbage's men are are, are bad by comparison.
2: The the Chamberlain's men is what what Shakespeare in actual life is part of, isn't it
1: eventually like he does spend this the, the little bit of this is true in the sense that he just buy his way into a chamberlain's men
2: and then it and then it, they become the lords men and then the, the king's, king's men, men. Yep.
1: yeah we are... Uh, So yes, the part where he actually joins the chairman, that part is true, and they are. Richard Burbage was the greatest actor in the land. It has to be elements of truth. Well, it has to, because you want people like me to get all nerded out and go, "Ah, that's pretty good. And I think something this film does well is it does just enough where you go, no, that's legit, and enough where you go, it's Uh, not quite we will rock you when they're doing like David Bowie, but there's enough where they're doing like little things, like, okay, I see what you're doing there. That's cute. Um. The pretty blonde in the audience is hanging on every word and can even mouth some words along. I got to share a story. Gwyneth Paltrow. This has to do with when we held at a crucible. I oh, okay. don't
4: know Gwyneth Paltrow's dad and whatever that story was from last time. Was he also? Oh no! I know. I'm singing. Is this teacher. Woody Harrelson's dad? What are you talking no, about? <laughs> I'm hey, pregnant. I'm pregnant. No, ignore me.
2: She's having a premonition. I'm having a premonition.
1: Okay. I premon- um, share my powers. <laughs> um. So. When we did Crucible, (laughs) I it was quite famous for the fact that the guy who played our lead, John Proctor, did not have the best line security. No. And if I'm being honest, didn't seem like he was really trying that hard to learn the lines. No. So I was like, all right. So we sat through a very difficult double rehearsal and he was always bringing a script out and I was trying to prove a point. So I was like, you're not allowed to look at your script. I don't care if you have to call for every line because we're like a week and a half out.
3: Yeah. Yeah. If not a
1: week out. You lost your shit. Actually, I didn't. No, when, not with him. Oh, okay. But
3: afterwards, you were like, I need to do something here. Yeah, I've got, yeah, yeah, i I've got... A, yeah, so I, mean, I, I, didn't your... I didn't lose my temper. I yeah, was yeah, like, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. When I meant you, lose your and shit. our friend Alan yeah, yeah, talked yeah. me, I, he was my guy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, have to go to someone, I'm going, It's going to be a disaster, Alan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, you were talking like, about he, pulling he, it, weren't you? No, 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 no. No? No. I don't know what we would have done. I would have played Proctor if I had to. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, for some reason, I thought. But I was like, Because I knew it well enough. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I never really hit my head as a real thing. Oh, okay. And so I remember at the end of a double run, I went to, to and he's a friend of mine, but I went to him and said, can I Can I give you a hug first off? Because I kind of embarrassed him on, Well, I don't really embarrass him. His lack of preparation embarrassed him. And I just made it obvious. Because I'm like, we are a week and a half to go. We need, or two weeks to go, a week to go, whatever it was. You need to know this. You made him ask for every line. Yeah, every line, call for a prompt. Because notice how everybody else knows theirs. And you don't, and you have a lead. And I am a big believer. You've heard me say this: leaders lead. Ethan's heard me say this. Yep. If you have a lead, you got to be a leader. And hey, uh, if I can learn it. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I sat here, right here. in this, this, I sat about here, and where the TV is. That's where he sat. And we went through every line. And I said, "Here is the here is the trick: how you remember the next line here, and here is the word you want to jump off of here." Um, and then we went to the uh, thing, and he remembered a whole bunch of it, which made me go, "Oh." You probably just being lazy. You probably just backed up my theory because you've you've learned this really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so poor old Megan, who is playing opposite oh, and him. Megan's playing opposite him and has a brace oh. on her back because she's carrying the show. Yeah. I, I
4: think I was like two lines ahead in my head, which was quite difficult. Yeah. In case something went wrong,
1: and so much of the crucible is just the two he's, of you talking at each other. Of each yeah. Other, so yeah it there's no other character you can pivot to. It's like it's just the two of you. He
4: did put it out of the bag. He though. did pull it out yep, of the bag.
1: He did. I've never seen you walk off stage before being like emotionally. If you look, broke. At the, if you look at the video of what, well, because I'm, I'm, I'm in Act Two, I'm not in Act One, because I was like, mm. I don't really want to cast myself. I only did it because someone dropped out. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I'm going to do it. But if you look on the video, there's portions where he's doing speeches. And if you look, I'm mouthing along to every word <laughs> he's doing. It's, just, it's like I'm willing him through this. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, remember, so there was that.
2: I remember watching that f- from doing front of house and watching you mouth the words along and being yeah. like, stop, I didn't it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Yeah, I, I,
1: I was like, no, I didn't. And I watched the video and oh, I do it.
2: Yeah, yeah, you you, do, you yeah. actually
1: did. And he did a really good job in the end. He did. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of stress getting there. Yeah. So um, uh, I've got my notes. So, say my story. I've done that back home, and Will can write again now because he's got a muse. And then in the crowd, we see Viola de Lesseps, played by Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Does it
2: annoy anyone else that they pronounce it Viola v- like they don't actually put the O in properly? It really annoys me.
1: Viola. Yeah. Instead of Viola. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm yeah I like, noticed that. I will call the her Viola myself. Viola, yeah. Because yeah. I'm used to the Shakespeare. Yeah, I'm just doing it's that. It's Viola. Yeah. yeah. Second appearance on the pod? Sliding Doors. Sliding Doors. Sliding doors. Yeah. Um, I did that one. Want- who was Actress X? Because you went for way too nice a person with Emma Thompson. Oh, okay. I was trying to think if he was quite current back in the early 90s. <laughs> Mr. Sandman. <Summer>. Oh, pretty, <laughs> pretty Woman. Julia <laughs> oh, <laughs> Roberts. Julia Roberts. <laughs> wow. No, Actress I can't X. imagine that. She was not a good job. No. And who did she want then? Daniel Day-Lewis. Of course what? she did. Anything Daniel Day Lewis? I think she. I think think she didn't. Maybe it was different. But this is not. This is this is a a, a funnier movie. It's got a a Murph to it. Daniel Day Lewis would have gone somewhere really serious with it. Daniel Day Lewis do not do funny. No, that's why it would have been a different movie.
3: Yeah, and this is this was very bored. I couldn't work out whether it was being funny, being straight. I didn't really know what was. It really bordered that
1: line. Other people considered. Kate Winslet was offered the role of Viola I, I can after see Titanic. Her doing that. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, which is like quills she, she does and all I kind that. Of yeah, like the
4: idea of a, like an, a British a- uh, actress doing it, maybe. But sure. everybody
1: thought Paltrow was British she because she did, well. she, did, she did Sliding Doors, she did this, yeah, she I, did Emma. She was like living a British accent I the first like half of her career. Yeah, I, I yeah. preferred
4: her in this to Sliding Doors, I think. Yep. With her like, accent. Her and accent's and better in this. Yeah, it uh, is much better in this.
1: Actually, that's an excellent point. Yeah, yeah, Because mm. we kind of busted on her accent. We did. It's yours. much
4: better in this.
1: Other p- women considered Winona Ryder. Oof.
4: I can't imagine that either.
1: Diane Lane. Oh, yeah, yeah. Robin Wright. Oh, okay. Buttercup. Yeah. Yep. Are you kind of covering your mic?
2: Sorry, yeah, very, sim- <laughs> very similar look.
1: Uh, I think Gwyneth Paltrow is probably five times the actress Robin Wright is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the rumor has it that Ryder claims this. So the rumor isn't that Ryder does claim this. That Gwyneth Paltrow, who was a close friend of a time, saw the script in her home in '97 and asked if she could read it, wow. and they got the part mm. behind her back wow. without telling Ryder she was going for it. Oh. The former friends haven't spoken since the late '90s. Wow. Paltrow, however, vehemently denies this happened. Learning what we've learned about Gwyneth Paltrow, it kind of don't put a pastor. No, I wouldn't put a her either. No. During an interview with Howard Stern in 2015, Gwyneth Paltrow opened up how she originally turned down the part, citing emotional distress following her breakup with Brad Pitt. She said she was very sad, wasn't going to work, and all that nonsense. Eventually, she was persuaded by Miramax producer Paul Webster to go for the role. (laughs) Oh, another Webster. (laughs) And the rest is history. And then we meet the nurse while we're at it. Played by? Uh, Danton Abbey guy. Uh, I'm talking about the female nurse. Oh, um, Imelda Staunton. Imelda Staunton, yeah
2: is that,
1: who that oh, yeah. i recognized it but i couldn't place it so she who is she head? in she owns the pub in or she runs the pub in uh ted lasso i've
4: yeah. seen her in sweeney oh, todd oh god that is her isn't yep. it
1: yeah <gasps> she's also in harry potter isn't is she it? is she the woman who says i shall not she tell lies a okay um and so we get told that stage love she uh, this is a viola saying this to the nurse stage and there'd be true love while the law of the land has our heroines played by pipsqueak boys in petticoats and she was told she gets told that playhouses are not for well-born ladies and i'm like it's the thing that the kids don't get that now because now we're going to a theater it's quite highbrow it's quite highbrow as opposed yeah. to back then when it was like that's what poor people did yeah that's
2: what i think i really liked the tone of this film because it puts it, it the tone of this film is very shakespearean like in a like, it is kind of funny. It's also kind of dirty. It's also yep. kind of, like, down to earth. Yep. Like, whereas a lot of Shakespeare nowadays is looked upon as this, like, high work of, like, only only accessible to,
1: like... I do love a Shakespearean comedy. Yeah. I do. It's just my preference. Shakespearean comedy
2: is, is really accessible, yeah. though. It's really good.
1: Um, she, she gets told Lord Wessex was looking at you, and she goes, oh, I don't want Lord Wessex. I want poetry, adventure, and love in my life. And I got my notes. She's a bit of a romantic and she's got quite a good turn of phrase also. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she was. I want love. Love is there has never been in a play. And there's a nice relationship between Viola and the nurse, which is very similar to. Very and, Jimmy. Jimmy. There we are. That. and she hopes that, that tonight she'll dream of being a player. A player. Not like we would use player in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she'll be. Yeah. Should we then dissolve to will? So we, we don't just cut, we dissolve. Sometimes incorrectly called a fade. Oh, okay. Because fades need to go to a solid color, to black, to white, to whatever it is. But this just goes from one scene to the next. But by doing so of one and the other, it suggests that
2: connect like,
1: they're yes. connected. There's yeah, yeah, a link yeah. between the two. You can't uh,
4: guess what's going to happen. He's he? fallen asleep <laughs> at his
1: writing desk, and the theaters have been closed. And Feniman now grabs uh, Henslow and now wants the boots to come off. And he Henslow goes, "Allow me to explain about the, the theater business. The It'll natural just, condition <laughs> is one of insurmountable obstacles in the way to imminent disaster." And he's asked, "So what do we do?" He goes, "Nothing." It's strangely funny. enough, it all turns out well. <laughs> How? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's a mystery. This is a mystery. Jeffrey Rush is great in this. He is brilliant. <laughs> Uh, uh, he gets asked shall I kill him and just when he's about like knifed to the throat just when it's about happen, <laughs> like it turns really quickly yeah theatres are reopened by order of the master of the Revels, and he kind of looks going, eh? "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> and he's allowed he just sort of scurries off uh, he's kind of like a rat he is I imagine that was part of his like it must be what he was going for he's about very he, rat like quality he not
3: see the imminent danger that he's in does he he just kind of knows he goes if you, get-
1: de- if you delay it takes care of itself yeah <laughs> We see Will writing, and Henslow barely avoid a bucket of shit. Falls <laughs> right so. behind. Him. That was brilliant. I don't know if that was what life, That's what life was like, man. It was. They would just check it in the street. Will has written Romeo and Rosaline. He's like, not Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and rushes off. And he also sells the pages twice. He sells the play to Henslow and he sells it to Burbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he walks in to, to hopefully find Rosaline. And he finds Tilney having sex with, with Rosaline. Simon Callow himself. Simon Callow, yeah. And. Again. He yeah. says he says to Rosaline, I would have made you immortal. And knowing what we know. Yeah. Yeah, Rosaline becomes the other girl who we never see. Never see, yeah. Um, Tilney admits to opening the playhouses because Burbage was spending all his time around the house. <laughs> and Will throws his pages into the fire. But yet the auditions are planned. Mm-hmm. And so Will lies and tells everyone gathered the play's almost finished. And Henslow tells the crowd, those who aren't known will have a chance to be known. And he goes, what about the money? And Henslow goes, it won't cost you a penny, <laughs> which puts him ahead of most Amdram groups. Yeah, it does cost you a penny. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, You, you got to pay to play. Sometimes that's like
3: a big jump from one society to another one
1: oh some of them some some of the big ones it's like oh it's like 50 quid now you're like between like the membership and the show levy yeah 40 minimum usually it's 25 the big one in Lynn it's like 25 for your membership and usually 15 minimum for the levy yes I think it's about 25 for the levy again now jeez that's like 50 quid then that's a lot of money It's a lot of money yeah and he goes auditions in half an hour I've just got my notes we should do this yeah here's the play we're auditioning in half an hour deal with it oh (laughs) we can we wouldn't that be great it would the crowd dissipates out, and someone buys Will a beaker of their best brandy. Because he's trying to, like, scrub the smallest amount of money. What can I get for this? Yeah. And meet Christopher Marlowe, played by
3: no one. Hang on, hang on. I'll probably know, but w- 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 where, where, where were we? In
1: the bar. In the bar. is imagery. It's, the other, it's the other playwright. Who's right. the
3: other playwright? Oh, oh, oh. Um, I don't normally like him, but he's good. He was Julia Roberts' thingy and that other thing my best friend wedding thingy um rupert everett it is rupert everett but the, he was
1: his thingy and that other thingy that they were in <laughs> he was he, was, a, he was also in the in the napoleon thingy what was that was. oh it was called what was it called wellington napoleon that's right <laughs> uh, check out the theater skip it on the bottom um i really enjoyed that. and so he, uh, no conclusive evidence exists because he's not credited in this film no and we don't know why he was uncredited However, regarding the performance, Everett was quoted by U.S. Weekly saying, "I was very, very bad in it. I was a bundle of fucking hideous nerves." I think he's good in it. I think he's good. This is one of the best things I've seen him in. Yeah, I think he's fine. Do you know what he plays it? But pun not intended. He plays it straight. Straight. Yeah. Yes. I think that's how Everett and that's, very rarely plays things straight. That's no. why he was good in uh, he was good in Napoleon as yes. well because he just plays it straight. Yes. Yeah. Everything else, they kind of just go, you know, lean into you, like, a campy kind of thing with it.
3: Yeah, no, this was good. It was very good. And that's a bit like when you get comics in it, when they they do, like, straight plays or do something, you know, deep You're like, oh, you're actually pretty good.
1: Yeah. Uh, So Tom Stoppard added several characters uh, in his work on the screenplay, including Christopher Marlowe. This was an addition by the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern guy this idea of let's make Kit Marlowe a thing. Yeah. Rivalry. And uh, some of his editions were handled with caution as some feared the references would be too obscure. But he says he's got a new playoff and it's done.
4: Making... <laughs> um, well, I had to read it.
1: This is Marlowe and he says it's better than Faustus. So you've read Faustus? I've never yeah, read any he, Marlowe. He
4: oh, does he get wishes or something? And he wishes for Helen. I remember he wishes for Helen of Troy or something. I can't really remember but I know there's something to do with that. It's something to do with the devil and I'm sure it has okay. something to do with that. Or he gets gold. Or, oh, I can't
1: remember. When I was one of the time I
4: have One read of it the either. times when I went living
1: so close to London's amazing. I was in London and I just happened to see that some big name was in town doing Faustus. Mm. And I was like Oh, this is cool! I need to come to London more often, and I really still should go to London more often because I go and see musicals. I very rarely go and see like just like straight theater. Yeah,
2: mm.
3: and I should. Cam- I should. Cam- place. Cam- Cambridge is down the road as well. Cambridge does a lot. Cambridge of, uh, does
1: good stuff, but I mean, yeah, London's yeah. right there. Well, yeah, you get like your A list talent there, well, I'm right? Hoping True. to go
2: on Monday. I think
1: Cumberbatch was the one doing Monday. Faustus, and I was like, yeah. I need to do yeah. more of this. Going to
2: see on Monday. I'm gonna go to Foils. And I'm going to look in their play section and find some monologues for my auditions. There
1: you go. Oh,
4: that sounds good. What are you auditioning for?
2: Masters degrees.
4: <gasps> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know.
1: That's exciting. Yeah. And back to, hey, we're all rooting for you. Yeah. Yay. Um, Yay. And uh, Marlo says he's got a play that's better than Faustus. Although Faustus is pretty much regarded as his masterpiece, is it not?
4: that's that's the big one yeah. and like Webster is the one I read was the Duchess of Malfi yeah that's a big one. Oh, oh
2: I've read that one
1: yeah The Massacre at Paris is the one and Will goes good title <laughs> which actually in the movie when they did the, the trailer I still remember this you know 13 Hollywood nominations Shakespeare in love and you cut to Shakespeare One good title <laughs> good
3: title <something.
0: laughs>
1: um, <and> he goes <laughs> so he's just gone The Massacre at Paris and he goes oh, good title he goes, and then um, uh, Marlowe goes and yours he goes Romeo and Ethel, the pirate's daughter. <laughs> and he's like, I have nothing. And I'll in half an hour, right? And then he give him something. And then he gives him, like, everything. Yeah. Two families. And you know, his name is Mercutio, and he's going to die. Yeah. And so the problem with Romeo and Juliet being an inspiration for Marlowe is as follows. Shakespeare didn't come up with the story of Romeo and Juliet. Oh, it was, he was an adaptation. It was already an Italian version. Yes, it is. Shakespeare did a lot of adaptations. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet is not his. Oh no, there was a, uh, the Tragical History of Romeo and Juliet was published uh, originally from Italian into English by Al- Arthur Brooke in 1562. So a good what 25, 26 years before us. Wow. Yeah. So there I we go. Not know that he did not come look with the, the characters of Romeo and Juliet. no he, he wrote the story version of them. That's the most infamous of all time.
3: So can you? Oh, copyright wasn't a thing. Yeah, no, no, of
1: course you can do it. Yeah, copyright wasn't a thing back then, yeah, of course yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the auditions, uh, and most of it is everyone going, "Is this the face that launched a thousand mm. ships?" Which of course is Marlow. So he's being forced to sit there and listen to everybody say how great Marlow is, right? And um, then all of a sudden, there's a stutterer, and th- this time henslow's like, yeah, "All right, go see the, the go see the the, the, the the costume person. We'll get you fitted up." And Shakespeare's like, what? He goes, oh, yeah, I have got some debts. He's
3: my seamstress.
1: I, I owe him. I idea. owe him some money.
3: He's uh, uh, another uh, comedic actor from the 90s. I think he was in. A, he I think he was in the Far Show. Okay. With um, Paul
1: Whitehouse, and Henslow asks, "Is there a Romeo yet? Did you see one yet?" He goes, "No, not yet." And he's laying down. And then he goes, "An actor comes on stage." And of course, no one's paying attention. Like, who could this oh and he, the, the actor goes, I would like to begin with a speech by the writer of it commands the heart of every player. What light is light <laughs> if Sylvia be not there? And this is Thomas Kent. And Shakespeare, much like myself on a marking papers, loves to hear his own words said back to him. Because <laughs> mm. that's the other thing. Like, couldn't anybody else have done Shakespeare? It just seems like he cast the one who liked him. Yeah. Pretty much. Although it was the one who could act as well. Mm, yeah. He goes, take off your hat. He's very, very feminine this And Thomas fan. Kent runs away and Shakespeare pursues it and ends up in a boat race. And he says, follow that boat.
4: He's very adamant to follow he is, this isn't he? One Which person. is a bit
1: like follow that car. Why I mean, would you,
3: why would you literally go to the place that you're, you're trying to losing from? You'd keep. Send him on a god goose chase, wouldn't you?
1: And, uh, and the the boat rider goes, I had that Christopher Marlowe in my boat once. And this works on two levels. Number one, it's again Kit Marlowe everywhere, right? Yeah. But number two is this is supposed to be a parody of like cabbies. Yeah, it who is. Who says I had that Tom Hanks in my cab once? Yeah. <laughs> um, Will runs up to the house, but Thomas Kent. You don't know, really this guy's Thomas Kent is Viola from earlier wow
4: oh. whoever would have known that We've
1: never guessed it got a very special title for this next section we now enter the lazy exposition part of the script <laughs> this is where viola's mom is telling the nurse we will be away for three weeks have i mentioned yet that lord wessex wants to marry viola good did we all get the timeline for the movie all right that's it <laughs> And uh, Will knocks and asks for Thomas Kent. The nurse says it's her nephew is Thomas Kent, and Will gives the pages and says he will wait. Um, and so, meanwhile, the nurse talks to Viola. Viola's like, "I'm getting the part," and she says, "As you love me, as I love you, and you love me, you will bind my breasts and buy me a boy's wig."
4: <laughs> oh, she do.
1: Good luck. Will is still waiting outside. I was like i thought they made a mistake i'm yeah, like yeah, Will's will yeah. still like will's gone he's he's, he's nope. waiting will's outside yeah man. he's persistent he's waiting it's like me when i went into hunt stanton to see if i could get uh lorna oh to yeah to be a yeah, crucible yeah. yeah 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 man that was the longest play i think i waited in that play longer than Will. wishing for <laughs> too. I'm, I'm just still doing blime spirit if you go up there <laughs> um and so will runs up to the house Oh, sorry. um we, oh, he's almost run over by a dower, the dower looking man from the Paris. And I've got the, pa- the Paris, the palace. I've got my notes. Meet the dower man, Lord Wessex, played by George. Do you know who played Lord Wessex? It's
2: Colin Firth. Oh, okay. It's Colin Firth. There we go. Colin He doesn't ever slip through.
1: Ready for this? I watched almost the whole movie the first time I saw before I Oh, that's Colin Firth. Now Colin Firth wasn't Colin Firth yet. I knew him mainly from the BBC version of Pride and Prejudice at this point. I'm
3: not a big fan of Colin Firth. I love Colin Firth Dude, in I'm all not things. i no. King's Speech? No? Love him in the King's Speech. I know Beach. you
1: think we re- re- reviewed it, so. Yeah,
3: I love him in the King's Speech, but he just gets on my tits. Most of the time he's acting. Bridget Jones? Yeah, he gets on my oh, tits. Oh, I love him. I think
1: he's great.
4: He kind of plays like a more average guy, a bit
3: more than other people do. A friend of mine actually adores him. She's met him
1: before, but. Um, oh, really? Yeah, 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 but I was just like, oh. Uh, he's the villain of the movie, generally presented as none too bright. Uh, Wessex's mistaken belief that Marlowe is uh, Shakespeare is amusing because the accuracy was that if you paid a bit of attention to the theater or arts, he wouldn't have made this mistake. But anyway, he's looking, he's talking to her father about her from a distance. These are. I'm just reading these lines verbatim. <laughs> Lord Wessex... I don't think Wessex is the villain. I think her dad's the villain. <laughs> Wessex <laughs> asks, is,
4: just how it was so back in is she days,
1: fertile? The response is, she will breed, if not send her back. <laughs> That's awful. I've got my note. That's Dad, dad's a for. champ. Yeah, That's isn't awful. He is, not he? Is she obedient? Here's the line. that I'm I'm not, I'm not a young woman, but I imagine these aren't the words you want to hear your father say about you. As any mule in Christendom, but if you are the man to ride her, there are rubies in the saddlebag. <laughs> <laughs> is that a reference to my daughter's, is he saying my daughter's hot? Yep. Mm, Pretty
2: much. While also yeah. comparing well, like her to it, yeah. like
1: a couple, like it's an extended metaphor of calling her a mule while you're at it.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm. It's, even the word ride her. It's, yeah, quite. Oh, it's rough. Creepy. Then Will sees Viola because he's going into the party and he's instantly smitten and this is very Romeo and Juliet. They needed a party, yada yada yada. Look across the room, yep. and he joins in some intricately choreographed dance which he seems to know. Here's the problem: that dance requires an equal number of male and female partners. Yep. Unless he's doing the old thing from a movie where you you kidnap the guy and dress in his clothes and then go into the dance. Yeah. yeah there should be one be- guy going, "Hey,
3: hey, what am I
4: doing? I mean, what happened?" He did yeah. that off shot somewhere. <laughs> you never know
1: he went to the loon didn't get back in time um so there we go um wessex says to viola i have spoken to your father <laughs> and she goes and i speak with him every day It's <laughs> a great line it was. shakespeare means viola in the dance and he's speechless that's a cool way of doing this the guy for whom words come so easily wessex pulls him aside and then puts a blade to his throat and he's like what have i done and he goes you're coveting my property I cannot shed blood in their house, but I will cut your throat anon. And he goes, Name? And he goes, Christopher Marlowe at your service. Somebody he goes, hee 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 hee." Oh, yeah. Violas at her balcony. Romeo. Romeo. Oh,
0: Romeo.
1: A young man of Verona. A comedy by William Shakespeare. And they do the balcony scene from Romeo and Juliet. Is that known as a comedy? Is it? Uh originally it was going to be a comedy remember he hasn't finished writing it yet. oh yeah it yeah, started
4: yeah. off with the pirate thingy didn't yeah. it so she
1: she reads it as romeo and i think she gets it as romeo and ethel the pirate's daughter I think that's the first version of the script yeah. she gets yeah um and so she sees him and she goes oh is it who's there and he goes a lowly player just <laughs> i thought you the highest poet of my esteem and the writer of the plays that capture your heart he goes oh I am him too. <laughs> <And> <laughs> he plays his part so and he well. goes, I am for oh, I'll t- tell you what, like he doesn't get a lot of love come award season, but actually Joseph finds his greatness. Yeah, he is. Yeah. For for what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um Will says he's fortune's fool. And um that's Shakespeare uh, sorry, that's Romeo and Juliet. But he says that after he kills Tybalt. This mm-hmm. isn't one of the love so, a of the love oh, lines. Oh, okay. Um, Shakespeare and the nurse then meet at the balcony and, and so that was a fun at, sort of disruption of expectations because you're like oh she's going to be at the top like, like it is in the play and like it is it, and so does the nurse and the nurse screams bloody murder and like Will has to like hoof it <laughs> down, down the front gate <laughs> beautiful shot down this like yeah. lovely front and the house is like fantastic yeah uh, the rehearsals oh Romeo's now writing in a montage because he's inspired he's got his muse the rehearsals begin and Henslow wants to know where the comedy is And he goes to uh, an old man. He goes, do you think it's funny? He said, well, I was the pirate king and now I'm a nurse. That's pretty funny. And this is? The guy from Downton Abbey. Jim Carter. That's the guy. Ready for this? Yeah. Married to Amelda Staunton. Wow. So she's the nurse in real life. Yeah. He's the nurse on stage. That's funny. Are they still married now, do you think? I don't know at the time Uh, they were. Okay. Wow. Um, Shakespeare then fires Ethel the pirate's daughter. (laughs) He's like, "Who are you?" I'm Ethel. He's like, "No, you're not." And he throws him out. And this is John Webster, played by Joe Roberts. You wanna? You've made a couple of references to it. You wanna go ahead?
4: He's another one of the contemporaries of Shakespeare. Who He's the next generation. Yeah, writing plays sort of around that time. Um, I can't remember what happened in the Duchess of Malfi. I think it was a tragedy. What I remember, and the White Devil is that another one?
1: I don't know. Might be. He looks at Shakespeare with a menacing grimace as he leaves the rose. And Shakespeare addresses the men and Feniman and wants to know. Oh, sorry. Shakespeare addresses the men. And then Feniman wants to know who that is. And Hensel goes, ah, nobody. The author. Nobody. And then he goes, it's, it's customary. It, 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 you hear Shakespeare go, nobody. He yeah. wrote it. It's customary to make a little speech in the first day. It doesn't do any harm. They seem to like it. And Feniman goes, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and he goes over and he tells the actors, I have your nuts in my hand. And but door opens and it's the best reveal. It's, it's a, a low great, angle shot. Right. The handsome man's in the front center. Georgia, did you recognize who plays Ned? Ned who plays Mercutio in the play?
0: No.
1: This is Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Goodwill Hunted. Ben Affleck. Oh. <laughs> what reveal? Do you mean you, do you, do you even know who Ben Affleck is in your head?
2: Kind of, he was a Batman,
1: I know Will much. Hunting, he was the boy. Hunting, he was like Matt Damon's buddy who works the construction job and is like, you know, if you're still here in 30 years, I'm going to kill you.
4: Okay, I was surprised yeah. to see him in this. Every, every
1: day I drive by and I hope you're not home. Yeah, yeah he's that guy. Also the main guy in the town. All intents and purposes, I thought he
3: did a really good British accent.
1: Really good British accent, he does a really good job in the movie. And yeah. this is actually the guy who, uh, this, is the, this is the guy, the big name guy who Harvey Weinstein convinces to do the... Uh, Oh, okay. Now, he and Paltrow are, are are they an item at this point? She's just broken up. She took it when she. Ben Affleck. Maybe they get. Yeah, Ben Affleck and Paltrow were together for a while. Oh, well, she got around,
4: didn't she? Brad Pitt and Ben (laughs)
1: Affleck. She's had some high-profile boyfriends. Yes, she has. She has. Chris Martin. I
4: mean, good for her.
1: Yep. Um, Ben Affleck joked he was the only member of the cast who hadn't been knighted um so uh,
3: do you know what unlike um much ado with
1: um keanu reeves oh brutal he's brilliant this is the right choice for this yes and he goes i saw that coming and he goes so at one point um fennyman goes who is this and ned goes silence you dog and he puts him in his place i am timberland i am this i am that i am faustus (laughs) he goes Oh, yes, Will, and I'm also Henry VI. <laughs> so I probably should name one of yours. Yeah. He says, what is the play and what is my part? And he goes, uh, and Fenniman tries to interrupt, and he goes, who are you? <laughs> and he goes, I am the money. <laughs> he goes, then you may remain as long as you remain silent. Pay attention. You will see how genius creates a legend. <laughs> He's brilliant. He's he said that he sort of thought, what if Tom, who, so he saw Ned as the Tom Cruise of his era. The oh. biggest star in the world, right? Um, it's his fifth appearance in the pod, and only I've got only eighteen people have ever hit five on the pod. He's he's one of those eighteen. I don't Down. even know one of the movies. Armageddon. The Count, Armageddon. We named him already. Um, that other one we watched. Goodwill uh, Good, Will hunting, uh, Good Will we said. hunting Yeah, There's one more. Um, uh, maybe just remember this one. Uh, oh, what's the what's the, what's the key line from this one? all right, all right, all right. Days are confused. Yeah, days are confused. Remember the one about the kids who go to a party all night, the night before they go up to high school? No. Ben Affleck has like a cricket bat and he's going to hit a guy. Oh, that
2: one, yeah. Yeah,
1: so Ben Affleck's the guy who's like a year too Uh, old and still keeps coming back. He's got range. He has. He's got range. He's underrated as an actor. He's underrated. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing he could, much like Mercutio in in that thing, to have a guy of this caliber doing this kind of a part that's a great part it lifts the thing it does because he could have been shakespeare like he could have gone for shakespeare yeah, yeah. he'd have been the wrong type mm. yeah meet sam shakespeare's heroine and uh oh sorry before this though shakespeare offers him the part of mercutio when he goes in the name of the play he goes mercutio <laughs> he goes i will play it <laughs> he's brilliant uh, Sam Shakespeare's heroine, um and and Shakespeare's worried about his voice. Is your voice is low? Have they dropped? And you can see his arm just move forward under the scope of the uh Yeah. So you're assuming he's giving him like a bit of an exam, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes, no, just a touch of cold <laughs> which is a nice foreshadow of what happens later in the play, uh movie. Uh tells Shakespeare it oh so off to a side he goes, Oh, I saw Ned in, in, in Tambalin. But, you know, it's the writing, isn't it? There's no one like Marlowe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shakespeare wishes John Webster of a kid better luck next time. Webster says he was in a play once and they cut off his head. That's what he wants to do when he writes. Plenty of blood. That's the only writing. And this, as Megan said, grows up to be a big name of the next generation of playwrights, the Jacobean era. His plays are known for their blood and gore, and his most famous is indeed the Duchess of Malfi.
4: I remember it was a tragedy. I can't remember what happens to her, but... I know something bad happens.
1: I think it's all blood and guts. Probably, yeah. That
4: wouldn't surprise me. Because
1: he says, she says like, yeah, blood. That that, that that's the only right." Yeah. Mm. Uh, he was added by Tom Stoppard from *Rosencrantz and Guildenstern Are Dead*. I wouldn't have gotten this reference. I, I got that he wants to grow up to be a writer, but I didn't know who it was because I was like eighteen the first time I saw it. I just remember who it this I had kid to who read plays some. him
2: because I recognize him. Oh, do
1: you? Uh, yeah. I I, I read out his name out a minute ago, but I don't remember it. I'm
2: gonna have a look.
1: Um, Shakespeare returns to find Thomas Kent has also returned. And acting, and he tells Thomas Kent to save something. to save something for act two. Don't spend it all now. Because what's going to happen when you meet the love of your life? In other words, a wise director might say.
2: Don't tend all over the place.
1: Got uh, my notes, uh-huh. direct lines. Don't tend all over the place. Because <laughs> that was me. Not the one who tended all over the place, but the one who said don't tend all over the yeah, place. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah Crucible. Yeah. I was saying, save it. You only have so many tens in you. The audience only, if everything's at 10, the audience doesn't care. He still ten He did still ten. <laughs> <laughs> and the review basically went, he tanned all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and to his credit, he came to me and said, yeah, I think you were right. I think I tanned all over the place. Because <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I told him was exactly yeah. what the review was. The wig, he did a good job. The it's wig's all, good all, though. Huh? The wig. What wig? Oh, the, the Thomas Kent wig? Yeah. Yeah, very good. Um, I'm surprised you get all that hair underneath it. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. quite surprised. Um, mercutio uh, so he goes um kent apologizes because he hasn't seen act two yet and that's because it's not written yet and ned's going i don't have any lines yet and he's going well that's because you sh- it's not written yet you don't you haven't seen act and he said act two for the record just to go all english teacher on you it's not acting mercutio shows up in act one scene four yeah <laughs> just saying don't play this with me, Shakespeare and Love. This I know is, my this stuff. This is
4: an early version though. It's an early
1: version. So in, in the first folio. Easy. This is there was nine yeah, acts in the first exactly. folio. <laughs> um, and so Romeo leaves not to write the pages, but to write a sonnet. And it's sonnet eighteen. Shall I compare thee to a with summer's day? What is a sonnet, a sonnet? A sonnet? Oh, very good. What? I love this. Oh, great. Yeah. I don't well I don't oh, no. know.
4: Here we go. Here is Teacher In again.
1: Teacher In again. It's a sonnet. It's a sonnet's type of poem. Yeah. But a specific type of poem. So an Elizabethan sonnet, sometimes called a Shakespearean sonnet, all sonnets have 14 lines. Oh, okay. I didn't okay. Know that. Basically a Shakespearean sonnet has three quatrains or three f- verses each with four lines. Yep. And then a two-line rhyming couplet at the end. Oh okay. And there's a theme for the first 12 so lines. So there's a structure to it. Yeah, or there's a very yeah, and it's got to be iambic pentameter, so da-da 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 da-da. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? 10 syllables. Yep. Thou art more love, thou art more lovely and more temperate. That one doesn't fall great. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May. Ten and some release have all too short a date. Ten, so so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. And then it turns on line thirteen. Whatever you went for the first twelve, there's got to be a twist almost somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna read on it. Eighteen. It's one of the more famous ones. Okay. Yep. It's only fourteen lines. Cool, cool, cool. Stay with me. I'm with you. If you're really bored out there listening to it, there's a thirty second jump ahead button. Go ahead, and hit that shall i compare me to a summer's day oh. oh sorry what here here's the thing here's the thing okay i'm gonna i'm gonna no, let, I, no, no. carry on i'm gonna let the, the cat out of the bag early i'm gonna read it this is actually written about a man not a woman oh okay shall i compare me to a summer's day thou art more lovely and more temperate Rough winds do shake the darling bids of May, and summer's leath have all too short a date. Sometimes too hot the eye of heaven shines, and often in his gold complexion dimmed. And every fair from fair sometimes declines by chance or nature's changing course untrimmed. But thy eternal summer shall not fade, nor lose possession of thou fair oust. Nor shall death brag thou wanderst in his shade when in eternal lines to time thou growst. So long as men can breathe, or eyes can see, so long lives this, and gives life to thee. So a very beautiful idea. It is. And maybe we'll come back to that at some point. Were they a bit more
3: fluid back then?
1: Oh, you mean gender fluid? I yeah, thought yeah, you were coming yeah. on, my, on my reading. I was like, I thought <laughs> they did a pretty good job. <laughs> no, gender I, I th- fluid. Th- No, I think there's a pretty, not gender fluid. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a very much a working theory of Shakespeare's bisexual. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So the first of like hundred and something sonnets are about, are about a young man. Oh, okay. Who Shakespeare does implore to get married and have children, but probably because that's just the convention. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Is that, yeah, yeah. You, that's not your, it's not your end game. Hence so it seems he's like he's, he's got, got yeah. romantic dalliances, Yep, but not, yeah. So it's just a really, it kind of gets covered up. Because yeah.
3: men played women, didn't they?
1: Men did play women, and but I this was, is, this is, was, this is, this is a poem. This oh, isn't, this okay. isn't, no, this isn't for the stage.
3: But I was frowned upon for women to be
1: on the stage. Oh, it was it? illegal. Hence why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Back of it to the Lepsis house. Um, Dilepus Dilepus Dilepsis Sure Dilepsis Viola lessips. It's lessips. That's That's it it. Back at the Dilesips house Viola returns home And the cover story Is that she's been in prayer And Lord Wessex Is not feeling I don't care Two hours is too long And he goes This is This is where she finds out Oh who are you marrying My lord He goes Your father should be better informed He has bought me To be your husband And (laughs) he goes You are allowed To show your pleasure (sighs) He's so good I love, oh, this. I love
3: this that just made me oh, and then finds out we're
1: going to move to the new world we won't be there that long three four years and he goes why me and he goes it was your eyes rather your lips and he kisses her and they're going to Greenwich on Sunday to meet the queen and he says be submissive modest grateful and brief <laughs> It's a nice Valentine's card in not it Max yeah. that's,
4: that's very romantic to my
1: submissive modest grateful and brief <laughs> yeah. girlfriend
4: be good. We're going to meet the queen. Off you go.
1: <laughs> Do your duty.
4: Mm. Well, I, I say that was the convention, though, back then. It, in was, it started, was, wasn't yeah. it? it I mean,
1: it's exaggerated the nth m- degree way. Yes. Like, this guy just sucks. Of course it is, but yeah, yeah, but
3: to be a woman back then yep. would be horrendous. He wouldn't, wouldn't have, have had as much
1: rights. Well, even even the those. father mm. frowns upon his own daughter. Property, huh? pretty much. Yeah. yeah, There are rubies in the saddlebag. <laughs> You'd be the man to ride her. Hmm. Um, so she, she does her duty and writes a letter letting Shakespeare down easy, right? Yeah. Uh, we go to a scene of they're practicing dancing. thats might be my, my favorite Ben Affleck moment of the, of the whole movie. Where he goes, gentlemen upstage, ladies downstage. nice. He goes, gentlemen upstage, ladies downstage. Are you a lady, Mr. Kent? <laughs> yes, he is. And of course, it's dramatic irony because yeah. we, we know Thomas Kent, Ooh. if you forgot, is, is Viola little, uh, yeah. oh my goodness. de Lesseps? Um, it turns out he goes. What about the speech? He goes. Oh, you don't like the speech? He says. Not the Queen Mab speech. And the Queen Mab speech is a very famous speech. Yeah, it's a very long speech it, in the movie. Uh, it's the one where um, Mercutio's in the, the the white wig and goes nuts and shoots his gun in the middle of the air for no reason.
3: Is this one where he's on that stage outside in the?
1: Uh, he's 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 taking like. The pill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's a bit off his head. Yep, yep. Uh, and he goes, Oh, but what? What a speech. He goes, And then you get a duel and a death like no one has ever had a plague <laughs> on both your houses. And Will leaves, and then Ben Affleck just looks at him and goes, <gasps> I die. He dies? <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. He's good in this. He's good in this. So good. And this is, this is a comedy, right? So it's, it's important. They're on a boat. I'm on a boat. He's on a mother I knew mode. it was coming. <laughs> I can't help it. He reads the letter in front of Viola De Lesseps. And he says, oh, but it looks like it's staying. Tell me, was she weeping when she wrote this? And of course, <laughs> we're all going, tee-hee-hee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, well, perhaps a little. And <laughs> then he goes, tell me how you love her? Like, <laughs> like, And this is a great line. Like a sickness and the cure put together. <sighs> it's good. He goes, is she beautiful? <laughs> And he goes, oh, if I could write the beauty of her eyes, I was born to look at them and know myself. And then she asks about the lips. And then she asks about her voice. And she goes, and her bosom. (laughs) Did I mention her bosom? (laughs) A pair of pippins as round and rare as golden apples. And this point, Thomas Kent goes, no woman can live up to these expectations. She goes, her eyes, her lips, her voice may be no more beautiful than mine, which is funny. yeah. But also Thomas Kent didn't mention the bosom no just saying but why
3: can he look into thomas kent's eyes
1: and not know that's you a- can think there's a, a bunch of reasons number one it's a comedy <laughs> and movies got movie that's true number two he's seeing her in his head like he's got this idea he's so enraptured that he can't see literally what's right in front of his face mm. love is blood yeah true there we go yeah Hey, Liam's face was like, "But but but," when love is Blind, I was Yeah, <laughs> just got suspended. you you're
2: saying, a "Okay, yeah, cool, yeah, I'm with yeah. you." Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you. love. Uh, so she he went. Look, love denied blights the soul which we owe to God. Like they wrote a great script. There's some great turns of phrase in this. Nice. And she goes, "What of Lord Wessex?" And he goes, "For one kiss, I would defy a thousand Lord Wessexes." And then Thomas Kent kisses Shakespeare and Shakespeare's like, What? Uh, Which actually yeah. if it just played too true to a story, it might have been like, Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> let me I mean, write you, pull let away, Let, does me, write, let me write you let me write you never saw it. He doesn't pull away, no. <laughs> uh, they kiss Viola runs off and the boatman goes, Oh, it's Viola with the Lessops. You didn't know. I like how the boatman just like gives it all
4: away, just like that
1: all of a sudden I think we need an organic reason for him to find out this this, yeah, no, this may as well work
4: it's just a bit too it's the idea that he's just hungry. sitting there watching
1: it going yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's, that's funny
4: yeah.
1: they meet in her room and because uh, he climbs up the balcony and Will says hold on does. hold on maybe you're mistaken as I mistook you and it's a great line are you the author of the plays of William Shakespeare funny in and of itself because of the controversy we talked about earlier yep. but he goes I am she goes then kiss me again for I'm not mistook <laughs> and the nurse comes to the room and of course the parents are out of town now right and hears giggles from her room and puts two and two together we cut back Good inside her, the room. Oh, she's 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 doing it she's doing a solid there yeah she is um all of a sudden um she says to shakespeare i don't know how to undress a man <laughs> niggles it's strange for me too yeah <laughs> which is great he looks down and sees her bust wrapped and he's like in wonder like what is this and then he unwraps her and it's it's really weird. It's like this really... I don't know. I think there's a wonderful piece of cinematography. Yeah. She the does upgrading. the spinning. She's spinning around. And the acting's great. I'm and the lighting's great. Around. And she's, like, lifting her arms up. And it's fun. It is fun. Young love. Yeah. It's fun. I'm surprised they showed Who this. doesn't love unwrapping a present? You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. I was... <laughs> I was surprised about how much boobage we saw here. <laughs> was, we, saw Burbage. Burbage. <laughs> 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 we saw Richard Burbage. We saw
4: boobage. Tasteful boobage, I yeah. say, almost. Oh,
1: very tasteful. Yeah. But but definitely made sure it was in the shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is where Harvey Weinstein contributed to the film. <laughs> Which is
3: why I asked earlier, was this the film that made her... I don't him think so. I
1: think, was that the idea of it? It was, it was like an open, it really was like this open secret, I guess, that you just, you just but kind of compartmentalized when you yeah, all right.
3: You just said that earlier that she'd split up with Brad Pitt and now Brad that went to him and said,
1: yeah, yeah. No, off, not, not doing around. it. So yeah. I think that was during, I think that was during sliding doors. It must have been, mustn't it? Yeah. Sliding doors before this. Yeah. 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 Sliding doors before yeah. It was for this year. Um, and so, um, the nurse then covers the noises from the bedroom with the rocking chair. She just sounds a little flustered herself, though. She does, yeah. So it's, it's a great, it's a great, I remember in the theater, it brought the house down when I was watching it, the cinema sorry. She, it was, she does this really well. She does it really well. Really, really well. Um, And so afterwards, they're laying in bed together, and she goes, I would not have thought it. There's something better than a play. And he's like, yeah. She goes, <laughs> there is. She goes, even your play? And at first he goes, he, he goes, like, huh? <laughs> And That was only my first try. <laughs> in the morning, they do the cock and owl speech from Romeo and Juliet. It was the lark, no, it was the owl. The lark, not the cock. Okay, that's a different. That's a different joke. Um, but no, no, it is
2: different. They do it differently it, in the bed, and then they switch it when they put it when he puts it in. But
1: this is this is the scene yeah. where they go, oh no, because in Romeo and Juliet, this is where she goes, oh, it's the come it's back the lark to bed. And it's the still. the nightingale in I think it's oh, the cock of right, yeah. the
2: owl in when they do it.
1: Okay, that makes. Thank you. That's good um and so and then finally she's like, she's like okay babe because just unlike Romeo and Juliet there's no pressure to get up nope there's nothing he goes hey it's Sunday we're, we're all good we're all good and then she goes he goes ah forget the pages and then she gets all upset saying so you'd leave us without a scene to read that day <laughs> and I'd be like if I'm Will I'm going you can rehearse scenes more than once we can do yesterday's scenes again yep just say it you want a masterpiece? It takes a while.
2: Probably not if you've only got two weeks to put an entire play on.
1: Oh, uh, something to that. The nurse calls her up and says, the house is stirring. It is a new day. And she goes, it is a new world. A new world. And they practice act one, scene five that day, which is where Romeo meets Juliet at the party. And that means Mercutio still, du- remember, we were told, but then he disappears for a Bible's length and shows up to die. <laughs> No, he shows up in act two, scene one. He also shows up in act two, scene four, both of which before he dies in act three, scene three. Oh,
3: okay. You know your Shakespeare.
1: Just saying. Cheyenne. Brush up on your Shakespeare. Uh, It's a great scene, though. That's a song, isn't it? It's a song, yeah. Brush up your Shakespeare. And Shakespeare is not good at hiding. (laughs) Thomas Kent's doing a scene, and he's like hugging this post as he watches. (laughs) I was once in a show where there was a couple um, having a bit of a romance, and man, I'll tell you what. (laughs) They were more subtle than this, <laughs> barely, but they were.
3: Oh, I'm glad they were. Yeah. 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 Sh-
1: <laughs> showmanses, showmanses happen. They do. They, they do. do. <laughs> uh, it's I a- don't know who you're talking about there. No, but, not, you know. I'm not, I have no idea either. It's not me. <laughs> it's- <laughs> have you ever had a showmance?
4: No, I don't think I have. No? There no. you
3: go. Are you implied you did, though?
2: No,
4: You
3: mean, it's not me. <laughs> no. Georgia, have you ever
1: showmance? No. I don't think
2: I have not like a fully fledged one that like you get closer to people closer like to people not,
1: and stuff might happen after the f- but not during no 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 no
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm moving on <laughs> um uh, it's a great scene though and shakespeare's not good at hiding his affection said so that kent and sam kiss but shakespeare interjects himself and it's a pas- it's a passionate kiss he's like let me show you how to kiss this is how you kiss and I've got my notes. They also really aren't subtle as they make out backstage. They're like, make, like, it's way too obvious of a window.
3: Way too yeah, obvious. It is, it is, it is. Anybody Look, could be standing backstage and you know, walk, 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 walk among
1: them, be surprised yeah, by them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Romeo then writes the balcony scene, which is first performed. Uh, it's in bed. So Romeo's reading Juliet's lines, and Viola is reading Romeo's lines because she's Thomas Kent, who's also Romeo. Yep so whenever it's the romeo lines we see it on the stage and it moves from day to night with torches it was beautiful when it was lit by they should have done more of a nighttime stuff because it looked great yeah but when it's juliet's lines will's doing that as as they like do a progressive sex scene (laughs) and um yeah it but they keep cross cutting between them um we get some sexy time uh in the theater scenes the other actors gather around as they're seeing magic um, I didn't realize oh I didn't realize <laughs> <sexy wrong>. time. <laughs> I've seen some so so much, there's, 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 out there's out also some magic, magic happening i <laughs> never seen too and she goes oh he goes oh will that leave me so unsatisfied she goes that's my line he goes it's mine too <laughs> um, I'll just say there's a line in the script that says stay a little I will come again it, it <laughs> might. it might it might show up on both parts of the double of a double. So I'll just say that. That's funny. I was trying to go, how can I say that in the in the cleanest way possible? That's about as good as I can do. Oh, You've done well. You're yeah. Even cleaner than what I'd do. There we go. <laughs> I should have heard something Herbie said last week. Jeez. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm so glad I missed it. Oh it's, I'll listen. tell you what, it's showing up in the end of year. i have already I've already like like screen capped it so I can go, okay, I gotta harvest this Did clip. you say it to him, shall we? Oh, I think he knows. <laughs> <laughs> you come on. Anything you say is up for grabs. Absolutely. Ned tells Will that the play is good, but suggests a different title. Romeo and Juliet. Oh, but get on him, And he thanks him. Yes. He says, Ned, you're a gentleman. And he says, and you're a Warwickshire shithouse.
3: <laughs>
1: but, uh, but even though
3: he knows he's not going to be the big
1: part in this. He sees a what it is. Yes. He's an actor. He, 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 sees great, he, gets, he sees great writing. And he gets it, doesn't yeah. he? Henslow's still trying to figure out where the dog and pirate king are coming in, and Bennington <laughs> shouts at them and kicks Henslow out of his own theater. Oh, yeah. That's a great because he, he he gets one over. He does. Yeah. He, he totally is like a baby face turn over the course of this play, uh, Absolute, movie.
3: Yeah, because he's gone from being this mean
1: guy to such a yeah. a nice guy. He's it? he's like in love with. He, he loves. You acting. know what he is? He's the guy who's doing his first show and loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's we've like Anthony. We've all yeah. been there, Anthony. When we did Twelfth Night, Anthony's first show. Really? Yeah, Twelfth yeah. Night was Andy's first show.
2: He, speak- he and Andy came-
1: said to me, "He said this is a good play, right?" I said, "Yeah, I think it is, buddy. I think I think it's a good one."
2: He came out because wow. we were doing, I think, a rehearsal for something beforehand or the one of the first readings, and he was decorating, helped decorating the hall. On the we village. were we short I Orsino. Him.
1: I hadn't made my decision yet on who was going to be Orsino.
2: Yeah, and I saw him and went, "You should come and do that." He was like, "Oh, what are you doing? i was be doing this." So we came and he
1: came and tried it. for that. And I was like, he's not right for that, but he could be right for this. And he was. He did a great job. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. He's just a nice guy. Oh, love to yeah. do another show with him. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, Henslow, I've heard it already. Juliet wakes up in a start and again realizes it's Sunday. Will confesses to Viola, I'm no longer writing a comedy. It won't end well. A river divides my lovers. And Viola tells Will, this isn't life. It's a stolen season good writing and you hear wessex downstairs and juliet sorry viola i keep calling her juliet viola realizes this is greenwich day what's that mean they're going to greenwich it's the day they're going to
3: greenwich to
2: meet the queen to meet the queen oh yeah, At yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: you made it sound like that was some sort of day nope just day greenwich. <laughs> greenwich
1: day what day is that 23rd of february <laughs> and she says to him they're having a bit of a fight because he's like you're gonna marry him she's like yeah i kind of got to." um and she says thomas kent my heart belongs to you and as viola a river divides us and Viola produces herself, and Wessex is upping his game somewhat. He tells her the tide waits for no man, but I swear it would wait for you. <sighs> Not bad. Yeah, but still in line. Yep. Uh, turns out Will's coming to Greenwich, too. He says, you can call me Miss Wilhelmina. <laughs> and it's the worst disguise. He's ooh, just, ooh, hey, hey. the whole time. Hey, hey. Like, this guy's, like, like dark. He's like, <laughs> obviously got man's features. Yeah, yeah, even under all that. Um, at Greenwich Wessex asks Will if uh, so he's like who's this who's this guy oh, oh Marlowe. oh yes he has been by the house <laughs> oh. quite frequently yes <laughs> Viola meets the queen the queen recognizes Viola from the plays at Whitehall and she questions why she likes the plays and Viola says I love having a play acted for me and she goes they are not acted for you <laughs> they are acted for me <laughs> they are acted for me Judy Dench is good
3: she is
2: yeah then it's all she does yes
4: what does <laughs> she really about
3: mean Elizabeth that's Elizabeth
2: the 1st right She had Elizabeth the 1st was in a tricky position because she had to take over and people were expecting her to no one wanted a queen; they all wanted a king.
3: And early in her career, so when she said, yeah. "I know what it's like to
1: be yeah. in man's world," yeah, this Like if you want to do it, like actually watched Elizabeth the first movie. It's a bit long, but it's it's great. Yeah, and the number, of, the number of men who try to take advantage of her and tell her what to do and steer her in their direction. She has
2: to be like this to get, yeah, so that she can survive. This uh, world. You like the last samurai.
1: I do. Yeah. Um, You know the bit where they're talking about how the kid says, all these people try and manipulate me. Uh, I'm God's chosen one if I do what they tell me to do. Yep. I think Elizabeth's in the same battle because she's a woman. She's like, everyone's to, she, she has to kind of become almost, almost. she almost de-sexes herself. Yes. With these big, flowy, like, yeah, it's not a, a suit, but it's a big, flowy, shapeless garment to sort of remove that feminine and she makes her face white to again sort of remove that Implied what's, weakness.
3: What's with the hair? Why do they shave the forehead? What was that all about? Or shave the hair I don't know. back? Because there was two maids that were the same. So I if, thought. As was Juliet's mom. She had a similar look as well. Oh, well, you see, well, I always. Just,
2: I think it was just fashion at the time. Well,
3: I didn't think that at the time. Uh, well, when I think of Elizabeth I, I didn't see any other body. I thought it was an, a condition she had. It's and the she plague. Was,
1: she was hiding
4: it. I mean, they probably weren't the healthiest of people either, so that might have contributed. No? True. So, oh,
1: okay. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, make,
4: make. Or it could have been fashion.
1: Yeah, I mean, we saw a lot of poor people who probably weren't healthy, who had <coughs> Their the full heads. Teeth head would have probably been. Oh, like teeth would have been disgusting,
4: rotten. There's they? a
1: scene at some point in the movie. I haven't brought it up, but Violet uh, oh, yeah, like brushes her teeth. Brush. Not accurate in the slightest. No, 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 no. No. it um, was
2: just a stick, though. It wasn't a brush. Yeah, yeah.
1: no, it was but just, but it was, yeah. even the act of cleaning your teeth that was yeah. not a common practice. Uh, and she says to the queen, "And I love poetry above all." And she goes, Ab- "Above Lord Wessex." everyone was te- <laughs> te- the queen loved just making other people look pants she did didn't she yeah. she knows like what she's doing people oh yeah she? it's like what are you going to do i'm the queen especially men right? oh she liked making look pretty foolish as well well yeah but she didn't know that she was oh well, yeah she does hear Yeah. no
4: she's yeah she's herself but, isn't yeah, she? yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. which is i love poetry above all above lord wessex it's a shot of both of them yeah she's tripping her up you know i play acted for me and they're acted for me yeah like yeah my lord when you can't find your wife i recommend you look for her at the playhouse <laughs> Elizabeth states that playwrights teach us nothing about love. They make it pretty, they make it comical, or they make it lust. They cannot make it true. This is why this works, because she's a straight character in a comedy. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, yeah. She's, she's like, I, she's, sh- she's sharp, but she doesn't, she's not writing comedic lines. She's just sharp. But I like that. Yeah? I like that in comedy. Me too. I like
3: that straight person. Yeah. Because that really gives it more depth and
1: more emphasis on it. Wessex goes, oh no. I thought wessex she goes oh no it's not true no no way <clears throat> and she goes oh and she asked wessex and he goes no 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 i'll wager my fortune that you're right majesty and she goes i thought you were here because you didn't have a fortune and the queen asks, do anybody take his wager and then shakespeare calls up 50 pounds <laughs> And she goes, all right, can a play show us the very truth and nature of love? I will bear witness, and I will be the judge of the bet. And Elizabeth tells Wessex privately, she goes, you have her, but you're a fool. She's been plucked since I saw her last, and not by you. I could see it. It tonight. takes a woman to know it. Yes. And, of course, he's already going on the Chris Marlowe. He had the, the approval from Wilhelmina that has happened. So there's a minor chord, and he goes, Marlowe." <laughs> And we cut to Marlowe and Burbage, and Marlowe is stopped by Burbage, and uh, Burbage and his housekeeper are having sex. He doesn't seem phased or bothered. She seems okay to have sex in front of anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he's finished the play, but wants payment. Burbage tells Rosalind, he's like, will you stop? <laughs> and he tries to play hardball by saying, well, you know, I've got a new uh, Shakespeare play, so I don't really need to pay you. And he goes, nope, he gave it to Henslow. And he's so mad, he throws Rosalind off. And, and her the- bracelet somehow, she falls down, but her bracelet flies up, up and across the room. Yeah, the magic bracelet theory. I'm calling yeah. this. <laughs> there we go. Someone got the reference. I got it. Um, and so it breaks. Burbage reads Shakespeare's name inside, and is furious. Shakespeare never gets with Rosaline. Nope. No, no. Uh, the fight scene and it, so this is great so it's the fight scene in romeo and juliet between I tybalt and mercutio and it's the big fight scene i love this but burbage has taken his men and he's coming to fight so the, the admiral's men and the, so the chamberlain's men are going to go fight the admiral's men it's all it's all just like off the cuff it, it's very meta i it's love brilliant, it yeah and then on stage they don't know they're coming yet so they're practicing the fight scene and i think uh, one of the capulets comes up and goes Gentlemen, please a word with one of you. <laughs> and Ned goes, Are you gonna do it like that? Is, is that is that really how you gonna do it? This was funny. That was funny. What's the rules for giving another actor notes if if, if you're an actor? Did do, do you do it?
2: Yes. Depends on the Depends relationship. Depends on the situation. The people,
4: yeah. mm, and how how much they need to note.
1: Yeah, you guys try to tell me not to do my stoner voice.
4: Yeah, it, it kind of grew you were, me a little you bit. You were like, going, don't
1: do it like that, man. It was that a bit sounds weird very to a much like whip. Felix. Yes, that sounds sound. oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah. I thought I couldn't do a Felix, but that's oh, a little bit kind of like. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good. Yeah, because I, I was doing this part opposite Liam. Yeah, you were. And Georgia, we, we were sort of the three. You two were the main couple. I was the, I was, I was uh, entanglement. You I was, was
4: Georgia's mum.
1: You were Georgia's mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's not the oldest one on the cast. <laughs> um, and so I was bored. I was off book. Unlike Liam, I was off book. <laughs> and uh, This is the show, though. I didn't even know what the hell oh, I was doing geez. when I walked on stage. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I was bored, which, I, which, which often happens once I get off book. So I, I start experimenting, right? What, what, what can I do with this? So I just start one day kind of going, okay, he needs – because the deal is it's a love triangle. And you need to end up with Georgia. But I'm like, I have the best songs. I did. You did. I have the best lines. You did. I did. I had, like the Romeo, I had all the Romeo and Juliet speeches. I had all that stuff. I went, so how do I make it so the audience is going to favor Liam over me? Because I need to do something so they don't take me seriously. So that's when I went, well, what if I do him like he's Otto from The Simpsons? That was my thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if I kind of do it like, a, oh, whoa. Because <laughs> if you're a stoner, you're like, no, no, don't end up with the stoner. Right? End up with the captain. That's the better shout. And I yeah. thought, I can undercut everything. But it also meant I had to sing in that voice. Right? So, oh, my goodness gracious, Santa, golly gee. You know, you rather, than, well. rather than sing it in my natural voice. And you and Richard, your duet was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So... I did that, and then Megan and George Ray very famously went, you're not going to do it like that. <laughs> it's kind of like, you're not going to do it like that, are you? And I was like, yeah. And I finally got someone to go, you yeah, know, I think I think you should do it like that. And I was like, yeah, I think I should. The weird thing is, though, because uh, I remember when I did
3: um, Oliver and I played The Undertaker, I did everything very... Nice yeah. You're and that. I had a, a very close friend of mine come up to me and say... You're really doing like that because they they just see you and think Liam will do it like this. That's pants, basically. Yeah. And I went, well, this is the choice, and I think it's quite funny in the fact it's a very small scene. People are going to forget it; it doesn't really matter. Um, but it kind of works for the Russian about of the the wife. He's so slow in the way he talks and the way he years, He reacts very slowly. I thought it'd be quite funny, a little comedic bit in the, in the thing. It'll, it'll be forgotten. As it turns out, when there was a review back in oh, was really good. I got the last paragraph. You're fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> well thank you. But it was just but it was a choice. So again, yeah, I suppose you can give people um some hints of go and look, if this is not
1: working, maybe you should try this or try this but Especially if they're inexperienced. Yeah. Then it's not too bad. Or if a director's not doing it, because usually that's the director's job. Let them give the notes.
3: The weird thing is we have a friend um, who directs shows and who um stars in his own shows that he does and when i was sitting outside of the scene i was watching it and i was going that don't look right he can't see himself he's yeah, the director. That's, that's hard and i was like how do i approach him to say i know it's wrong but i don't know how to make it better just yet oh, okay so um I, I went to him afterwards i said look um i know you're directing this I know this is your show that you've wrote and directing but you're in this i'm not in this bit it don't seem to work like this so he actually did, to his credit, give a performance that I said, try this. And he actually said, well, actually, that does feel better. It feels more natural. No, sometimes you need that. So sometimes it's – I just knew it felt wrong. Do you know what I mean? When you're watching something. And from what I understand from other directors like yourself,
1: you know when it's not right. Yeah. I remember once, Georgia, we were, we were in a production of Spamalot together. Mm-hmm. And during that, we were at a, there was a, a birthday party for someone in the cast. We were all out kind of part of whatever. And we'd all – everybody had had – we were being, we were, we were making merry, Bob Cratchit might say. Lubricated. And uh, George was trying to pick me up to the director going, you should see. Ah, oh, he, he always thinks I'm about sure his role. I'm sure you've told
2: this story. He always
1: <laughs> thinks about before. his role. He's going to be great in this. He is. He's got to take it and think of something, kind of like I did with, with Cookie and going, it needs to be this. Yeah. And the director was kind of like, all right, <laughs> Mr. And she pronounced my name wrong. <laughs> what, what are you going to do with this? I said, absolutely nothing because <laughs> we're in spam a lot so you have to do it like it is on, uh, uh, like it's it, a straight play Well, not, not just that but you have to do the version they know yeah you can't do your version of monty python well no because people want no, to, uh, it was no different than when megs was just in a production of lo I lo I you have to do the character as they know it from a tv you can't do your own spin or victor dibbly you had to be oh that. sorry D- victor dibbly the one i meant sorry uh, yes the Vicar of Dibley Because you did that Very similar mm-hmm. to the woman Who plays it off You can't go I'm going to do this of it instead No no no, no. It, People are paying their money you, Expecting something You almost have to yeah. Kind of
4: imitate in a way
1: It is it's, it's It's. 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 exactly what it is It's an imitation You've got to kind of look
4: And sound as much as you can yeah. Like the original person so. Especially in those types of shows
1: But I was very flattered By George's comments about Oh he's great He'll think about all this stuff Because with Cookie That's what I had to do mm-hmm. Yeah um, I
2: can be nice sometimes
1: Yeah it's been a while
3: <laughs> it's been a while.
1: Um, and so there's a big group sword fight, stage fight, and Henslow checks his script. He's like, Henslow's like, where is this in the script? I don't I, see the I bit like where the that. other guys fight. I like that. Though. Means, well, uh, Fennyman's like, oh, look, and there's a dog. It's like, he thinks it's real too, but he's like, check the script. We get feathers everywhere. This is funny. I like this bit. That's gossip. That's a reference to last week. Anybody who heard last week's week. get oh. that.
3: Well, um, why Why the feathers? Is there a big thing about this?
1: In, in doubt, there was a big no, metaphor. No, 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 in, in this. I think this is the idea that Henny, uh, f- um, Henslow, sorry, is going, don't break my props, because uh, he owns it all, right? Uh, okay. And, okay. and feathers is just a nice, easy way to show chaos. Yes, yeah. true. Otherwise, you've got to break legit furniture. Just feathers is a nice visual. I did
3: like one, I don't know if we're there yet or whether we've passed by it, but there's a bit where um, Shakespeare kicks his seat over, and then he goes to write something, and he pulls his chair Two, but where it's lent over on the side, he pulls it on the side and sits on the leg.
1: Oh, then, no, I don't have that anywhere. So. Oh, okay,
3: I that thought was quite cool.
1: Um, what do we got here? Both Will and Viola end up under the stage and kiss a bit before Will says he dreamed of a shipwreck. Feniman's heavies take uh, help him take care of the Admiral's men with Fennyman hitting the last blow with a skull. Boom. Which, of course, is a reference to Hamlet.
4: Hamlet. Yeah,
1: the last poor
4: Horatio. York.
1: York. York. I knew him well, Horatio. Skulls, I knew him well, Horatio. I knew
4: Horatio comes in there somewhere.
1: Uh, post-fight celebrations, Feniman buys everyone a round of a tavern slash brothel. Viola is jealous because all the prostitutes are hitting on Will in front of her. <laughs> and it's the uh, first time I've been here, honestly. He, re- he refers to himself as William the Conqueror, uh, who, of <laughs> course, was the first Norman king of England, reigning from 1066 to 1087. Will's line was probably inspired by an actual contemporary anecdote about Shakespeare. A lawyer, John Manningham, wrote in his diary in 1602 that Richard Burbage had played Richard III in Shakespeare's play. During this time, a woman in the audience was so smitten by him that she appointed him to come that night to her name. Started to come that night to her by the name of Richard the Shakespeare overheard the invitation and went to the woman before Burbage and, quote, was entertained and at his game before Burbage came. (laughs) When Burbage eventually showed up at the door, Shakespeare let him know that William the Conqueror was before Richard III. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) The prostitutes all hit on Thomas Kent and Viola's like, is this a house of ill repute? And he goes, it is, but it's a very good reputation. (laughs) fenneman says kent just you haven't dipped your wick yet (laughs) so he's trying to buy him Uh, a prostitute prostitute for the night well for a half hour um and to save viola will says so as a complete way to just kind of pivot and go let's distract him he goes let me put you in the play and he's all the way in he's all the way in yeah and he's so good um will admits to fenslow though he started to henslow he doesn't know how the play is going to end and Fenningman's going i've just agreed to participate as the apothecary
3: (laughs) should i wear a blue hat
1: and Henslow's like let's have comedy guess pirates dogs a happy ending or we shall send you back to stratford and your wife okay let's just call this will should have told viola he was married yeah, he should have done.
4: Probably. Yeah. But he probably doesn't tell any of the ladies he dalliances Well, of course he with. wasn't,
1: well, no. he, But he's, he's telling them he's a poet who's exposing his very soul to them.
4: Yeah, it's not very romantic to admit you've got a wife, like, yes, but maybe, should he Maybe he should have done it in though? a sonnet form. Yes, exactly.
1: And most of all, above all of his time and strife, I probably should tell you I do, in fact, uh, I probably should tell you that I have a wife. Yes, yes. there you go. <laughs>
3: it's more than you want it. it a wife or like not a, a wife, that is it. the question.
1: Or um, Viola runs away and Will chases after her but is interceded by another player who informs them that Marlowe is dead stabbed in a tavern. Of course he was threatened with a knife and was told I will cut your throat. Well he stabbed him in the eye didn't he? So Will well, thinks but, well, we don't, yeah. uh, he, I, don't send, think we know, I don't think we know stabbed in the eye yet we just know he stabbed. Oh okay. Um, will thinks he's to blame and Ned says a great light has just gone out Will goes to church and prays violently. <laughs> He's interceding yeah, hardcore here.
3: Wouldn't you? You used the guy's
1: name. Yep. Yeah. Basically used him as And of pain. course, I think as the audience, we think the same thing as well. Yeah, I did. Uh, Wessex and Viola. Wessex is singing as he rides. I'm like, wow, he's happy. <laughs> and he runs into Viola. And that's because he thinks Shakespeare's dead. Wessex and Viola conveniently never say a name. So they both attend the funeral, which is a strange date.
0: Hmm.
4: Yeah, it's a bit. Let's go something. attend
1: the funeral of your, of, of your lover. Who is yeah? Yep. Will enters the church and we see Wessex react before we see Will. Like is this Macbeth? in a? I was going to say, is this in a? This is Macbeth. It is. And when he points his finger at him, yeah. so in Macbeth, Beth. yeah, in Macbeth. Do you remember Macbeth? No. In Macbeth, um, Will, not Will Shakespeare. Macbeth. Does he sleep with his mom? Uh, Nope. Oh. Um, Mac, what one's that? Mac sleeps with his mom. That's yeah. Oedipus Rex. It's not Shakespeare. That's Greek. How oh, was it? Oh. Yeah. Um, will shakes Macbeth uh, kills the king to become king and then he kills his best friend because his is best friend's on to him Banquo is it
4: Banquo yeah. it is Banquo yeah.
1: and so then at the, he throws a dinner party to show hey let's have a loyalty banquet which is like the most like you will show up and save it you're loyal because he's going completely paranoid wow because he killed the king yeah, right? yeah, yeah. and then ba- and then Banquo shows up in ghost form and like points his finger but no one else can see him except for uh so it's this paranoia, really, that is getting to him,
3: and he's thinking it on his mind. That's Macbeth? not really a ghost, yeah.
1: No, because ghosts are real in, in, in Macbeth. Oh, are they? Yeah, so it is the ghost of Banquet. It's oh, so not okay. paranoia. Oh, okay. But meanwhile, you know, the, the Queen's having to go, oh, my husband's not well. He's, he, we, we should cancel the Banquet, because she's in on the murder as well. Ooh. Um, so when I was seeing this in the theater, like, nine, in the cinema, like, 19 years of age, I got so, I went, it's Macbeth! It's Macbeth! <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. I've always been a bit of a English... As far as like drama nerd, I guess. Um, the oh, Wessex runs out screaming, and Will confesses to Viola about killing Marlowe, and they make up. And she says, "I love you beyond poetry." When you died, I wasn't thinking about the plays that wouldn't be written. I was thinking how I'd never see your face again. And she says, "Look, I'm going to go to Wessex, but I'll go as a Wessex a widow from this relationship because we can't be together. So I will be a widow." And then Will lays out the end of the play and how everything's going to go to all the actors. And the actor playing, he says, and then the friar who married them. And the actor goes, oh, is that me? Friar Lawrence is a major part in Romeo and Juliet. You would not have to go, is that me at this point in the play? You wouldn't think so. You either. know who you are. But we haven't really seen him in this. It's we? for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to go all English teacher on it. <laughs> of course you will. Feniman's excited. He goes, and then he'll buy some drugs from the apothecary. He goes, oh, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. And uh, he says, oh. And then they finish. He goes, It's sad. That's wonderful, and I have the perfect blue cap for this role. I've seen apothecaries with this very cap. And uh, Ned suggests there's a missing scene, and it's the scene. It's the lark. No, it's the nightingale. It's that. And he goes, "Let's Again, practice he's that." He's
3: looking out for the play.
1: Yeah, Ned's great. He's brilliant. And he's like, "There's a, there's a thing. Seems like everybody else helps Shakespeare with the story part of it. He just writes the actual words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and well, that's
2: kind of what Shakespeare did. He took stories from other people and
1: rewrote them, didn't he? Yep. And then Shakespeare and Viola have sex in the theatre, which seems odd, given she has a big empty house to herself. And then we see John Webster looking in at them, and John Webster tells Tilney. Who? Is he a real person, this kid that saw
3: them? Yes. He oh. writes the He's Duchess a of Malfoy. playwright. Yep. Oh, the guy. Oh, okay. He says, crush your... Kind of set. Scruffy little urchin, yep.
1: isn't he? Wessex comes to the rose and they fight, and Will would have had him. Like, three times he would have killed him, but he has a stage sword and can't pierce Wessex. Not once, but twice. And then he grabs a knife and holds it to his knife and says, oh, I've got like, Wessex is like really bad at this. He is, and he's supposed to be yeah. like um, good with a sword. Yeah. Will pull and he says, He's the murderer of Christopher Marlowe. And Ned goes, No, it was a tavern brawn over the bill. And Hensel goes, Oh, vanity. No, it's not Billing, bill. the bill. And Tilney then shows up to close the theater. Uh, meanwhile, uh, um, they kind of let Wessex go. And I'm like, yo, if he tried to kill me, yeah. I might just let him walk out. Legitimate I know tragedy. it's a darker movie, but no, I'm having him. <laughs> with if, a someone, if someone walked in to kill you, yeah. his intention when he walked in was to kill you. Am I just letting him walk out with a theory? He'll come back tomorrow? I guess not. Not How many time. times can I beat him? Yeah. With stage props? Yeah. Well, you got to give him props, did not you? Uh, <laughs> uh, Tony goes up to close the theaters, and he says, there's a woman on stage. <gasps> and, of course, they point out the wrong one at first. See? It's the nurse. <laughs> and he goes, and he's not here. Er, I saw her boobies. <laughs> boobies. And Tony confuses it for Sam till a mouse has played down Viola's neck. And he goes, that's who I meant. And he closes the theater. And Biola claims nobody knew. She takes a wig off, doesn't she? And the kid says, he knew. I saw him kissing her boobies. <laughs> <laughs> she apologizes and leaves. And the stutterer says she was wonderful because we've forgotten that he's here. That was nice. Benjamin comes back from practicing his life, to find out everything's changed. And um, William Shakespeare then eventually has to play Romeo in his own play. Uh, No such claim has appeared in most biographies of Shakespeare, but he is believed to have played other famous roles in his own play, such as The Ghost in Hamlet and Lord Baron in Love's Labour's Lost. Um, You've directed, Mix? Yes. You ever appear in your own play?
3: Not one I've directed. Okay. I've done two. How hard is that to direct yourself in a play?
1: Uh, You you mentioned, Crucible, I didn't want to do it. Crucible, I filled in. And that's why when we did it at Hudson, I found someone to take my part and went, take it. I don't want to do it. Yep. Uh, Twelfth Night was an absolute, no, no. It was, a, it was, I need to do this role. I will direct the show. I, no, I, think, I, 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 I think I can do a pretty good job, but I will be feste. Yeah. I very drunkenly went <laughs> at the NODA Awards, you will let me do the <laughs> Twelfth Night, and I will be in it, and I will also direct it. It was going to be a B company show, and then I got promoted to an A company show, and yeah, how's that? Uh, it is difficult in the sense that you don't get a feel for yourself, and unless someone can tell you
4: how would you have took image, direction
1: if someone said to you that, you know I'd want it to be one person. I'd want uh, I'd want to delegate that to someone. And I might even have done it. i might ask Richard. Yeah. Cuz I rate Richard a lot. Yeah. Uh for instance in the Hamlet I thought the Hamlet was a bit uneven. That's just me from watching it cuz I saw I saw the the, have you still the video my of DVD? it. The DVD. No, I gave the, you, the DVD back. did you give it back? To yeah. Me? Okay. I watched and give it back. I thought I was. A, I thought the performance of Hamlet as Hamlet was a bit uneven. I thought I felt looking back, on, He needed someone to tell him what to do, or yeah. tell him what was working, what wasn't. Because yeah. there was a lot of good ideas. It just didn't. I know Hamlet's supposed to be divided between two mindsets, but it wasn't that kind of uneven. No, oh, he yeah, actually starred in as well as. Uh, yeah. Directed it, which is hard. Yeah. You see, uh, um, doing Twelfth Night was easy because it's it, it's a comedy, so I just have to go. What's the best way to get the laugh, and how do I want to present this guy? So I knew how to get the. I think I've got a bit of a natural, comedic tone. You kind I, of I, th- I think I know where funny is. I'm I right remember you
3: sitting in front of like certain scenes that you are in and you just read in the lines Yeah, because you was watching what the whole scene was. Because my job like. still
1: is to direct. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I can get there and that'll be fine. I'll read yeah. off other people and I'll, I'll do whatever. Um, I think I'm all right, but I think I, I must have deputized someone and said, if you have any thoughts, let me know.
3: I found my wig the other day. Did you? Yeah. 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 The one that Georgia hacked a bit.
1: Yep. Was, gave, was, gave, that gave, was my old Galahad wig, wasn't
3: it? Gave me the... No, it no, was a it was long one. Was this something different. different? Oh, different? oh yeah. Okay, yeah, we just we,
1: we said we it need, was a long one. We needed a, a look, didn't we? And you yeah. just wrote and. Cut it to pieces. Let's power through. <laughs> um, the Admiral's men are drinking their sorrows away when in comes Burbage to offer them a theater. And he says, hey, we can, we can do the, the, the show after all. And so the, the poster says, and I think this is going to be a joke on Hollywood credits in general. By permission of Mr. Burbage, a Hugh Fennyman production of Mr. Henslow's presentation <laughs> of the Admiral's men in performance of the excellent and lamentable tragedy of Romeo and Juliet. And I think it even says starring so-and-so as the apothecary. Yeah, it yes, it did yeah. they still't have a Romeo and Romeo and, and sorry and will Shakespeare is mad because it's the day of uh, Viola's wedding and Juliet's getting married and looks less than thrilled and Wessex is getting paid five thousand pounds getting paid a lot including if he wants 50 pounds in gold to have on him that'll be convenient later. He's ironically clothed in gold, and so is she, which kind of symbolizes this what the marriage is about. It's the acquisition of wealth. I thought it was a good touch. Mm-hmm. She says, I see you're open for business, so let's to church. <sighs> they ride literally past, I said Romeo, uh, Will. And we don't see the wedding. We see them just come out of the wedding, which I think is, I guess, that stops you from becoming attached to us in any way.
4: We don't really need to see it, do we? Because no. it's not like a, a proper love.
1: Uh, I've got convenient advertising for the play is convenient. It literally slaps Wessex in the face.
2: It's because they all got blown away when he went to put one on the board earlier.
1: That's right. And the nurse helps <laughs> give Julie, helps Viola give Wessex the slip in a great moment. He goes, she goes in the carriage and he's waves to me and says, You'll all be welcome to visit us in Virginia. And she goes, Oh, take care of her, my lord. And the whole time, Viola goes in one door of the carriage and goes out the, out the blind side to the audience, not the audience, but to the guests at the wedding and to Wessex. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. And Brilliant. he gets in, and it takes him a beat to realize Just sit down he's good in this. Don't like him. You're not supposed to. No, I know. Um, the, the nurse helps give uh, oh, I said it already. The play's the thing. Will's dressing as Romeo and the crowd is in, including a Puritan preacher who does not want to be there. Yeah. Will sees the stutterer and Henslow convinces him it'll all turn out well. How? I, I don't, don't know. know. It's a mystery. <laughs> There's a great pause and the is thrown out on stage and you get the viewpoint from behind him looking at the, the audience. The audience. Yeah. I did want to pause for a second and go, why do we like being on stage? For me, this character
3: sums up how I feel on stage. So I grew up with a stutter. So for me to learn lines meant I could talk. So the reason I got on the stage was so that I could talk. By learning a, p- a passage of uh, sentences, I could say what I need to say without stuttering. So for him to do that, I can understand why he manage to say stuff so do i love acting in front of people yes do i get nervous very much so do i want the applause and adulation afterwards doesn't faze me doesn't bother me if i don't do the bows afterwards that doesn't bother me what i do care yes. about is some my-
1: directors take those away <laughs>
3: <laughs> again right choice um but i i get the i like it when people say to me you've done a good job there i didn't see that coming i like that um but then we've all had shows where
1: we haven't done too great
2: speak for yourself,
3: speak for yourself.
1: <laughs> well i am uh, georgia uh, same question you're you, you going through to do a master's what up
2: um there's something incredibly humbling about getting to be the person or the part of a group of people that gets to entertain other people I think as humans, that is one of the things that sets us apart from the rest of the animal kingdom is the fact that we actively seek out entertainment and enjoyment through watching other people do things. And the fact that I get to be part of that group of people to do that, to provide a service, to provide entertainment is, uh, yeah, it's really humbling. I thoroughly enjoy it. Thanks.
4: I just like being someone else for a bit. That's quite fun. I don't have to be Megan. I could be somebody else for an evening. That's fun.
3: (laughs) What about you, Ian? I don't know. When was the first time you got on stage? Oh, very young. Yeah? Very young. Sing um, or just actually? No, no, acting, acting.
1: acting. My, my first thing, I was a lead in something called Ian's marrow. That was my first. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a primary school thing, and they wanted me to be like Ian. Thought it was like a narrator, right? Ian thought about the big marrows that he'd grown last last. and I was going for more like I'm thinking, and they're like no, no, we want you to like hold hold your hands out and like measure it. And I'm, even at like six, I'm like that's stupid. <laughs> the marrow's not really there. I can think. Yeah. Right? And it wasn't until they went, look, if you don't do, – basically, I was told if you don't do this, we're going to recast it to Billy's marrow or something <laughs> like that. So then also, of a I was measuring the marrow of my hands.
0: <laughs>
1: Ferociously. Um, I love an empty stage. Are you, are you okay with, with an empty stage, just you and the audience and a big old bunch of nothing?
3: Yeah, because it doesn't matter where you go or you're not throwing anybody else off. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, nice.
3: I'm, I'm quite comfortable with that.
1: You're, I mean, you must be good. You've done a lot of leads over the years.
4: Yeah, no, no, it's fine because I say you're, you're not yourself. are you somebody else? So that's quite fun.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I prefer working with the people because then oh. it's a collaborative thing and there's something magical in that as well. But um, yeah, no, I'm, you sort I of think, carry, I'm happy I, with it I, empty think, stage. I <laughs> think
1: there's some metal to go in because as seems the roles I get, I get something where it's just me in an empty stage and the audience and it's going, it's like the ultimate like stare down. You know what I mean? Can you do this? I think, I, I think that's the challenge of it all. And going, can I walk away going? And this, this, it's weird because it's collaborative. It's also been competitive. Yeah. I do want people to walk away going, he was good. Yeah. When we did, when we did Planet, I was so, I was, because the reviewer who used to do our shows kind of gave out a best in show. Mm-hmm. And I'd never got, I hadn't done that many, but I was like, I want that. I really want that. And I was so competitive going, oh. Hey. Ethan's really good in this. And I was like, and then Ethan kind of went off script when the, when the critic was in as well. And I was like, I really, it was weird. I was like, I need this. He's
3: very much like you in your younger days.
1: My younger days? Yeah.
3: Okay. Well,
1: he's not old as you, is he? So No, no, no. no. <laughs> I've never gone in business for myself when the critic's been in. Okay. I'm not changing lines. I'm not, I want to do the best I can, yeah, 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 but I'm not, I'm not changing lines. I'm not adding bits. Okay. If there's a certain, um,
3: line that hadn't got laughed before, would you still pause and?
1: Yes, because I think, I, I think it's just the crowd. I don't think it's me. Oh, okay. I'm always convinced I've got the right read. And if I don't, then I'm like Chandler, ba- like Matthew Perry, when he said, I die when the joke doesn't hit. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I know where the funny is. I really believe that. I know where the funny is. So you Whereas, and I th- that's why I think that's why I said that people who are good at comedy can do drama because it's all about emotional manipulation. So drama is that's why comedians tend to go really easily to drama, but not the other yeah. way around. Yeah. So it's why I think Crucible was easy. I was able to go. I know. Okay, tension's here. Come. I want this. I want this as the big moment. Yeah. Yeah. And Richard, who I rate very highly, was very complimentary. Going, you seem to always know how to do entrances and exits and get things. And I was like, thanks a lot. Because I had no idea what I was doing. First time director. I don't know.
3: And do you know what? He has no belief in himself. So we don't.
1: It's different. It's weird. People yeah. who are really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's keep going. Uh, the plays. The thing I've said that he's uh, He stutters and he, he nails it and he has no fear. Well, you talked about stuttering. I had a stutter when I was a kid as well. <laughs> Did Lo- you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Significant. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So profound. If I get tired, it'll come out. When I'm teaching, if I'm tired, it'll come out. Yeah, my And I take a stop and I say, "Okay," and, and forgive myself because I hate myself in the moment. Well, I, d- what I, d- I don't even know how to describe it. It's like I'm trapped behind the word I want to say.
3: Yeah, for me, other words come out. And sometimes people belittle me with, um, oh, you said this wrong. You said that wrong. Yeah. yeah, sometimes I do. But my brain is not thinking quick enough to think of the words, what it is. Yep. So instead of having that stutter and that stop, I fill in the word with a different word. Yep. As I've got older... Because of the jobs I work in, I have to talk to people, I have to maintain eye contact, I have to speak to them. So over the years I've learned to cope with things a lot better than I do when I was younger.
1: But yeah. Excellent. Uh the crowd applaud the opening scene, it's a good crowd. The the actor's great. He's right. making eye contact. That's why I'm like it's, it's, it's so it. It can be it can be overpowered in an empty stage. It's just you. Yeah. So can you can you stare down the audience Especially and not if you be phased? If
3: you're gonna get the words yep. out. Yep.
1: Uh it's a good crowd they applaud and we all know what a good crowd can do especially for a comic. Oh yeah Especially yeah, yeah. for a comic. Lifts doesn't. Yeah. Uh there's nothing worse than when you're doing stuff and you said you like said, if you get a laugh I know where the funny is. Yeah. You go I wish they'd laughed cuz you cuz you cuz you feel it all but no. Nah. Uh Sam can't do his uh thing his, his voice dropped unfortunately. And he goes <laughs> what do we do and he goes the show must you know and then we we'll goes go on and I'm like oh <laughs> that was bad. He goes, we got 20 pages till Juliet comes on. It'll all turn okay. How do you know? I don't know. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Henslow tells Burbage there's no Juliet. This is in the crowd. And Viola's like, there's no Juliet? And they're like, who are you? And she goes, I'm Thomas Kent. He goes, dude, do you know it? And there's this pause. And she goes, every word. And honestly, I get chills. chills. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Wessex is coming into the theater. And he's, disp- uh, Will comes out while Wesley is moving to the theater and he's, he's he's off stage. He's like waiting for this this croaky Juliet. And you hear, uh, you know, I'm here, mother. And everyone goes, oh. <laughs> and then there's a pause. It's an audible gasp, herme's He's not an audible groan. <laughs> and then Burbage says to him, we'll all be put in the clink. And Hensler goes, see you in jail. Yeah. Uh, Ned dies and the blocking for this is great for the camera because the camera's on the stage looking... Towards them acting in the audience in the background, yeah. but if you were actually seeing this from the play's perspective, Will is blocking your view of the death of Mercutio, and yeah. all his lines are being said.
2: I was thinking this while oh. I was watching it. So yeah.
1: there was part of my go I get what you're doing because you want me to see the audience enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Terribly, yeah. terribly blocked. Yeah, it was terribly blocked. Um, uh, some cool things. The Capulets are red. The Montagues are blue. I'm like, this is dead easy. Dead easy. Just just a note on uh, what do we go see? Hairspray. hairspray. The yeah, hairspray. That didn't work. We the saw production was, that
2: never should have happened. We, we
1: saw hairspray where, like, we're not in an area where the, 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 the racial story in hairspray can be pulled off by actors of those uh, ethnicities. Yep. So I never would have done it. Shouldn't be done. But if you had to do it, I'd go, okay, make half of them red, half them blue. Job done. They mm-hmm. didn't even do that. I'm like, this is like Nomeo and Juliet figured it out. Like, come on, it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. But I remember the critic going, what are you guys going to so do? He's like, we're not. <laughs> Absolutely not. We're not doing this. Um, Ned dies. I said that already. Uh, we see Viola. Will sees Viola and says, oh, I'm Fortune's fool. This is backstage. She says, are you married to Wessex? And he goes, yeah. And they say their goodbyes, but they say it on stage for the goodbye scene from the balcony.
3: Oh, it's good. This last little scene is brilliant.
1: And so what whole apothecary and the apothecary comes on and he jumps all of Will's lines. He's so nervous to get his lines out. He's like, I will. And he just cuts them off. And if you've been on the other side of that, which I have, you just got to go, You can't go. Bring it, it. You can't go. My line was this. Nope. nope. <clears throat> Tilney continues to march. Romeo takes his poison and dies. And the crowd's crying and it's silent. And they let it sit for a while. And I'm like, that's clever. Because most performances, they do it so like, it's like, it's like in the movie. As yeah, soon as one dies, one, one gets up, up. yeah. That beat's actually really good. Yeah, the, the, yeah I thought I was different. Yeah. I liked it. Uh When Juliet rises, there's an audible gasp, not an audible groan. She goes, <laughs> where is my Romeo? And the nurse calls out,
0: Dad! <laughs> yeah,
2: she does, does not she? The, 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 the,
1: the show ends. She pulls the red handkerchief that out. That was clever. Yeah. To show the blood yep. and uh, the... Do you know
2: they used to create um, the sound of thunder by rolling a metal ball around a guttering around the top of the oh, globe? It's oh. really Like, the effects they used were really, really cool. Like, simple stuff, but simple, really
1: cool. Simple but good. The stutterer closes the show and then he ends and it's silence. And the stutterer even looks around a little bit he bows. And he's like, uh-oh. Everyone's like, what's this? And then it starts with one guy clapping. He's
3: the one guy that claps? Is he somebody? It's just the not just a guy. Oh, okay.
1: And then it's a raucous cheer. But if you look, the Puritan who was preaching <laughs> against them he had more it. fun than anybody. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. Everyone applauds and Romeo and Juliet kiss. Sorry, um, Will and Viola kiss with the mask of the bows to conceal their kiss, I think.
0: Maybe. It's pretty out there. Yeah.
1: You'd still see that. At the, at the time, Tilney comes on stage and tries to arrest everyone. And Burbage says, I've done nothing wrong. I haven't opened the rose. And he goes, that woman is a woman. And the nurse tries to act outraged like it's, 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 it's <laughs> him that she's talking about. And Ned plays along and goes, that crow is not a woman. <laughs> and he says, I'll see you all put in the clink. In the name of Her Majesty, Queen Elizabeth. And you just hear, Mr. tell me, have How care with she... my name. You'll wear it out. How would she have hid in the audience? She drops some sort of a head covering. I still say she wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. Someone would have worked out it was a. It's not that big of a theater. (laughs) No. She says the Queen of England does not can't be lewd because the Queen of England does not attend exhibitions of public lewdness. So something is out of joint. And she says, Master Kent, and Viola comes on out and curtsy. Oh nope, I shouldn't be doing that. And (laughs) does a bow instead. And it's kind of like the Queen's like, No, you don't curtsy here And she goes, yes, the illusion is remarkable and your error is easily forgiven, but I know something of a woman's and a man's profession. Yes. Mm. She goes, if only Lord Wessex were here. And this one, like, Webster's like, he is, he's over here. He goes to run away, doesn't he? And the queen Webster. says, yeah. And the queen says, uh, look, I think you've lost your bet. You better go whatever." And then uh, she goes to the the boy, Webster, and goes, did you like the play? And he goes, I liked it when she stabbed herself, your majesty. <laughs> she looks at <laughs> him and laughs. Uh, Queen Elizabeth tells Shakespeare to, to come to him as himself to Greenwich next time. Wessex runs outside and says, you're right, I've lost my wife. How is this to end? And she goes, like, like, like all stories must, when the time for the stories to end, with tears and a journey, those whom God has joined in marriage, not even I can put asunder. And if you look, Paltrow does a pretty good job of reacting to this. Like she still would hope that somehow the queen, hey, she didn't out me as as whatever. Maybe I can be Thomas Kent and that'll yeah, be the end of it. Yeah, just yeah. nope. And she says, "How much was the wager?" Oh, sorry. She says to Thomas Kent, "To Master Kent, Lord Wessex's eyes foretold has lost his wife at the playhouse. Go make your farewell and send her out. It's time to settle accounts." And how much was the wager? He tries to lie and say it's fifty shillings before coming clean on pounds. And she sends um, Thomas Kent in with the money and says, Matt, tell Master Shakespeare something more cheerful next time for Twelfth Night. And she pauses <laughs> by a puddle and not one gentleman puts a robe down for her at first. And then they try and she goes, too late. And yeah, she stops through right it. through it. <laughs> yeah, get on her. Um, Viola finds Will and says, hey, you're a hired player no more. And he goes, my lady Wessex. And they're like, oh. ooh. She tells the Queen's request and he's like, I'm done. And she goes, you can't be done. And they brainstorm Twelfth Night. She basically gives them the the plot for that as well. Yeah, yeah. And they imagine a world where Twelfth Night actually works. And it all ends well. And I was like, how does it end well? She goes, I don't know. It's a mystery. It's just a mystery. And he says, you will never age for me, nor fade, nor die. And she says, nor you for me. That basically is that song of 18 Mm. that we talked about, Mm. you know? Shall I compare you to Summer's Day he says now age shall not rot it's, not it's, it's just a shorter version of that so I thought it was, I, was, I wanted to read it because it was nice symmetry I went, I never noticed that
2: but equally nice. he immortalizes her as the character Viola in Twelfth
1: Night yep and she says write me well yeah and that's the idea the, the, the last two lines of Song of 18 say because I've written you in this poem yeah. you will never you will never die yes. so it's the same message uh, initial test audiences this scene was not here it was a different scene in its place and it oh, wasn't as okay. good And so in November 1998, they came and filmed this just a few weeks before release. Um, And so it expanded upon the previously Twelfth Night sort of passing references to make it much more explicit. And Joseph Fiennes had to interrupt work on a West End play, and Gwyneth Poucher would be brought in from filming The Talented Mr. Ripley. Oh. she was playing opposite the, the the greatest actor of our time, Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> the play remains the thing, and we end with Will writing Twelfth Night. Although he suggests in his version, he's like, and she's a shipwreck alone, and I'm like, she's got a brother, yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to worry about him for this. It's going to muddy the waters. My so, uh, so, um, he goes. Her name will be, he says, Viola. Viola, and, go, and she boo! walks from this beach. Up towards the trees. I'll throw it in a second, Donna, because I know Thank what you, you want to say. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like a Japanese role-playing game where, like, it's the opening. It's, it's a great final shot of her walking towards really? the trees. Yeah. Liam, tell me what you want to say.
2: It's Holcomb. <laughs> it's local.
1: Where, where's, where, where's Holcomb, buddy? Thank you for that, Georgia. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll
3: remember that in for future. I'll where we are we
1: where at? Where's, where, where's Holcomb? Holcomb's just down the road from us.
3: Yeah, it's and it's, uh it's a a beach that um is owned by I believe the Coke family. What Coca-Cola? Not Coca-Cola, no. Cola, Cola, no Cola, Cola, just Cola. Is
2: cook. Is it Cook? C O K E. Yeah. It might be Coke. I don't the know. The
3: Earl of Leicester, I think they Okay. It is. Um I think that's the 10th Earl of Leicester now. So um, so could we go up on that beach or is that like a no-go? Yeah, yes. Go right. oh, okay. Yeah. But um it's a private uh, privately owned beach but when i i didn't realize this was holcomb until i started seeing that last shot and i went this looks familiar yeah is this holcomb and obviously I,
1: like, I didn't know what holcomb was back and then. i was like
4: oh should my have got a of Georgia god this it. is
3: holcomb <laughs> i looked it up and i went That is and i just and i recognized it i was like oh my god that's amazing and to think that i've walked down that part many many times and mm. not even well i've never seen this film
1: until yesterday so it was just odd maybe we should have done that rather than the the the, the, the cheers reference <laughs> Shakespeare's reference is great. I, but I, I
3: really, I really like this scene. And and when I look back into my mind's eye and remember, I remember something being said about um, Shakespeare in love and about um, filming. Yeah, but that hadn't, I hadn't put two and two together until I saw this yesterday.
1: Fight can be allowed. Oh, and so uh, so the walk away, and it's where we end it. And Viola walks, and the opening line being written, which says, "What country is this?
2: What country, friend, is this?" There
1: it is um one last moment if i may between romeo and juliet and twelfth night shakespeare wrote 10 other
2: plays
1: (laughs) over a period of six years yeah so there you go okay let's play a game of what did you play from the set dame judy dench was so taken with the full-size replica set of the rose theater that miramax gave it to her to take home Wow.
4: A replica set she took home.
1: She took home what? the full sized replica. <laughs> so the rose, the rose that they acted the whole first half okay, of the movie if in. I had
4: space. Judy Dedge gets it. Take that, that would be nice, but yeah. Good on her. <laughs> My house is a
1: swimming pool. I've got a theater.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <An Elizabethan laughs>
1: a working Ethan theater. Come and perform in this theater. At early 1999, she was looking for a site and a financial backer so it could be used as a working theater. That's I'd gladly go see a play there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would. So that is that we're in the end game now we are in the end game now this one's for Liam no jumping in here <laughs> random word uh, random word uh, apothecary <laughs> I think we're going <laughs> to struggle with that maybe we should try a different one because um, I'm going to gifts of this that's all I'm going to get okay uh, theater theater yeah. I like theater yeah there we are if you want to throw an apothecary one in there, folks, you prove that <laughs> yeah, I'm wrong. Well, throw yeah. it in there. <laughs> 13 Oscar nominations. Wow. Seven wins. What we'll do is just name stuff and I'll say, let's go. Let's see if we can do the wins first. Shall we do that? Best film. Best. Yeah, wins best picture. Best screenplay. screenplay. Uh, best original screenplay. Costume. Costume. Costume design, yes.
4: Supporting actress. Mm,
1: yes, supporting actress, Dame Judi Dench. Uh, editing. Uh, nominated, does not win. Oh, uh. uh
3: uh, um,
1: he doesn't win. An, he doesn't win an Oscar for He philip. doesn't get nominated for no. it.
4: No. Did Gwyneth Paltrow get nominated for it? I don't think she did. Did she?
1: She wins Best Actress. Oh,
4: does she? Yep. Wow.
1: Oh. I yeah. There's a very famous picture of her. That? Oh, she was huge.
4: Oh, I don't remember it, that. I knew. I knew about Judy Dench. Did Jets, she cry when she, she, got she got
1: hardly it. did anything? Well, a lot of them do. Uh, I want to think I, looked, wearing wearing this, a yellow dress is what I'm seeing in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember that. Uh, whatever wins do we have? Uh, well, okay. Cinematography? Uh, no. Nominated but doesn't win. Let's think about the fact that you made a life-size replica of the Rose oh, the Theater. Set. Art design, yeah. yeah. Art design, Art set. direction, yeah, yeah. And then finally, uh, back then they used to do a score in two categories, dramatic score and musical or comedy score. So it wins for Best Musical or Comedy score. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, counting this movie's win for Best Picture, it has the most Oscars ever won without winning Best Director.
0: <laughs> wow!
1: So it wasn't even uh, it wasn't even nominated. Oh no, it was nominated, right? Sp- uh, just for the record, for the big ones, it doesn't win. Spielberg wins Best Director for uh, Saving Private Ryan. Oh,
3: okay, oh, okay, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah.
1: sense. Uh, Roberto Benigni wins Best Actor. Yes. I know Buddy wasn't nominated, but still, he wins Best Actor for Life is Beautiful. James Coburn wins for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, dramatic Score went to Nicola Pliovanni for Life is Beautiful. Sound and Cinematography went to Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Yeah, I Dame Judi Dench Wins an Academy Award For Best Supporting Actress For her role As Queen Elizabeth How much time Does she spend on screen
4: Not much 12 like, minutes 12 five, five minutes 5 minutes 5 minutes So I was going to say 3 minutes
1: 5 minutes and 52 seconds And only 4 scenes well I been, The I would second love, shortest performance To an Oscar
4: I would love that 5 minutes and I win an Oscar
1: Yeah Shakespeare and Love won the Best Picture Oscar is controversially, uh, sorry, is considered a controversy that it defeated critically favored Save and Private Ryan and was the first comedy to win the award since Annie Hall in 1977. The decision was criticized by many and Gwyneth Paltrow winning Best Actress was also a controversy because she beats Kate Blanchett for Elizabeth. So there's two films, both about Elizabeth in the same year and Joseph Fiennes is in both of them. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> uh, many industry pundits speculate this was attributed to the awards campaign led by Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein was reported mm. to have strong armed the movie talent to participate in, in an unprecedented blitzkrieg of the press. This part's true. Like they they worked the phones every day for like three uh, for three hours straight for three months. Wow! Like radio stations, just everyone to really? keep the, the 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 buzz going. Buzz going.
4: So I think out of Elizabeth and. Gwyneth Paltrow's role in this I would have thought Elizabeth had a bit more Acting chop in it Do you know what I
1: mean I, was, I remember don't bored know. At portions in that I, Which could be A really good performance I don't know yeah. Terry Press An executive at DreamWorks At the time Stated that Weinstein And Miramax Quote Tried to get everyone Believing that Saving Private Ryan Was all in the first 15 minutes Mark Gill, an executive at Miramax, claimed that Weinstein had a reliance on relatively cheap publicity, stating this was not saying to the stars, okay, you can go on a couple talk shows to open the movie and do a weekend of interviews at a junket, and thanks so much for helping. Gill said, that was just good morning, you got three months of shaking hands and kissing babies in you. Hmm. in 2015 the Hollywood Reporter claimed to have interviewed hundreds of Academy members indicating that if they had to choose between Shakespeare in Love and Saving Private Ryan a majority of them would award the Oscar to Best Picture to Saving Private Ryan I don't know what to say that's literally what the Oscar vote is yeah. you ask them to vote yeah, yeah. <laughs> in 1998 was the only year that two actresses were nominated for Academy Awards for playing the same character in two different movies Dame Judi Dench for Elizabeth yeah. and of course Kate Blanchett for Elizabeth one for Best Actress one Best Supporting Actress uh, we've said about that. Jeffrey Rush was nominated for a BAFTA award for his performance in each as well. Winning for Elizabeth. Wow. Oh. So, who would you cast as who?
2: Can oh. I reprise my role? As Viola? Uh, yeah.
1: Well, we got, someone can be Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, it's there it right. Right. is. Coming. You can be Rosalind.
2: Okay, I'm going to win I'm going to win
4: a, or a nurse. An Oscar. You, and you can win the Oscar for, yeah. for,
1: for less than six minutes of work.
4: It's a, do you know what? And some who, good lines. Who should she be out for that out of interest? Does anyone know?
1: Uh, no. But should there be
4: other supporting actresses that would have had a lot more to do in sure, other what, films? What year was it?
1: Nineteen is the 1998 Oscars. So yeah.
4: Just intrigued.
1: So it was at the awards ceremony was in 99 but it's for the 1998 movie season. Which is actually because we've seen most of the movies now because we've seen most because it just happens the 25th anniversary so yeah, we've yeah, hit yeah. a lot of the front runners. Yeah, no,
3: that's true. You know, the only
1: we didn't was we didn't do Elizabeth. Oh, okay. No. Was, oh, so many weeks in the year. Well, yeah, <laughs> and uh, did you do you have to pick one or the other, really, don't you? Well, you could well. You could just. You'd want to space them out, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Liam, I, th- I think, oh, I think, it's Shakespeare.
4: See, I was going to say, your will.
1: <laughs> I'm not a leading man. It's funny,
3: I didn't see that. What were you going to say? I was going to say, um, uh, Ben Affleck. Ben,
1: you'd be a good <laughs> Ben, ben Affleck as well, Ned. <sighs> Ned or Will? You'd be I, a good Jeffrey Rush. I could. I see. I, I, I I'm, I'm like a Jeffrey Rush or. Uh, Burbage isn't big enough I'd want to do Jeffrey Rush Although Wilkinson's Really good in this too Wilkinson's brilliant in this Or Colin Firth Oh I could have some fun With Colin Firth You may now show your pleasure
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah Because you gotta laugh At him a little bit Don't you You kind of do though Don't you Not with him It's a bit at mo- him, It's a bit yeah. at him Whether you're like Wow you're an ass yeah. Or ha, You're finally getting it to you Yeah But that bit where he looks in the waves and Then he realizes She's not in the carriage With him That's yeah. really funny Yeah <laughs> um so there we are the
2: other nominees that no one nor nothing i've heard of but i mean it's kathy bates primary colors brenda blethlin little voice rachel griffiths hillary and jackie lynn redgrave
1: gods and monsters okay gods and monsters i've heard of i've seen primary colors i really like it i forgot kathy bates was in it so i think maybe a weak field yeah maybe that's yeah. what
4: it was yeah. didn't you
1: say little voice i mean
4: she, yeah.
2: she
4: is
1: what what good as name? elizabeth but uh, it's Brenda brenda well. oh okay yeah um did this come with a villain problem nope nope no, Both the idea that they can't be together is one sort of it. Mm-hmm. The rules of a time are another, but then you manifest it in um, Comfort. Yep. A little bit of Simon yeah. Callow in there. Yeah. Yeah. Whose story is it? What's well, Will Shakespeare's? It? Yeah. Literally called Shakespeare in Love. Yep. Yeah. What's the story? In Love. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Am I okay to move on?
1: Yep. <laughs> love and tragedy. <laughs> Two really nice ones back to back there. Role of women. I
2: don't think he's very good. He's very good. Yeah. I
4: yeah. like how she's like coming out of the boundaries of what women were supposed to do and she, you know, she's breaking the rule and she's going to be the man on the stage and be on the stage.
2: But um, equally then she does marry Lord Wessex because that's what I mean, she you, has you, to you do. You get
1: that nice speech from Queen Victoria, the Queen, right. Queen Elizabeth at the end, yeah. where she's like a woman in a man's world, yeah, restrictions. Yeah. It's, really, it's really lovely. And it's, The feminist sort of um, representation of, you know, Pitch Creek boys and women should be on the stage. It's very early that you sort of yeah. put on there. So yeah, mm. I'm alright with it. Mm-hmm. i think they're really strong characters as a man i've signed off on the role of women in this film
2: oh good i'm so glad <laughs> yeah and the,
4: i say the queen comes across quite strong as well and the nurse is a likeable character, the nurse is great too. nurse yeah. is great i really so like most the nurse of the women apart from Rosalind, i guess but then we're not supposed to like her i don't
1: think but the well. guys are all d- dumb in some capacity with yeah. the exception of Marlowe, who ends up having too much vanity and gets stabbed yeah yeah but everybody else you laugh at you laugh at will several times in the movie mm-hmm. yeah yeah You don't. I don't think you ever laugh at 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 Gwyneth Paltrow's character.
2: Nope. Only when she comes out with a beard, still.
1: (laughs) Right. We didn't mention that. It's funny. Yeah. That's more just sort of circumstantial thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Because every time she has like a verbal sparring match with with Wessex, she wins. Yeah. I spoke to your father. Great. I speak to him every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see. We're open for business. Let's the church.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a really powerful line. Yeah.
1: Um. Any other big questions? I don't think so. I think it's it is what it is.
2: No, it's just really lovely.
1: Yeah. Favourite character or best character? How to you want to phrase it? Um, Can we have two? I'll, if it's quick. i
2: yeah. I'll go for
4: Viola. She's quite girl power. Not Viola. You know who I mean. No, she's, she's, really it's, it's a character. Oh, she's called Viola, yeah. isn't she? I'm, getting, I'm thinking of Twelfth Night too much. No, she's <laughs> called Viola.
1: It, it Viola. was really hard for me to
3: keep the name straight in this.
4: Mm. No, my, I'll go for her.
3: My support is Ned. I thought he was. Brilliant. Yeah, Ben Affleck's greatness. To see Ben Affleck do this, and he disappears
1: not, the last 15 minutes of the film, though. Yeah, but yeah. he's
3: not one of these ones. Well, he dies. Isn't he? <laughs> he dies on stage.
1: <laughs> I actually went wrong and they killed him.
3: I. It was good to see him in something different. It was good to see him play. He's got a surprising amount of range. Yeah, and in yeah. his accent. Um, wow, he blew me away. I love you, Harry. <laughs> to go from that to this, <laughs> I know, it's yeah. incredible. Around the same time, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, ninety eight. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's true. It would have been like was ninety eight. Yeah, I think it was somewhere ninety eight. Was that Armageddon? Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess what we did. I think it was the 25th anniversary of Armageddon, wasn't it? Yeah, it must have been. I think so. I w- we wouldn't have done it for any reason. We wouldn't have done it otherwise. No, big no. films
3: are. Um, but my probably favorite was probably Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Only because she did a range of characters, where Will was more just one character. But I'd I'd go with Gwyneth Georgia.
2: Yeah, I really like Viola, but I also like the um I really like the little boy who plays Tom Webster. Oh,
1: okay,
3: yeah.
2: He's, it's a great He's good. little part. Good. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh it's such an ensemble cast. Yeah. Fair it's such an, so an ensemble cast. Pieces. It's like you got the best sort of working actors in Britain at the time who, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just kind of came together this collaborative thing. I guess Joseph Fiennes is American too, isn't he? Well, you must be. American. Well Ray Fiennes. Ray yeah, Fiennes yeah, is yeah. American, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I assume so. I think so. You're an inanimate fucking object, <laughs> I think. Uh, although he's British in that. Oh, he's British. Hang on. He's British when he's M in Skyfall. Is he British? He's in Harry oh, Potter. Everybody's British in Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, he must Okay, be they're British. probably are British. Okay. He must be British. Uh, I'm going mean, to uh, I thought bloody girlfriend was British. I want to say Joseph Fiennes does, does a fine job of doing what he needs to do in this film. He carries he's up, a He's kind of the straight man at all? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as, as is she... Um,
2: yeah, they're English.
1: Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for the double act of Tom Wilkinson and Jeffrey Rush.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, I
1: like yeah. them throughout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, you know, they could folly for each other. Good, they? Yeah, and you know, um, 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 Wilkinson—he's the guy who sort of sees the light and falls in love with the, with with the theater, which is great. And then is the guy—just never gets it. He's like, I'm the dog. <laughs> Where's the comedy? He, just, he doesn't see genius as happening, whereas Wilkinson's totally aware of totally, genius happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i yeah. so, so so of it? So you start off kind of hating, um, hating Feniman and, and loving Wenslow and by the time you're Henslow, and by the time you're done, you've kind of switched a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there we go. Favorite moment or sorry, best moment or element?
4: Um, I just liked all the little Shakespeare references that were dotted throughout. I thought some of them were quite clever. Um, and it's like oh yeah I can see what they're doing there and I quite like how they don't end up as a couple at the end I quite like how it's just like moment for them this moment of passion and then it's, yeah exactly and then you know the moment's passed and she's eternal in his, in, in his mind and his writing and that's it it's just a moment in time for them I quite like that it's a sort of a different ending to what you usually get in a, like a romantic comedy
3: mm-hmm. Liam. um probably no surprises here I like the bit where Ben Affleck turned up because you see the swing and the change of uh wilkinson's character yeah Feniman. Feniman. um where he'd been this like commanding you do as i say come as you
1: oh he was like i am the boss and you will <coughs> listen to me you will, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
3: um he said basically everybody in their place when but when ben affleck ned turns up um he puts him in his place doesn't even know who he is what he is apart from the money side of things um really loved that and the sword fighting with the impromptu sword fight between the the more.
1: that was a funny scene it was great
2: Georgia, i'm struggling to identify something individually i guess the fact that they built an entire set is fucking cool like
1: and the fact that judy dench wanted it
2: <laughs> that's yeah that's really cool um you yeah, know I, I think it's i think it's the story i really like the story makes me happy
1: uh, i'm gonna go with i think the script is the best part of it yeah um uh, when I was on The Next Favorite Movie, Josh G. said to me, he said, you love films that are nominated for, for Academy Awards for screenwriting. Do you know that? I went, no. It just seems that films I liked tend to be nominated or win. Uh, best and this is another one. I yeah. just totally forgot. Yeah. It's it's just really well written. And so you take that and then you put a – we are about the cast. You yeah. put those two things together. How can you not win? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, interesting. I guess that's part of the reason why John Madden doesn't win because look at who you had. It. Look at the script and look at who he had available to you is it really one of those jobs where you got the most out of your actors yeah, the, the director, or did the actors in yeah. the script help you just like this how could this thing not succeed yeah exactly it's like watching the team with the best players win the league you're like yeah you're not really winning coach of the year for this you just no. didn't get in the way yeah. well like you
4: said he didn't win the director nominated but doesn't no.
1: win yeah no I mean Spielberg for Saving Private Ryan two very different films this yes. is a film about acting not that his isn't but Spielberg I mean that that's, that's it's more
4: about the emotion and the the, the, the spectacle going on isn't it yeah yeah,
1: yeah um so there we go let's do oh i realize we don't have anybody in thing for that we'll see if people want to do it uh a grumble a grumble megs um
4: i guess just some of the lewd bits like you say when the father's talking about her like she's a mule and stuff like that i know it's of the time so men probably would speak of women in that kind of regard but it's a little bit cringy so that's my, my that's my grumble okay
3: um, my grumble is, this could have been a brilliant, brilliant movie. I, Joseph Fiennes and um, Gwyneth Paltrow do really well in this, but not really touch the top. They don't really ascend. Um, and they're the leads of this film. But the supporting they have underneath them, with Simon Callow, with... Um, uh judy dench with uh jeffrey rush um and loads of others even ben affleck to be fair um the support is so good in this movie it kind of pushes them up but they don't quite reach the top i think if you had had um other actors in those roles like if you had um daniel day lewis in this role it would have ascended higher but it'd been a different movie it wouldn't have been the comedy that it is um. So, uh, my grumble is I don't really quite touch the top. I don't really quite get there, but the support is so good that it carries them further than they would normally carry themselves as leading actors. Georgia,
2: um, I suppose it's why is Queen Elizabeth there watching the play in the first place? Because she didn't know it was going on and it only got posted about about an hour beforehand or like three hours beforehand and she, knows she just happens to be it would have been really nice if there was like like a tip off to her that it was happening because she said name the place and i'll be there mm-hmm. when they set the debt because she the bet because she's like i'll be the judge of it mm-hmm. so it would have been really nice just to have a little bit from a, li- a like a note from will that said oh. this is it come watch
1: Oh, okay i see what you're saying like, yeah, yeah
2: just something just so we know that
1: but he's this, he's so despondent about losing her
2: yeah, yeah. and, that, and it's that's hard. why we don't get it but then it's like so why is she there but it's literally it's literally just that there's nothing major
1: um for me mine's quite simple he should he sh- he sh- you shouldn't let wessex walk out yeah <laughs> yeah you found out you're you're innocent maybe maybe and this could have been a line you could have used he just let himself off the hook for killing one man maybe he doesn't want to kill Another. Another. Now yeah. now he's free of it. I don't want to be yeah. responsible for it. Which makes Wh- sense, absolutely sense. One line. Yeah. One line. Something, yeah. Not one best original screenplay. I mean, so, come on, look, I should I should write a movie. Simple as. <laughs> we'll do it. Let's do it. And we'll, and we'll go to the fringe. <laughs> yes. There we are. Um there we are. Uh, anybody's best role ever, Gwyneth paltrow yep. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I would say so for him.
1: Um Jeffrey Rush has done so much better. I don't... Oh, he's really good in this for me. He's really
3: good, but he's, I like him in The King's Speech. Oh, hang on. Yeah, yeah. For, 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 no, for he's polite. really, really good in I that. I remember
1: when we reviewed that, you said that. <laughs> <laughs> good memory. Uh, no, because we didn't do it, Liam. Uh, I know. <laughs> okay, now you're playing. Really. I just, just got to put it out there. You don't know. <laughs> um, uh, Hear my tone. Wilkinson's better in Eternal Sunshine. He's really good in this, but he's better in Eternal Sunshine. He doesn't really
3: get... Yeah
1: he just go through an art there um, in this? Oh, he does. Oh, he's great in this. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think everybody else Everyone is. else has been bigger. And Judy Dench, them. I imagine. I haven't seen her in a whole ton of stuff. Probably better than Skyfall. Um, she, is just, good, she is good she is very good in
4: this she's got so little to to show of it though do you know what I mean I, I I
1: maybe for me it is the best thing I've seen her in but I mm, know she's got a long career she's oh hang no, on she's really good in that Mrs. Brown Mrs. Brown yeah yeah she's better in that she her working Agreed. together with Billy Connolly no great she's really and Billy Phen- Connolly again another, another comedian who plays it straight and all yeah. of a sudden it's amazing brilliant okay uh, let's go ahead and hit I never want to my age what's
0: my age again
1: What's my age again? <laughs> age game, age game. Let's all play the age game. Let's drop my phone on the table here. Uh, let's go ahead. I've got five. Ooh. No, we, I just figured out like, like three minutes ago I had to do this. I'm like, all right, no one's done this. Well, then, uh, Let's go ahead and start with the Oscar winner, or the young Oscar winner herself. Oh, slight spoiler. Gwyneth Paltrow. I reckon she's 22. 22? 22?
3: I reckon she's a little bit older. I'm saying 27.
1: And Megan? 24. Liam, with the point there, she's 26. Uh, let's do Joseph Fines, uh, Shakespeare himself.
4: 27.
1: 27, Liam? 30. And Georgia? 28. 28's correct. What point for Georgia. Next up, we've got Ben Affleck. That's for you, Liam. Ooh. Good call. Thank you. 20, uh, 20, 27.
4: 27?
3: Yeah, he's up there. 26, 27, 28,
1: 28. 28, Georgia? 26. 26 is correct. Oh, I knew he was around Georgia. there. I almost think we should make like the ones you hit on the dot point and a half or something like that <laughs> yeah, yeah. i just think it's a hard i think, I, I think, harder, I think there isn't? should be yeah. a reward if you nail it yeah we'll try it next week okay
2: well on the week that i'm well, not well, gonna get i've already got two right give me the points this
1: week <laughs> i'll tell you what if it's tied i'll give you the tiebreaker okay okay can we win a donut i don't have any donuts <laughs> oh. plus megs the odds of you winning now we have two left to go and you know how many points yet There's so all unlikely all right. anyway maybe
4: next week i can have a donut uh judy dench Fifty, yum, yum, um, I don't
1: know, fifty-nine. Fifty-nine? Yeah, you're
3: close. Sixty-one.
2: Georgia. Forty-eight.
1: Oh, you're definitely low. (laughs) Will you still need me? Will you still feed me a donut when I'm sixty-four? She's not that old now. Yeah, she is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's older now. She's isn't? like in her nineties. Yeah.
2: Well, I didn't realize she was that old. She doesn't yep. look that old.
1: I thought she looked really old in this. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought she'd look looked much younger than she would, considering this was twenty five years no, ago. She
2: does look old in this. But oh I yeah, just, so I didn't. I was doing the math. She's sixty four, she's eighty nine now. Yeah. She was that yeah. old yeah. now. Yeah.
1: And then uh, finally, I've got. I've written his initials down wrong. But Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush. I gave him. I said JR. It's GR.
2: Which one is he? He's, he's
1: the, the one. He's the, the one that looks like a, a rat. He's getting burnt. He's Henslow. He's the guy who wants the theater. I don't know. It's a mystery.
2: Hmm. I reckon he is 47. Um,
4: 49. I'm going
3: to
1: go older. I'm going to say 52. No tiebreaker needed, and all three done by exact ages 47. Wow. Well <laughs> done, done. If she wasn't going to get it, bang on, she wasn't going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go so we'll start next i think we can start the point now i think it just makes sense if you nail it you nail it yeah absolutely yeah um look at us always evolving the format we are, the we are we are just took us three years to figure it out uh, let's <laughs> do so the critics the critics the critics i have the wrong uh numbers on here uh shakespeare in love the good the bad and the eaves. georgia what we got?
2: Uh, we have got Stephen Hunter from the Washington Post says, It restores to centrality a consciousness, one of great genius of our civil- civilization. It makes us care for his greatness, for his passion, for his worth. In no uncertain terms, it tells us that Willie Boy is still here.
1: <laughs> nice. Um, to be fair, when I teach Scrooge, I always call him Scroogey Boy. Scroogey Boy. What's Scroogey Boy saying Do here? Scroogey I often Boy. call
2: William Shakespeare Willie Shakes. Willy Shakes, yeah. that's Shakes, <laughs> yep. yep. I like that one uh who else <laughs> i was gonna say you sounded like you're about to move no. on and i'm going no uh jonathan romey from the guardian says uh sniffing uh, at what's already been celebrated as a major national triumph always looks not quite cricket but madden's film is transparently one of those things that the british do so well and the americans fund so handsomely not as so big of a fan
1: it's pretty good for a yeah. not so big of a fan review jeez. you know you said that's john madden you said
3: yeah in the NFL guy isn't he Joe Madden no it's John it, no, it's John Madden oh is it oh, yeah. I don't know I <laughs> don't know why I thought Joe
1: there's a Joe Madden who's a baseball
3: manager oh okay no I know who I'm thinking um,
2: then we have our good friend Roger Ebert
1: Ebes um,
2: whose little tagline little bit on here is I was carried along by the wit the energy and the surprising sweetness and then his closing line on oh did I close it um, his closing line on his own review I didn't it says a movie like this is a reminder of the long thread that connects Shakespeare to the kids opening tonight in a storefront on lincoln avenue you get a theater you learn the lines you start your stuff you hope there's an audience you fall in love with another member of the cast and sooner or later your revels must be ended well at least you reveled
1: oh. that made me like it's nice what do you give it four four to four yeah uh interesting 92 percent rotten tomatoes wow 7.1 imdb Ooh, why man. do you think that is i got two theories Come shakespeare yeah so Typically, male. Uh, uh, yeah. Typically, the voters I'm debating are male. Yeah. Shakespeare is not story. a big thing. Yeah. So the first part was the Shakespeare. Second
2: part this was the love Second part
1: though. in love. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah well. I think it's two
1: things that men are designed not to go. And I imagine a lot of podcasts don't do Shakespeare enough. Yeah. You. Because right. I think it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's a love. Story. Yeah, it's a love story, it's, and it's a comedy, and it's 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 well, I don't want to. I don't want to. Jump the gun here, lest I rob Megs of her gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are.
4: Hey, rebel you like. Uh, you le- can get ahead if you like.
1: <laughs> Let's. <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <There's> <laughs> maybe I'll be allowed actually, to in a I future actually,
1: one. I actually have that on tape. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she gets it. You can in
4: future then if you've done it first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i won't tell you off
2: <laughs>
1: uh let's go ahead and go i've got something here i'm all, I'm all flustered he's um,
2: like the nurse in front of the bedroom that's right so flustered.
1: go to go to <laughs> i put a, a fleece out as i'm known to do work shakespeare in love good great film good film okay film or poor film 63 percent Okay film. What? Twenty five percent good, twelve percent poor, zero percent great. That's wrong. A very I'll say this, a, a low turnout because we pushed yeah. it on very we only give it about twenty four hours for it to come across. So mm. it could it could uh maybe it would have shifted. I don't know. I'm very curious to see people's thoughts on this on the other side. Mm. Um so let's go ahead and say if you like this film or episode you'd like we like films that are written well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Forward is A Funeral. Yeah. Featuring, friend the of the boy. podcast, Simon Callow. Yeah. Um, in British independent film, uh, 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 Sliding Doors. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Um gives me Love Actually. actually. Love Actually. You know, yeah. these big British sort of <laughs> romantic comedies. Not Transpotted so much. <laughs> There's a romance in there. Uh, uh, is there? <laughs> There's a baby. I, don't, I think it's quite suggested that it's kind of more the heroine was the love story. Okay. There's the comedy. It's the comedy of Renton and his heroine. <laughs> find some, find some, uh, There you go. as opposed to will shakespeare his heroine, yeah that's funny i stumbled into that, that one that was great well you know i find out if you have a joke and you're only halfway through it sometimes it all works out well in the end it does i don't know how it's a it's mystery, a mystery. <laughs> uh there we are so i think we're time for uh did we have anything from our uh our patreon backers in the end no not yet no so we, we if that's the case we will add that in right here, and I have no comments on the Fledgling fandom, so there no. we are. Quiet on this one. Might <laughs> my, 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 my be a bit of a floor film this week. We'll find out. Um Time for our ratings. Our ratings. Liam, let's start with you.
3: I'd never seen this film. This film kind of passed me. Um Maybe because of the Shakespeare, like you said, you know, certain demographic would go. The in love bit doesn't bother me, but the Shakespeare probably put me off thinking, oh my god, this is going to be heavy, yeah. hard-hitting. I'm not yeah. going to understand it but actually i don't know whether it's cuz i'm older and this is first my first watch but and because i've done 12th night maybe i have a bit more of an understanding um who knows but i really like this film i thought it was really good um would i watch it again definitely yeah maybe there'd be different parts in it where i'll go oh i get that now or and i didn't see it the first time um i thought the whole cast was brilliant i felt like i said in my grumble um Joseph and Gwyneth had a bit more of a push from bigger waiter actors, um, uh, hard-hitting actors, uh, support them very, very well. Um, so with that, I'm going to give this a very resounding nine. You are allowed to show your pleasure out of ten. Wow,
1: that's good. I don't yeah. have one yet. i got to think of
3: one. I really, I really like this film. I thought it was good. Really good.
1: Georgia!
2: Um yeah, I think it's absolutely brilliant. I do disagree with Liam on the Gwyneth and uh Joseph thing. I think they play those parts absolutely perfectly. Um I think there's a nuance to it that they aren't supposed to be as big or high energy as the others because they are the normal people, they're the everyman in the scene, which makes what they're saying seem even more perfect because her whole thing is that a part of the like theme in the play is can can a play do love correctly but in that we're watching a film, can the film do love correctly? And they do, and it is real. It feels very, very real. It's naturalistic, which is really nice in a play about plays, in a film about plays, about plays. It's all, it's all a bit all over the place, but I think they do a perfect job. Um, again, all the supporting people, I completely agree on that one. Though they, they are brilliant. Um, I love the story. It makes me happy. I think the overall kind of like vibe that this film gives off is is, is like perfect. It is brilliant um it gives shakespeare how it should be done um and makes me very very happy um so yeah i want to watch it again because i have to watch it in bits because i've had a very busy week so i kind of watched it in three bits which made me sad um so i think i'm a bit disjointed because of that but i am gonna give it it's not a perfect film overall it doesn't give me the perfect it's not little miss sunshine it's not there it doesn't quite reach that point um so i'm trying to decide if it. Doesn't quite, or doesn't quite buy a bit more. <laughs> um, I'm going to hedge on the error ed- uh, of caution. and give it nine. Okay. Nine dogs stealing the show out of ten.
1: I have thoughts from the twisted mind of Ethan. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Write <laughs> down the time. <laughs> I've just said his last name. <laughs> <laughs> I have thoughts. The brilliant, just so, so, say twisted mind, didn't I? He you said did. twisted. I'm just going to beep out the first one. That's fine. You, you heard. I'm just going to, Ethan, bleep. Okay, there we are. <laughs> uh, ratings and thoughts. It's such a sweet little movie and it's a nice love letter to fans of Shakespeare. I, the chemistry is great and the humor hits the mark for me. It's nothing revolutionary, but it's a wonderful film to enjoy. Seven and a half mustaches being ripped off out of Viola out of ten. Ooh expected more from you. I, I think he's going to hear people's thoughts. He's going to go. I want to raise it. Yeah, I like guess it's hard if you haven't seen it before, and you're like, "What's the What's the group going to think?" And you might be, it might be a bit of that. See, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not swayed by
3: that. I, I go by how I feel and what I think. Yeah. Sometimes I'm really low on something, and you guys really high. Yep. But you know, it's how I felt. It's how I I thought about something.
1: Speaking of how you thought about something, Megan. Oh. You. You want to get in there first or jump ahead or whatever it was, you said.
4: Yeah, well, no, I've given up with that now. You've
1: already done that <laughs> it bit. was nice while it lasted.
4: Yeah, you've already done that bit. Um, I enjoyed it. It's not It's not like one of my favorite films. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's theatrical. I love the Shakespeare references. I like the different kind of love story in it. Um, I could watch it again. I wouldn't rush to watch it again if that makes any sense.
1: You wouldn't Jeffrey uh, rush Jeffrey to watch it again? No, I wouldn't, I
4: wouldn't rush that far ahead. But, um. So I'm going to give it 8.5 man wigs. Man
1: wigs. Man, man wigs. Mango wigs.
4: Mango to be fair, wigs. Gwyneth
1: Paltrow was a man girl in this. <laughs> she was. She
4: was a man girl. There we are. Right, right? Man
1: yeah. um, I, I went and saw this on a date, didn't I? And uh, I, I was probably all full of lovey energy. And you take all that away, I'm still all full of lovey energy. <laughs> Good. Oh, this film. This film makes me, you know what? This film makes me, it settles Gwyneth Paltrow's bet. This film makes me believe in love. This is wonderful. When they talk about, you know, can a play do it? You can usually make a movie do it. And I believe in the love in this movie. I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's young love. I guess the love you have when you're fall in love really seriously maybe for the first time or for whatever it might be it's not
3: jaded love so. <laughs> it's not jaded love no
1: these people believe fully yeah. it's a part where they to come to each other and we maybe didn't mention that enough at the end and they go the play didn't do this to us we did this to us and we convinced ourselves it could be something different and the, but it doesn't change the fact that they're like i will love you forever mm. and i think there's something magical in this film so the acting is fantastic. I'll, I'll go with, yeah, there's, bit, there's bigger name act not bigger name actors, but there's ca- ca- better character actors around the periphery. But I do think the two in the middle, they don't have to do that. Um, I do think, I just got to believe that they love each other and they do. I'm
3: not saying they're bad no, at I know. all. I, I think they're really good in this. I just think that they don't quite
1: touch the top. I, I just Joseph Fiennes didn't get nominated because the part's not good enough to get him that. That wasn't the point of that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow, I think she... W- it, it's always a little bit easier, I think, to get in that best actress category just because there aren't as many good female parts as there are male parts. Exactly. At least yeah, back yeah. then. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, Judy Dench, we, we have that. And Judy Dench gives the performance that you still think of Judy Dench. This is one of the ones that pops up. Mm-hmm. It is. Um we've gone through our list. We didn't even mention Simon Callow, who's fantastic oh, in it. Martin, Martin Clunes is great in it. It's great. It's a wonderful film and the writing is so clever and it gives me that joy that I feel in things like The Muppets, the, the 2011 one, when yeah. you come out and you're like, I feel a happiness in my soul and it's so hard to do that. Mm-hmm. In, in, from from 94 onwards because that cynical sort of side takes over and we all love the shawshanks and we all love the prestige as do as do i yeah, yeah, yeah. but things like little miss sunshine things like this so yeah i i'm i'm maybe i'm glad i'm i'm, I'm the last one here because maybe i'm the little puritan priest having more fun than <laughs> anybody else give me the black hat my name is ian welcome to my 10 talk wow the play is the thing ten out of ten yeah its nice yeah so there we go so nice range seven and a half to ten uh, the voice of the people God knows no because no one no one gave us anything to this point to this point it may, it may show up still. so uh, really quick question I want to ask Shakespeare and lover saving private Ryan
4: oh I don't know Tough. Um, I was more emotionally invested in saving private Ryan I think actually even though I say I love theater Um I
3: would maybe say Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I think I was more invested cuz I'd never seen that before either. Yeah. Oh, it's tough.
1: Ethan would say Saving Private Ryan, I'm sure cuz he gives Saving Private Ryan like yeah, a 10, I think he I'd does. I'd probably say Saving Private Ryan, yeah. True? Sure? This. Yeah, this. I'm, I'm with you. This. No, I don't think there's it anything. Doesn't
2: have to be a drama to win, It Doesn't have pleasure. to be
1: a drama. This is a As this far is as a like,
2: perfect example. As far of as, what as, it as is. a
1: comedy film goes. Yeah. yeah, and a comedy should That's the whole reason we did the podcast, isn't it? Any film can be the best film ever. And it's not me saying you're wrong, but it's saying for me, I'm just trying to fight back against the people out there who are kind of, it's, you say sometimes it's cool to hate on Greece, right? Yes.
2: It's cool to I hate on Shakespeare think and it's, love.
1: It's, it's, it's been cool to hate on Shakespeare and love as an Oscar winner. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, it's, it's yeah. And the Harvey Weinstein thing, oh, it sucks that he's linked with this. It is. It yeah. sucks. And I'm glad for the most part, he didn't really enter into too much of our conversation because at the end of the day, it's, it's a fantastic film, well acted, well directed. And, uh, it, br- it brings joy, and it's so hard to do that. At least it does for me. So.
3: Thing, the thing is, though, this film didn't have size more in it, so... <laughs> <laughs> do you think I like this do you fucking think, hair, do you, man? Do you, do you think Thomas Kent like that hair? Man? <laughs> yeah. Do you think so? Um, but no, I, this is only... I imagine again. if Matt
1: Damon had played Shakespeare.
3: <laughs> but do you know what, though? I do love this film, but I've only had a, one watch of it. Same with um, Saving no, Pro Ryan. You're,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm but, not going to tell there, Right? are No,
3: no, 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 I know. But um, I'm trying to think what I gave Saving Pro Ryan. I think
1: you went... Uh, the computer's not on, but I think you went higher on it.
3: Yeah, I think I did by about half a point, I think.
1: I want to think you went nine and a half or... Yeah, probably nine and a half
3: higher. Yeah. Um, Could be wrong. But that really... But even really, if they
1: were the same thing, you can still say, even if I gave them both nines, I, I like that I, one think,
3: I think the problem was... Uh, not the problem with this film. I didn't see it as a comedy... It's fringed on comedy for me. It was more of a straight play than comedy. Um, and I couldn't work out where it was more, where, where the funny bits were. It was in between the
1: lines funny. It wasn't laugh out loud funny. I hear you, but I think for me, and again, you're, I think for me, a comedy doesn't have to be because you, you've, you've said about slapstick. things.
2: It's definitely not Well, not, not that even slapstick, like. but
1: you've said about things like Monty Python or Anchorman or things like that. I you like it far better than anything yes, like that because you don't like those because you can see the jokes coming and you are like, oh, joke, 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 joke. This isn't you are right. This isn't laugh out loud funny. This is a warmth funny. Yes, yeah,
3: it, it fringed on it.
1: It was great. Yeah, because is it more of a romance or more of a comedy. That's a hard one to tell. Which part of the movie are we in?
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Don't know. It's a mystery, isn't it? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> um, there we are. So, uh, promos, please catch all the good stuff we got coming out. Maybe we did Spirited. Maybe we didn't. We don't know at this point. <laughs> uh, all that sort of stuff. Uh, we want to thank our Patreon backers. Of course, we're talking about Julian Hermes, James DeGuzman, Leon Oberholzer, Anthony and Davies, Chris Peterson, Randall Silva. Um, Randall, what's your handle, Silva? We're talking about Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. <laughs> Figured it was fair you get to shout one in. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the Yeet Meister, Reverend Bruce, Nate the Great, Andy Dixon, Holly Callan, Cheesy with a fish on a bike, Richard Ryan, Kuket's Dirk, but his friends call him Diggler, but I call him Dirk, Shy Burger <laughs> Freund, Stu from the SWO, and Norfolk Domus. If you're at all interested, hey, why not check out the Patreon? Patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. Now talk about what we're doing next week. Ooh, Keeping the... Uh, Keeping a little romantic comedy energy next week. I like rom-coms. We made a promise at the start of the year. Oh, yeah. We were going to cover a trilogy. Thankfully, not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the extended version. I love version. Lord of the Rings. Not The Matrix, because oh. the first two, first one's great, second one's okay, third one's Pants. Pants. I've not seen the fourth. Pants Labyrinth is what it Pants is. Pants Labyrinth.
2: Don't compare Pants Labyrinth
4: to
1: what it is. So a labyrinth, labyrinth. of Pants. It's a great film. It's a great film. It is. Next week, we're finishing our trilogy of Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. A nice little Christmas movie, actually, as it turns out as well. I love this film. So it plays in well. So there we go. So again, is it more romance? Is it more comedy? We will find out next week. As What's that? Oh, my icon just went off. You've got mail. There <laughs> we are. So I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, me too. Me too. I want to think it's the best of the three. It is the best of the three. I haven't seen it in a long time.
4: I liked Joe and the Volcano. I
1: liked Joe vs. the Volcano a lot more than I remembered. And I liked... Uh, Sleepers in Seattle. in Seattle more than... I, I didn't hate the kid as much as I thought I did. It's the, I really hate the girl. I still hate... I still can't do acting in this is much better than the first two. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But she, she learned some shit. Well, and Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's great in it. Yeah, so yeah, there yeah. we are. So we'll take a look at that next week. So <laughs> please go ahead. That'll do BFE next week and catch us it'll be a little bit truncated because we're trying we got a big order next week well we do yeah we're doing two recordings so i think we're gonna jump right into pretty much right into the deep dive
3: yeah okay we're gonna gonna
1: truncate a lot of stuff and so we can try and do both yeah and sorry folks but this is all about getting me back to Canada and us not all dying the next day we have to go to work and to be
3: fair we didn't want to do a break in in the scheduling so you still get that bfe content yeah
1: because actually, I'm really proud of the fact we've gone for over three years with no breaks. Yeah, we've always hit a weekly recording session. Yep. So there's always been something out there. Because I think that's people say how to do, do well on the pod. Step number one, show up. Yeah, absolutely. Show up. Do what you say you're going to do. Yep. Hey Ethan Howard. No I'm joking. We love you. <laughs> we do love you. Ethan. <laughs> we love it. Um, we love Ethan. He's like Ben Affleck. He sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. But, <laughs> but when he shows up, we're like, hey. <laughs> Woo. There we are. Sup. So, so, thank you very much. Please join us next week when we tackle the third in the, I'm going to say Ben Affleck, Tom Hanks, <laughs> Meg Ryan trilogy. You've got mail for best film ever I've been, I've been Liam.
2: I've been Megan. And I've been Georgia.
1: And I've been thinking about this. Mm-hmm. You three, the audience even. How's the dynamics on the podcast? And I want to leave you with the following instructions for next week and future weeks. You can remain as long as you remain silent. (laughs) Pay attention. You will see how genius creates a legend. You're allowed to show your pleasure. (laughs) We'll catch you on the flippity flop. The flippity flip flop.